0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse episode 190. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, hey. Connor's here too. Yep, still here. This is a DC Comics podcast. Every week we get together and talk about DC Comics that came out uh, on the previous Wednesday. Coming up on this week's show, we have The Flash 86, Aquaman 56, Legion of Superheroes number 3, Jimmy Olsen number 7, Freedom Fighters issue 12, The Batman's Grave number 4, The Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage issue 2, The Lolo Woods issue 2, and then Connor's got a Patreon pickbook of Undiscovered Country number 3. So that is uh, what we're going to be talking about. Uh, on this week's show but it is of course solicits week so we have plenty to dive into before we even get to this week's books um it might also be a sales figures week damn it (laughs) it. it's
1: like one of those things it's like the t-rex where if you don't move he can't see you Mm -hmm. which Uh scientifically is not true Um yes if, if you don't say it he won't know exactly but no I just for. thought maybe, maybe he'll forget that's what that entire lead up of 45 minutes of BS talk was <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, stringing him along
1: he'll forget but
2: yeah we, we really uh, did mean to start like 40 minutes ago we just sat yeah. on that nothing
0: yeah it's nothing <laughs> movies coming out Fuck things like everything. that yeah well you know this is what happens uh, on comics from the multiverse uh, so you know got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, but you know it's nice week Matt you do anything interesting
1: uh, I didn't do anything interesting but the Golden Knights fired their coach and hired an enemy coach so that that's still taking some getting used to like hmm. first sports news of my lifetime that I legit had to sit down because I thought it was a joke like I'm at work I get an alert on my phone I look I was like alright who, who hacked the Golden Knights thing uh, they did not hire the former Sharks coach Turns out they did.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jokes
1: on this, this
2: is something I I didn't quite understand because in mm-hmm. in football over here, coaches and you know, managers, you know, they they, mm-hmm. they move to various teams all the time. There, there's, there's no allegiances in that sense. Once they move on, the move. Oh on. no! It's, 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 it's so common.
1: There's not with him. Like he, this is just a job. But to the fan base, this is our our main, you know, yeah, our main rivals' coach who got sacked back in November. So he's been floating around without a job, and there were no rumblings about our coach even getting fired. So it was a it was a one two punch, right? Uh, it I mean... wasn't like they were looking for a coach, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's what it is. the The best best memes have been I'm not gonna call him coach from from Step Brothers. I'm not gonna call him dad. Uh, so yeah, it's been a weird week that way. But hey, they're they're one to know under him. So that's something. I, guess.
0: I, I think I regret asking, honestly, how your week was because that was in-depth hockey talk for a solid, like, 90 seconds. Uh, uh, not
2: <laughs> my fault. I, I, I got no hockey to talk about. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, Football, no, no. though, right? Huh? Uh, that
2: doing all
0: right. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. This is a sports-free zone. Sports-free.
1: Uh... If you know want me care about sales figures, you'll learn about sports and then present it to me in
0: that <laughs> way. <laughs> hey, hey, someone suggested we do a fantasy draft for sales No, figures. no, not doing that.
1: Uh-huh. I, don't, I hate fantasy
0: sports as it is. That's sports adjacent. <laughs>
1: yeah, but fantasy sports sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I assume you didn't watch it, Bob, but uh, the end of the Crisis on Infinite Earths was this week uh, t- on the TV yep, shows. haven't, haven't um,
1: yet, but it's on the list.
0: All I will say, I won't spoil anything here, because obviously this is not where we're talking about it, but, uh, like, I need Stargirl to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, better well, than those shows. About yeah, you, you know, you already like
1: Stargirl, right? Oh, yeah. Of JSA. But, but like, so,
0: yeah. But like, yeah. But there was a tease for it, and I just, the tease was, like, actually wanted me to be excited, but I don't want to be excited because... hmm because you're convinced it's going to be terrible. Yes, I'm convinced it's going to be mediocre at best. Um, well, so you know. I mean,
1: you do have Doom Patrol that you really enjoy, right? Mm-hmm,
0: that's hmm
1: like, Because that, that's pretty unconventional. I don't know how unconventional Stargirl will be. Probably um, not very. No, but but it's Johns. Like we. Yeah, you know, but it's going we, on the CW. So.
0: Yeah. So, it's just you it's just effy, It's Uh Also, that Superman show will get greenlit this week, so you know, yep. news news I'm, happy. I'm
1: excited. Might have to start watching CW again.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I I'm just... Clark Part Two. Yeah, I just, I just quit, but I, mean, um, I may still binge watch things occasionally when I can put them on his yeah, background noise, although but that's, I ain't keeping well, that's up with it. That's what I
1: mean. Like, yeah. When I was in my phase of watching them, I would wait like four episodes to go and then just Sit down on a Saturday afternoon
0: Although, and bang out. I I don't know if watching four episodes of current quality flash back to back is something it's I would feasible.
1: that's why I stopped last year. Yeah. I got excited over XS.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, they turned to be a big old nothing burger and I didn't finish. So um That that's though.
0: Season six is yeah. worse. That's all I'm gonna say about. It. Yeah, so yeah. i
1: currently staying away. Um However, I did see, because, you know, the internet can't help itself, I saw something that happened, and it made me slightly angry of a, of a certain character showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and, and meeting uh, Barry. And I was like,
0: why?
2: Um, it's, not, it's not as bad as you that, think it is, I'm assuming. Like,
0: yeah, but, come on.
1: It's yeah. just,
0: there's, there's just a little cameo, it doesn't really mean anything, but...
1: No, but still, the people are talking about this. That's why, you know, DC is better than Marvel because they're not afraid to do something like that. And someone was like, no, nah. characters showed up on uh, on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. numerous times. I mean, in the, the early days. days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was the thing that happened. And it was, you know, the ending was was fairly good. But uh, Those
2: last, like, five minutes were actually pretty great.
0: Last five minutes were great. Yes, uh, it's
1: it's five episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: five total episodes. I
1: might. I'm off on Monday, so I might I might sit down and watch those. Mm. It's it's oh, good enough that
2: I'd say, yeah, watch it. You won't regret.
1: Oh time. no, I always I watch all of the even even Invasion as much as I hated that one. I was not a big fan of that first crossover. <laughs> um, as I even as I was watching it, I was like, why am I doing this? But uh, you know, ever, since then they've been pretty decent. Um. But but yeah, oh, of course I'm gonna watch Crisis. I just don't like how they broke it up this time.
0: Yeah, no, was that, was, that was a bad idea. It was a mistake. They lost momentum because uh, even yeah. I was like when I came back. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I got more of this. They should have really just done this all in one week, so it'd still be exciting. But yeah. hey ho. Uh, so that is that is that. Uh, so I'll just, I'll plug something here, actually. I'll just plug once again uh, our top 50 movies of the decade that everyone at MailFuzz TV did. All three of us plus Tim and Tara. Uh, first three parts of that are up now at the time of recording this one. So uh, you can go have a look and get tons of movie recommendations, should you wish. Uh, and I'm sure there's a couple of comic movies that'll slip on there if they haven't already. Yeah, def-
1: so. definitely with mine. Well represented. Yes. Because I'm that guy.
0: So I think, we'll, uh, I think we'll start with sales figures. Uh that's- <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Let me, sweet.
2: Let me t- 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 just get something to get me through this. <laughs> really, <you'd> booze <laughs> to get through this. You, you say this? This is, this is a rum and coke anyway, so it's not like
1: I'm not drinking. <laughs> well, it's like a Libre, man. Wait, wait yeah. what type of rum did you use? Yeah, yeah, spiced rum. I know, but what brand?
2: Oh, it's it's a, a cheaper one.
1: Okay, gotcha. As the smart and, price. And coke.
2: <laughs> no. No, not actual Coke. No, oh. it's, it's, it's Aldi's own Coke, which is the only okay. al- own brand Coke I can drink for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I, I hate all the other own brand ones, um, but Aldi's is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I can drink that all right.
0: All of this discussion about the uh, supermarket's own brand beverages is just delaying how long this is going to take. That's all um, this is doing.
1: I'm just, I'm just asking, as someone that doesn't drink, but um, very interested in rum and whatnot, I had to know. Yeah, no, I mean it's
2: all right. Um, it's it, I've got a a, a dash of a uh, lime cordial in there as well, just to yeah,
1: just to make it nice. Fresh lime, man.
2: I, I didn't have it. any, so I mean, you know.
1: You're at the supermarket to get the coke, right? Yeah, but like, but they
2: get limes. Well, I didn't think of limes. I didn't get the coke for this specific. I just got coke, and then I was like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh...
0: This That's where your feet go. Yeah, it's going to be a long episode if this keeps up. All right, so top 10 for the month of December 2019. I will make you guess what number one is: it's Doomsday <sighs> Clock. Very good. Thursday, Clock 12 is in fact number one, with 117,000 issues uh, sold. It's more than 117. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's good. Obviously very good for it. Uh, Now, it is worth mentioning that the actual top 500 that goes out for the uh, best books of the month aren't actually out yet. Uh, Then why the hell are we doing sales figures this week?
2: You'll find out in a minute. There's a reason. Do it next week when I'm not here,
0: and you don't have to. No, check. no, no, no. that's a reason. There's, there's a. No, let's qu- get it out of the way. It's like a band aid. Quality Pulling reason. Off. Yeah, uh. because next month's got Wonder Woman 750. Like, it's that's good plenty to make that show super long. We don't need sales figures next week. Oh, you just have to miss them this month. What a shame. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so number two um, is a Marvel book, some sort of X-Men book. That is correct. It's X Men number three, uh, with one hundred and five thousand. which for our number three is actually pretty good. So I mean, fair play. Yeah. Uh, to to that. Uh, I've number. Bump. What was that?
1: It's got the Hickman bump.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Where... He's not writing that one though. I don't think he is. Yeah,
1: X Men. Yeah, that's oh, oh. he's he's doing X Men and New Mutants. Um, Percy's doing X Factor. Which I saw the first
0: issue that I need to read. I assumed there was another. I, I assumed there was an Uncanny X Men that he was writing, and Adjectiveless X Men was someone else. No, but no fair enough. there is nope, no Uncanny. No, no Uncanny, no, just Adjectiveless. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, number three is a DC book. Mm, Batman. Batman is in the title, but it's not Batman itself. Uh, Curse the White Knight. Nope. No. Uh. Hmm. It was the conclusion a series?
2: Uh, See Asrella one? What? No. Batman no, no. was ages ago. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Snyder and Capullo one. Yeah, yeah so Last, last night. night on Earth. Yeah,
0: yeah. Last Night on Earth, number three, worth 90,000 copies. Uh, number four is actually also a Batman book.
2: Batman? Yeah,
0: oh, shocker. No, <laughs> it's not Batman. It's nothing we've said so uh, far. I, mean... I would count that as a Batman really? book.
2: I would. I was going to say Harleen as well. Well,
0: so. well I mean, it's Batman-adjacent, but I would not in the context of giving you hints for this, I wouldn't call it a Batman book. I don't remember what else came out in December. It was so long. It was a one-shot. I mean, they all came out did at one time. It? No, we did not read it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> there was a Batman one-shot we didn't read? There's huge numbers as well. <laughs> I love this. I love it. Number four is Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child issue one. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I forgot it existed completely. I, me too. I put it so far out of my mind. I
2: literally would not have got there with a thousand guesses.
0: Oh dear. So yeah, that's 90,000 copies. Oh sorry, 88,000 copies. 90,000 was the last one. Uh, So Number five is a Marvel book, and is it a number one? Surprisingly, it's actually just is, a, it an,
2: is it still an X-Men book?
0: It's not. It's just an ongoing book that's actually fairly high in numbers for Marvel.
1: Honestly, is it Hulk?
0: Hulk? Yeah. Is it what, sorry? Hulk. Hulk. Nope. Immortal. Venom. No. It is Venom. Venom number 21 with 74,000 copies. No. That book's doing well. Yeah, uh, it's the start of the new arc, that was, so mm-hmm. it's not surprising. Uh number six is a DC comic and it is a one shot. How
2: many one shots did they have last month? <laughs>
0: uh, too many. There was too many, uh, because this was one of several that said you're the villain on it. Yeah,
1: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, actually it's
0: Harley Quinn. It's Harley Quinn, although I will just correct villain that. Villain of the year. Yeah, hers hers was titled slightly different to Villain of the Year. Uh right. because it's weird.
1: Ow. That's good. That makes me happy for, for Mark Russell, because he wrote that, and his, his name should be Moving More Comics.
0: Yeah,
2: but let's be honest, Harley Quinn's name move more comics there.
1: Yeah, but still, it looks good, he can say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that I believe he cares about how much she sells, but, you know.
2: I mean, everyone cares about how much they sell to a degree.
0: Yeah. yeah. Number seven, I don't think I could... I don't think there's enough hints I could give you for you to guess this, because I don't think anyone knows it exists, because I didn't know it existed. Number seven is Symbi... <laughs> symbi-, <laughs> symbi... Spider-Man Alien Reality, number one. I
2: know exactly what that is, thank you very much. <laughs> for, Where for, is it? Fair play. I, I have no idea. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yes. Okay. 71,000, <laughs> yeah, that did. Uh, number eight is Incoming? From Marvel? Oh,
2: that was Marvel's... Uh, they did it on, like, the last week of the year, like, Christmas week. Yeah. It was a like an eighty or a hundred page one shot, which is like so, here's all the upcoming stories for the year, oh. essentially. Um, it's it was like piece. a trailer.
1: It's like what they did with the the one that introduced the One Million BC concept.
2: Mm. I forget
0: what
1: that book was.
2: The um, the one that knocked off the Rebirths one shot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so to sixty nine thousand. Number nine was amazing. Spider Man thirty five. Uh, number ten, I'll make you guess because it's a DC book. Why not? Nope. It's an ongoing. I keep on that one. Suicide Squad. Nope.
1: Damn. Batman.
0: <laughs> number 10 is actually Superman number 18.
1: Yeah, oh. son of a bitch. With
0: 66,000 copies. because he revealed. Yep. Speculators uh... drove
2: that up a bit, didn't
0: they? Yep, it drove it up. Yes, they did. Uh, and for, for the record we have we do have a batman issue at number 12 and number 15 respectively we have harleen at number 13 curse of the white knight at 14 so yeah. do, do like this amount of dc in might,
1: the teens yeah this might be the first time that a, a superman book in a very long time outsold batman uh, in terms mm-hmm. of just the regular know, issues uh, yeah that's absolutely. what i mean
0: yeah because yeah, obviously yeah, we have last night on earth and you know yeah about yeah, you know, and and, you
1: and know and <laughs>
2: Yeah. There might have been Superman one shots that would outsell the uh, the yeah. regular Batman title but right. uh, in terms of just the regular actual- title for regular title yeah I can't remember the last time that happened
1: Man, makes seem mad that it's gotta be a gimmick because that in Action have been trading of, of really good books
0: hmm. people should be reading anyways So the reason that we actually have uh, we actually have exactly the top 37 of December 2019 <laughs> and there's a reason for that because despite the fact that December's top list isn't out, 2019's top list is out. So, these 37 oh, were ex- they were extrapolated from that. So, that means that we get to have a second top 10 this month. Because we have top 10 of 2019. I can tell you the top selling book of the decade, if that helps. Not yet, that's the third list we're going to go. So I'm not up. participating.
2: Three, three <laughs> bloody sales. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm... three sales figures for one time. It's like, that's what happened again until January uh, 2030. Like, <laughs> do this with math there. <laughs> do this, do I'm being a conscientious,
1: conscientious objector here. I'm not participating. <laughs> me,
2: me and Matt will sit in silence from here on out. That's fine.
0: I'll sit and talk to myself. It's fine. I'll, I'll watch the snooker. That's fine. Uh, so, Matt. <laughs> Go on. I'll talk to myself. Go on. <laughs> guess, guess what number one of the year was? Twenty nineteen. doomsday clock. Nope. Okay. It, it was a DC book though. DC did take the top spot. Joker. It was a special issue of the year.
1: Justice
2: League. <laughs> no, it's, it's Detective.
0: Detective 1000 was number one uh, for 2018. Because obviously. With 574,000 copies.
2: Hence all the other stupid specials we're getting.
0: Yes, yes. More on that later. More on that we get to solicits. We got we got some opinions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two was Spawn 300 with 275,000. So Detective actually like, had more than double the predicts. Well, not more, but oh, about, around double-ish. You uh, really the... can't do maths today. No, apparently not. Uh, so, uh, number three was X-Men number one. Number four, there's something fishy with this one, to be honest. I don't know how this happened. Uh, but number four is Black Cat issue one, with 261,000.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was all the different variants, right? Like, yeah. I, I,
0: don't, I, I feel there must be more going on there because
2: Marvel do a ton of variants for every number one.
0: Yeah, something fishy. Uh, there's especially fisheries to get to when we get to the decade list. There's a lot of fishiness in there that oh, we'll talk about. There's fishiness in just the number one. Yeah. I, mean, I say
2: fishiness, I know exactly the answer. But
0: Yeah. Uh, number five is a DC Comics number one. By our... <laughs> By our Lord and Savior. Well, it wasn't suicide, deceased. so uh, deceased, yeah. Yeah, deceased, number one, there you go. See, it's not that hard. And uh, that was number five with 250,000. I, I was distracted, there was a fly it. on the snooker ball and they were trying to get it off without moving the ball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, number six was Absolute Carnage, number one, with 242,000 copies. That is too many. Uh, number seven? Uh, okay, this one's the complete bill. That's the fishiness here. Marvel Comics, 1,000. 216,000 copies. No, 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 no. They had
2: like 50 variants, though, for that.
0: Shenanigans. Yes. Shenanigans afoot. Uh, eight and nine, respectively, were House of X and Powers of X. I don't care if it's Powers of 10. I'm saying Powers of X. I don't care. Bait me. <laughs> so that was eight and nine. And then number 10 was War of Realms, number one, with 193,000. Uh, notable DC entries sort of beyond that. Batman Superman, number one, was at number 14. Mm-hmm. Deceased number two was at number seventeen. What's the highest non-DCO marble? Highest on uh, well, that was Spawn, the number two. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. Other than that, then other than that, uh, Spawn three o one at number eleven.
2: <laughs> wow, that, yeah. that retained more than expected.
0: I don't think it retains much beyond like the next couple, though. I think it like nose dives after like three o three or three o four. But yeah, uh, no, that's interesting. Uh, not counting Spawn, the highest non-marvel or dc here we are as an image book Uh, walking dead 192 which i believe was the death of rick grimes so that was right before the ending yeah so that makes a lot of sense sense. yeah can't really can't really argue the the
2: ending would have been up
0: you know at like number like three or four if they told people it was ending very possibly yeah very possibly so nah, you know uh that's what it is i think what's maybe interesting about this compared to um like th- does this include reprints where maybe the regular monthly lists don't perhaps you, or re- you mean like second printings second printings? printings yes yeah i'm not sure i don't know uh, maybe they'll just counted it separately so they never obviously never chart because obviously they're much lower because they're not new but um it's interesting it's interesting uh, uh, I,
2: I would be inclined to say they don't count for the same thing because when they're mm. on uh, when they're on Diamond on
0: previews, they do show up as second printing with a different code. Yeah, um, and just for amusing sake, the uh, number five hundred because this is a top five hundred. Number five hundred is the Flash number eighty-two <laughs> with <laughs> thirty-nine thousand. Oh, good. I mean, five hundred. It's not that bad, really, but <laughs> still. <laughs>
2: I mean, out of 500, it is bad to be 500. Out of everything in the industry that year, it's quite good.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, there's a top 500 every single month. So to be in the top 500 of the year means, you know, you're you're in the top, what, 12th? God, he's doing maths again. That was accurate. That was accurate. (laughs) The top 12th. That was an accurate sentence. Uh, So, um, now, we don't normally look at this, but I'll just quickly sort of give you the uh, top 10... uh, you know, collections and graphic novels uh, of the year. Walking Dead Volume 1. Walking Dead Volume 1. Does that appear on this? Not in the top 10.
2: That's a mild surprise, actually. That
0: usually is in the it top 10. <laughs> It usually is. It usually is. Number 10 is Batman Damned Hardcover. Uh, Bad the- Dick selling. Now, it's it's worth mentioning this is only the diamond numbers, and these books are also sold through book distributors, so these are actually all the copies of these books that have been sold, this is purely the diamond copies that go through comic book shops.
2: And it is worth noting that book distributors, you know, the actual shops and Amazon uh, account for a higher amount than the comic book shops, uh, by quite a significant margin.
0: Yes, especially since even comic book shops sometimes order from them now, at Rial and Diamond. Uh, so that's number ten. Number nine uh, is a staple. It's one. It's an old book. It's been there often in the top ten. Watchmen, DC book, but not Watchmen. Returns. Uh, oh, you can't be there, Matt. What was that? He said, that "Dark Knight returns. returns." And no, no, but you're on the right character. It's it's year one. Nope. Killing Joke. Kelly jokes, the right answer. That's number nine. You just have to go through the Batman
1: greatest hits that you recommend to people. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Target Returns fair,
1: Year
2: One. Those are all in the the best selling general zeitgeist that that you see yeah. even like non bookstores. Like if I go into like a like a game, they'll they'll have like yeah. Batman Year One.
0: Yeah. Number eight is Walking Dead Volume Thirty One. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, I assume that was just the latest one.
0: Yeah, yeah, presumably. Uh, number seven was a DC book, and it was a new trade for 2019. Deceased. Nope. There's a sequel yeah, we're currently we're in the middle we're
2: of. We're <laughs> <laughs> so in the middle of a sequel now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you
1: County, that's uh, Doomsday Clock. Nope. No, no? That's,
2: that's what I mean. When he, he said when we're in the middle of, I was like, yeah. no, it can't be. spammer Is it is it done? <laughs>
0: it's no, it's wait night. It's, it's oh, God damn night. It. Okay. Oh <laughs> Yeah, so Batman went way there is number seven and uh, number six is die volume one, so that's actually quite good because there's not a lot of uh... Yeah, gillen's books sell really well in the uh, in the the trademark trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, number five is Mr. Miracle. Yeah, that's not too surprising. By Tom King and, uh, and Garrods. So that's cool. Uh, number four is Monstrous Volume 1. Apparently that's one of these evergreen sellers you get now from Image that just yeah. keeps selling. I have a friend that's really into that book. I so...
2: read the first issue when it came out, and, and yeah. I really liked it, but it was like 80 pages or something was the first issue. Yep. And I mm. thought, this is great, but I don't want to read this 20 pages at a time. And Never went back to the trades yet. I've got like the first three trades in Comic Solidity. I will get to them at some point.
0: Hmm. Alright, number three. I'll make you guess this one because this is is a volume one of something that is clearly only in this top ten because it was propelled by having a, you know, an adaptation come out this year. Some sort of Joker book. Not Joker. Is it DC? It's not DC. It's not even Marvel. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's the boys. It's not the boys.
1: Ah, son of a
2: bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a good guess, though. He you was think? convinced
2: he had it for a second there.
0: You thinking yeah. on the right wavelength. Um I can't remember what else came out this year. Preacher's outside. been over, though, right? So it can't be Preacher, is it? Oh, I had this last season this year, so I think. Yeah, um, but yeah. I,
2: I got the impression it was something new, that, mm. newly adapted this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was actually the Umbrella Academy, volume one. Uh, Do you know what that was so long ago in the year that i forgot mm. that, that it was that year yeah apparently it was been out of print so it, it mm-hmm. p- potentially could have actually taken number one spot if it had been in print you know all the year so mm-hmm. uh, have, have either
2: of you read that book i've read the first two volumes um yeah. it's a blast uh, i like yeah. the show i can say i like the show so yeah uh, um no, those those books were uh, the third one was still ongoing when I read the first two, so I wait, waited for it to finish. Um, so it I'll is, get that at some
1: point. I remember when it first started coming out, and then the speculators getting to it and driving it up, and then it going out of print. And is then that just you cause know, it was Jared Way, yeah, and that, yeah. that's what
2: that was. Yeah I, yeah, I grabbed it on Comicsology during a sale, probably around yeah. the time that the show hit. And uh, yeah. uh
0: no, it's real good. Gotcha. Uh, number two is a staple of these top tens. Uh it's been there every year for the last like five or six years at this point. Uh any quick guesses to what this is? Saga. Saga volume one <laughs> is number two. And then number one, Matt was it was the first thing Matt guessed earlier as Watchmen. Uh, was number one. Uh, I guess
1: Watchmen earlier. Yeah,
0: he is Watchmen earlier. Was... Oh, never mind, that's my go to is Dark
1: Knight Returns. Well, yeah. it's well Watchmen, it... give him
2: Matt my credit.
0: Watchmen's a staple, but it's also uh had an adaptation this year or a sequel to TV show. So yeah. uh it makes sense. Um it's worth mentioning though that the numbers on this, again, these are just the diamond numbers. Like number ten is fourteen point two thousand uh and number one is just over twenty thousand. So there's not a big difference. Like there's a very gradual increase in numbers. Like the just... The bottoms th- to show you as well how
2: different it is to for the single issues in oh, yeah. the pilot map. Whereas the the the, hop, the top end are you know a hundred thousand, whereas the top end of this is, you know, a fifth of that.
0: Yeah. And this is for the whole year. This is not just for a month. Yeah. yeah. Um it's the first the 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 bottom three on this were all like only a couple of hundred separating between them. So it's uh you know, it is what it is. But I you know, again, this is not counting the book market, which is which is bigger than the direct market for for trades. So, yeah, I would also expect a lot of those to show up, like Watchmen, um,
2: whatever. What else was the the saga? Uh, you know, Walking Dead probably. You know, a lot of these I would expect to show up really high in there uh, in the book charts as well. Which, I mean, you can find you can, you can look at you know New York Times bestsellers lists and you'll see which ones pop up. Um, and it's mostly similar things. I don't think there's anything on there that I would consider a surprise in terms of the difference between comic stores and uh, bookstores.
0: So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the top ten collections for the year. But we do have one more list to look at because it's also the end of a decade. So... Star Jesus. Wars. <laughs> Star Wars number one is number one with just over a million copies. But of course, we have to mention the fact that this was a vastly overshipped. <laughs> yeah, I think, and, and also the the key contributor to this number is that it was in a loot crate. Uh, that actually goes yeah. for multiple things on this top ten. The because the, there was also like a Marvel version of Loot Crate at one point for a couple of these um, and some other things. So. That number's complete bullshit. And in fact, I remember hearing, um, this was maybe two years ago now, but this was still years after it came out, that lots of comic shops literally had stacks of issue one of Star Wars still sitting around because yeah. they just got so many. I think it still sold pretty well, don't we, wrong. Yeah, but, um, it sold well by normal comic book standards, but not this ridiculous yeah, I, I, sum. I, I, no,
2: I think it, it did sell above average. It would still probably be in the, assuming you take away all of the shenanigans on all of these books, this would still be in the, Upper tier of this list, even for the decade, it sold well.
0: Yeah, um, it would probably in the top 20. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, may, maybe higher, but definitely top 20. Uh, yeah. But number one is definitely a game, game the system of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, number two is Detective Comics, 1,000. Uh, that's 574,000. Uh, number three is. Action Comics? No, it's not. It's Amazing Spider-Man number one, uh, and I'll specify it which one nice. that is. Uh, that is, this is the 2014 number one because there was, there was a couple of these <laughs> th- throughout the decade. That's uh, that 559,000 copies. Uh, number four uh, was Secret Wars number one with 550,000. Uh,
2: so I, smell shenanigans. Uh,
0: at least a lot of variants on that. Uh, yeah. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Number five was Action Comics 1000 with 504,000 copies. Uh, Not surprising that, you know, DC's two highest books were those 1000s. And and
2: to be fair, those also had a shit ton of variants. Um, They did. Yeah. Uh,
0: But, I mean, Marvel do that for regular number ones that happen all the time. DC did it for these. And the thing I will say about the the DC variants is, to to my knowledge,
2: on those particular ones, they weren't uh, variants required by sales. They were just, you know, the decade variants. Yeah, and they were split evenly, or you could order what you wanted. Um, some stores had their own uh, unique variants. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it's not like the ones where you know uh, every 50 copies you get one of this variant. I uh, don't the, think there was any
0: the, all the decade variants, which were the regular set of variants. Like they were all over the same price. You could get yeah. all those for uh, the same cover price. Uh, so that's good. Uh, number six is Bravest Warriors Tales: Hollow John. Matt, you make... Matt, 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 Matt. you make...
2: Yeah, I've no idea what that is either, though. Just to echo Matt's
0: um, horribly
2: distorted thoughts.
0: Yes. Um, So that was 503,000 copies. Uh, Number seven... uh, Orphan Black, issue one, 502,000. This was also part of a loot box or something similar. Um, There's even a little indicator on here. In fact, the last one was two. So both of those were bumped heavily by being part of a free giveaway, (laughs) essentially. Uh, Shocking. I know. Number 8 was Dark Knight 3 Master Race Issue 1, with 449,000. It's a shame that's the third highest DC book on this list, but... I guess what it is, I guess. Uh, Number 9 was Amazing Spider-Man 800, uh, with 439,000. This was before the Issue 1 that we previously brought up. Was that that long ago? Hmm. Yeah, this was way back at the early part of the decade. It doesn't feel that long ago, that 800. Because that was before uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, see, in my memory, that was after
2: Superior Spider-Man. That was after it changed back. But uh, no, like, Obviously, it's not. But just in my memory, when I think
0: about it, it was more recent than that. Yeah. Uh, number 10, also a loot box style thing where the numbers are bumped considerably is Big Trouble in Little China slash Escape from New York. That deserves this place. Because, yeah, uh, 421,000 on that. Um, number 11, I'm going to do a few extras of these because obviously these are pretty juicy in terms of size here. Uh, Batman number 50 is next with 412,000. So oh, the wedding that never happened. The wedding that never happened, yeah. Uh, 12 is Star Wars Vader Down issue one with 410,000. <laughs>
2: and that's where I fell off. <laughs>
0: that
2: was, yeah, that was the first big crossover. That they did. I mean, to be fair, the only real... No, oh, no, they had the Screaming Citadel once. so that was the first yeah. big crossover that they had between. Oh no,
1: know. actually, Screaming Citadel is where I fell off. Vader Dan was good. Yeah, that was that was Vader and Star Wars crossover. Once they crossover Afra, I was like, too uh, many. Like, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. They're relaunching Afra uh, in the next. Yeah,
1: whatever. well, and apparently
2: we're getting Afra on the
1: Mandalorian, if that thing's true. Uh,
2: uh, allegedly played by a uh, Chloe Bennett, which, which makes me mad because I don't like the Afra character. How can you not so, like her? She's, she's Star Wars female Indiana Jones. Just a bit a scumbag at the same time.
1: Yeah, it, but... It's I, Indiana I Jones
2: meets Han Solo, but
1: female. But I, I don't need it. I you don't need, need that it, in my Star Wars. Like,
2: no. You not liking that is so yeah. unlike you.
1: It was, it was really Gillen's dialogue and stuff. I just did not like.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not Gillen love. anymore anyway. It's uh, yeah. Siceberry, I believe.
1: Yeah, but I did love BT and
2: Triple uh, Zero. Triple Zero. Oh, I love those two. Yeah, so
1: hopefully
0: they
2: have cameos -hmm.
0: I need my murder bots number 13 was Civil War 2 number 1 with 381 thousand I know (laughs) where I fell out of Marvel yeah a lot of Marvel (laughs) event number 1's kicking about here Uh, Walking Dead 100 number 14 here in the list yeah 384,000 copies Uh, number 15 uh, Fantastic Four number 1 from just uh, last year or so Uh, yeah
1: that's uh what's
0: his name Slot. spider-man guy yeah Slot. there you go yeah and then 16 is harley quinn issue one uh this is the rebirth issue one so this is from 2016. Yeah. Uh, okay so i
2: was going to ask which one
0: there's uh, been because there's, yeah, there's been a few uh, this decade there was, there
2: was at least two there was the new 52 one and then the rebirth one
0: yeah i was going to say there was two in rebirth but i think i'm thinking the uh, suicide squad because there was two mm-hmm. suicide squads but i meant, right was. yeah uh, Champions number one is number 17, with 334,000, uh, and then 18 and 19 are Walking Dead issues, 115 and 132 respectively. Uh, Presumably key issues for some reason or another that I yeah. don't recall. Yeah, I would suspect so. And then 20, <laughs> 20 is, uh, oh I'd forgotten this book existed, uh, the John's Justice League of America number one, this was the one that had all the state variants, uh, and, and New 52. Uh, oh yeah, yeah!
1: About two of those. You know what's
2: funny is I nearly brought this up uh, when we were talking about one of the other Marvel books that I said had like fifty variants, Mm. and I said I think I I almost said I think it had more more variants than the JLA states variants, Uh, and then for whatever reason I didn't make that comment, uh, and now I regret it because it would have it would have been nice foreshadowing.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh well. Uh, But yeah, that's that's basically. where I'll stop. Uh, Just a couple of interesting ones that you may be interested in.
2: I'll I'll stop, but here's some more.
0: Well, (laughs) when I say stop, I mean stop going through them one by one. But I'm going to point out a couple of notable names that are sticking out at me. Uh, In particular, DC Rebirth issue 1. I assumed that would be a a curious placement. We're not curious about any of these. (laughs) What's that? You're curious, Connor? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, This was at number 25 with 305,000. Uh, so, fairly high on the list. Again, this is for the decades, so this is, you know, everything that's high up here is, <laughs> uh, you know, should be proud of its place, unless you cheated because you're a Marvel number one with uh, shady dealings, in which case, and that's a lot of these, let's be honest, there's a lot of... Honestly, how many of those Marvel books didn't? Didn't cheat at all? Like, I don't think there's many. <sighs> Maybe in the first half of the decade. I feel like the back half of the decade, it was pretty consistent. Yeah. So, it's hard to say. It's hard to say for sure. Like, Avengers vs. X-Men number one at number 39, for example. Like I mean, that was just the start of a Marvel event. That might have just been...
2: Yeah, it probably had some variants, but I don't really yeah. recall that being extravagant.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh... There's so many number ones. Like I'm just, I'm just scrolling, and there's so much of the, the, the column that has the issue numbers, just number ones. That makes sense, doesn't it? Uh it makes a lot of sense. Uh and then just for funs, looking at that the last one, what's number five hundred for the decade? Oh, sorry, number three hundred. Top three hundred, not five hundred. Uh number three hundred is House of X number two. Wow. So. That's, that's where you get to if you go down 300 issues for the decade.
2: What's that sales-wise still? Or does it not
0: tell you? Oh, it tells me 124,000. So we're still above 100,000, comfortably. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, might even... may still be 100,000 of the top 500, because it makes sense as the closer we get to it, the, 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 the smaller the increments are getting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. It uh, is worth mentioning that uh, comic sales for the year were up overall. Uh, by a few percent. So... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, uh, Paige just takes me. She's been watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, because she's watching it because uh, the, the Oscar. She just takes me going, Well, that's time I ain't ever getting back.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys. Yeah, you two deserve <laughs> each other. You cringe. <laughs> yeah. It's so terrible.
1: It's not terrible. No, it it's not. great. I'm not having slander that movie. It's that's such a meandering, movie. disparate waste of time. Uh, if they do the mini on Netflix, I am going to watch the shit out of it. Yeah,
0: the extended miniseries version. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> really good. To to quote myself, better than Last Jedi. Uh, I also feel
1: like you'd say that to a shot in the nuts, Pete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true, but I'm specifically using it in this example. Do,
1: do, do you know what he didn't say it about? What?
2: Rise of Skywalker.
1: <laughs> that was just mean.
2: <laughs> Wait, what? I'm confused. You didn't say Rise he, of Skywalker was better than Last
0: better. Jedi. Of course, I know.
1: Right, that's why he's. That's what I said. Yeah, so that's
0: even worse than everything we're talking about. Yes.
2: I feel like P just kind of went, that went right
1: over his head. No, I, I just
0: don't understand why it's funny.
1: Because he's saying because you said that, "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" is better than the "Last Jedi." Yes. Right, and then I said, "Yeah," but you said I' shot in the nuts, and then he said, "But you know what?" He didn't say it about. And then he said, Rise of
0: Skywalker. It's, it's, that,
2: it's, it's ragging on Rise of Skywalker. I'm saying, right, That's all it is. It's saying Rise of Skywalker is worse than Last Jedi. That's that's all the joke was. It's
0: not much of a joke. I mean, it's just, uh, we all agree that that's worse. I, I don't... <laughs> and I get called the robot. Uh, it's not funny.
1: No, you're not a robot, you're ginger. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's always been the robot. He's the vampire robot because he keeps on hours. And then stuff like this happens.
0: Mm. Uh, Does uh, not compute. <laughs> so here's, here's just one last little bit of thing I'm going to ask you here. Uh, based on these sales figure-figaroos. Figure yes. Uh, what year do you think had the highest number of books in this top list of the decade? Probably a later year, because they were gaming the system more. Hmm? 2017, I
1: don't know. No, I was to say 2011.
0: Uh, the answer yeah. is 2015 with 55 entries. Well, I was closer, so. <laughs> uh, and then 2016 second with 44. Um, interestingly, Matt's pick of 2011 is actually right near the bottom with 23. Uh, well, shoot. The lowest. I, out-
2: I, I guess he was saying that because it was the start of the new 52, and yeah, yeah and there's then, a
0: whole slate of things. Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the lowest is 2010 with only eight. So, yeah, maybe maybe they were right to do all those relaunches because twenty ten (laughs) didn't clearly wasn't selling as many (laughs) books. Yeah, because these later years did. So, fair enough. Um, That said, that's that's I mean that's not a fair comparison though because, okay, sure, maybe there's higher you know highs for these later years, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the actual average say was as much worse. Even though it's fine, we know it's fine, but I'm just saying that. Yeah. to actually compare it properly you'd have to really do a lot more uh, analysis but hey, issue, for issue n- number for number yeah 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 uh, so that is uh, that is all your sales figures that is your super size sales figures talk for the month uh, next week or next month rather we'll be back to just having the one month to talk about I know Can it's we not have,
2: like take three months off
0: I know it's not as exciting I know, I know we all want more sales figures talk speaking of
2: time
1: I'll never get back <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, dear. Hey, I'll agree that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was more entertaining than uh, that, that conversation. I'll agree to that.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure I agree to that.
0: Yes, but that's why you're the worst. Uh, so that'll take us on to the solicits which came out for the month of April 2020. Uh, so we're going to work our way through these, uh, point out the newest interesting stuff and anything that sticks out as being, being weird. Um, Everyone's so happy and cheery. I love so,
2: it. So we've been here so long already. We we've been on this <laughs> this this Skype call for over an
0: hour. And my God, we're only just at solicits.
1: That's uh, okay. no, right. We're gonna breeze through reviews though, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> he says that incoming uh, rant about the Flash from. Uh... Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm okay. A freaking snack. So. <laughs> so, so first things. So I've got some nuts. I've got some spicy chili
2: nuts. Oh, as soon as you guys start talking about book, I'm not talking. About, I'm off to get food.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. these are for when you talk about uh, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, yeah. Uh, or Connor's going on about blabbing on about undiscovered country for 25 minutes. Well, it has
2: well, it, never been yeah. more than like 12 minutes. I'm thinking
0: about oh, that first one was dropped. That was like a solid chunk of time. I was, it I was, was like 12 off. minutes. Those are off. we can go back and check those timestamps. It's not even that hard to check. Uh, so. <laughs> Is Carl checking? It looks like he's checking. He's I, there I don't know what away. episode it was on. Uh, anyway, so I'll, I'm going to do these first two slightly out of order just because I wanted to tell the story of the week and uh, discovering these because they re- revealed that there was going to be because because we were joking, right? So when March solicits hit, and obviously January has the Wonder Woman 750, right? Ro- uh, February has the Robin- uh, or sorry, Flash has February has the Flash 750. And then March came out, and it was like... And we were like, oh, it's funny, they've got two of those back-to-back. It's a bit, a bit cheeky, but whatever, we'll let them away with it. After having one per year from the previous two years of these big issues. And then March had Robin's 80th anniversary, you know, 100-page or 80-page special, whatever it is. And we got a bit cynical and thought, hmm...
2: There's got to be one of these every month, isn't there?
0: We, we, we speculated that there may be one every month. What we, however, did not suspect was that April would have two of these things because earlier in the week they revealed that the Catwoman 80th anniversary special was happening and I was like, oh god another one, this is kind of devaluing these. And then like a day and a half later they revealed the Joker 80th anniversary special. Uh, so these feel so devalued at this point and just feel like a cash grab. Um, we were originally planning on doing special individual episodes for Flash and Wonder Woman. We're actually not going to do that anymore. Uh, Wonder Woman will just be in the episode next week. and. Yeah. Whether or not we read these or even or decide how much we want to read of these, if we don't want to read all the stories, will just happen on an issue-by-issue basis. Uh, yeah. Some of these happen to fall on, like, late weeks, uh, like the Robin one does, so we'll probably read all of that, uh, but some of them don't. The Catwoman one falls on a normal week, uh, for example, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but they don't feel special anymore. They've, they've ruined nope. these feeling like a big event. Now they just feel like um, a cash rub.
1: Get- yeah, I get why Catwoman and Joker though, because they are—they've been with Batman since the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just—we need something that's massive.
0: I know. Uh, that's
1: that's what I get. Like, celebrate the characters; they are long-lasting, right? Like, you can't have a discussion about Batman without bringing up Catwoman or the Joker. You know,
0: it's just—it's just a pain because like. I get that in the way hit it in the month that I actually have the anniversary as opposed to, you know, yeah. uh, you know, doing, like, it's spread out throughout the year. But that would be right. the, the wiser move for me, I think, is to spread them out. But hey-ho. Yeah. Uh, so Joker, 80th anniversary, 100-page, super spectacular, issue one, uh, with writers including Brian Azzarello, Paul Denny, Dennis O'Neill, Scott Snyder, Tom Taylor. Oh, Tom Taylor. Oh, Tom T- I need to read some of this now. Uh, and James Tyne in the fourth. So can't deny that they've whipped out some big names for that. Uh, we also have yeah. Art. Uh, by the following people uh, Rafael Albuquerque, Eli Behermo, uh, Simon uh, Benashi, Tony S. Daniel, Simone Bianchi. What did I say?
1: <laughs> it's not that. He said Simon Bidachi. <laughs> <laughs> Simone Bianchi. All right. Sorry. Apologies <laughs>
0: to Simone. Apologies. Uh Torres Dial, Yannin, uh Jock, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, Eduardo Rizzo, uh, Riley Rosmo and more. So uh, a whole bunch of things. The covers, but the main covers by Greg Capullo. And like with all these big specials, they've got the decade variants. Uh, so I'll read you out those two. Uh, 1940s is by Arthur Adams uh, 50s is by David Finch 60s is by Francesco Mattina 70s is by Jim Lee and Scott Williams. Jim Lee can't even make a cover on time he's got a, he's got a co-artist <laughs> on the cover uh, 80s is by uh, Bill Sienkiewicz uh, 90s is Gabriel Delotto, 2000s is Lee Hermo, and 2010s is Jock uh, which makes sense. So,
1: I read the Jock ones and look great
0: yeah, so this is on week five of April. So this one is pretty safe to be read, just because there's like two other books that we're doing that week. So uh, easy enough. Um, because luckily the annuals that are coming out for the most part are books that we don't read. So it's actually a very late week five. Uh, it'll be a Joker special and questions episode. Uh, is my guess. But uh, assuming it's, there's no it's, delays
2: It's hard to care, even though I like Tynan's tweeting going. Hey, this is his story. Is a lead into. Part of his Mm -hmm. Batman run, it's going to be, you know, his uh, Joker war that we'll get to more later, I suppose. Um, But it's hard to care now when there's so many of these.
0: Yeah, it's hard. They don't feel special anymore. But like you say, there is always going to be these one or two that are actually relevant to what's going on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like Wonder Woman for us feels more skippable than Flash in the sense that we're not reading Wonder Woman's yeah. ongoing, whereas but, we are Flash, so that uh, part of the story will be
0: more relevant. But as at the same time, though, it is doing the continuity correcting story as well, which yep. feels yeah. important. But
1: which is uh, bigger scope?
0: Yeah, I I feel like I feel like ultimately I'm going to read at least part of all of these. I, you know, I I might yep. cut some of it out because of time, because there's a lot of stories and. Hey, I can read these like three notable stories and skip some of these ones. I yeah, wish,
2: wish I'd done that more this week as well.
1: <laughs> Burn.
0: Okay. Uh that, that was a Dig Clearly a couple of specific books. Uh and then obviously we have Catwoman, 80th anniversary, hundred page, super spectacular issue one. Uh similar idea. Where's my uh there's my writer list here, so a little bit different format. Okay, so writers we've got confirmed here are Ed Brubaker, Paul Denny, Tom King, Anne Cheney, Mindy Noel, uh Will Pfeiffer and more, and then art including Cameron Stewart, Mikhail Yannin, Adam Hughes, Emanuela Lupuccino, Steve Rude, Jim Balent, Tula Lote, and more. So again, a lot of big names, some of whom that, have been
1: that hit. is a murderous row of artists yeah. for Gatwoman.
0: Very, very mm. heavily associated artists and writers as well for a lot yep. of them. For um, better and for worse. Yes.
1: Yeah, so so more so than the Joker one, this one has more things that I want to read with the you have, you have Brewbaker coming back to DC for the first time in mm-hmm. forever and it says in the solicit that it takes place at the end of the um Brewbaker Stewart Catwoman run in honor of Darwin cook Yeah. So yeah. that's really cool. Like, yeah, that's I, I like And I know Brewbaker can be a salty when it comes to superhero comics. But the fact that he's willing to do this for for Darwin, it'll is... be
2: like ten pages. If yeah, that, but still, still,
1: that that's how they get him back, right? That's Rucka. There's only a couple, and then yeah, they, yeah. they got mm. him right in uh, yeah, one D. Right I'm issue, not so.
0: I'm not expecting this to lead to more Brubaker stuff, but you never know. That's always the hope. You, you know, no, but it, yeah. it
1: it it opens the door, and with everything like at Hill House, I mean, imagine if he has a, a horror story, mm. right? That he doesn't feel, you know, part of his image stuff with, uh, with, uh, um, help me out, Connor. Phillips. Sean Phillips? Yeah. Maybe he wants to bring it over to Hill House. I don't know. I or know. he has a Black Label idea. Like, Very possibly. I,
0: I feel like if you get Brubaker on something, it probably will be a Black Label book. I don't think it'll yeah. be uh, continuity. Contrary, but- oh yeah,
1: I don't think he's coming back to traditional superhero, Right. But something at DC, you know, labelled by DC.
2: Uh, what what really Matt's saying is he just wants an excuse to have to read it.
0: That's That said, though... I'm going to read it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that said, though, obviously his Captain America is such a bigly, you know, wildly mm-hmm. accepted, you know, all-time great run that you do kind of have to think and go, you know, what could he do with certain characters? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Brubaker, you know, I've given, like, say... I know, I know, Ben is we going to get to checkmate a bit later, but imagine yep, you know, yep, yep. Brubaker on checkmate or something with like that, or Brubaker I, and, and, on but the
2: problem is he needs um less editorial oversight, mm. And DCR big story. on the editorial right now,
0: Yep, yep, yeah, no, that's true. So uh, the, the various a, a
2: side tangent, but before we move on, oh, I, oh I'm, I'm,
0: shit. I'm doing covers All right, first,
2: fine, I'll give you shit after.
0: Jesus Christ. Forties <laughs> uh, variant is Adam Hughes. Fifties variant oh. is Travis Charest. Sixties uh, is uh, Art Germ. Seventies uh, is Frank Cho. Eighties is J. Scott Campbell. Nineties is Gabrielle Delotto. Two uh, thousands is t- Two thousands is Jim Lee and Scott Williams. Again, he's got that co artist there. Uh, yep. And then twenty tens is Ji Hyung Lee. If I'm saying that right. Uh, so.
2: To be fair, I think uh, Jim Lee's had that co-artist for a lot of things now. Um, yeah. Going back to... Like, I know, I'm just on, cracking
0: a joke. When because he, when he started
2: the, the Suicide Squad book uh, a few years ago, he had the, yeah. the, uh, Scott Williams as a co-artist. Hmm. So it's um, it's been a while.
1: So so I definitely want to see the 40s Adam Hughes, right? And then thinking of, of, of the costume, the 90s, which was that, that purple suit, like much more of a... Sure. Uh, by Delato. The, the '60s that... art gem should be nice as well. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not a big fan of art gem like you guys are, but sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if J. Scott Campbell's gonna. Although with the '90s, you could you could throw in the the return suit, which I'm not a big fan of.
0: Oh, I'm sure there'll be a wide variety of our suits uh, yeah. throughout all these yeah, covers. Probably. Uh, my,
1: my favorite Catwoman suit definitely is the more tactical. Where she has the goggles
0: that the make goggles. the cat ears. The, the yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joelle Jones is doing the regular cover for the record as well. Uh, yep. So, All right. that's good. Alright, what did you want to complain I, about?
2: I'm, I'm giving you shit. For what? So I, I went and checked, trying to find the timestamp and see how long I saw <laughs> that first issue of Undiscovered Country. You didn't even timestamp it. I can't find it. I've been through like 15 episodes trying to find this. It is not in the timestamps. You're mistaken. Oh, I'm not.
0: I think you're mistaken.
2: I I have gone through. I went from the last issue, went back four four weeks, then went back a couple more things, and maybe I got delayed, and and then I went. Well, maybe, maybe I'm being generous. Maybe it was only three weeks. I've been through so many. I'm back in like the start of October now. Like going through, I've gone back from December through all the way to October. I'm like, this is not here.
0: You've done every week. You've actually looked at every single week.
2: Every single. Week, I'm in the I'm in the YouTube playlist, just clicking through it, looking at the timestamps. Like, I
0: don't have time to check right now. But, I'm fairly certain this. there.
1: I'm fairly Stop. certain.
0: I'm fairly certain. Um, and we'll find, out. we'll find out. I think you've just missed it. You've been scanning too quickly. You've uh, been thrown for a loop. I know English is not your strong suit. Uh, mm-hmm. And you've you've not quite caught it. So.
1: Uh, we want to talk about the history of the English language again, like we did before Uh-oh. we started recording. <laughs> Peter
2: literally walked off I told you about that. <laughs>
0: Um, only if you want the show to be super long <laughs> no well I shall move on to the next book then, which is Event Leviathan Checkmate issue 1, 1 of 6 uh, so uh, this is the sequel so there's a one shot coming of course uh, whatever that's called, Leviathan something um, mm-hmm. and then we're getting Event Leviathan Checkmate issue 1 so Event Leviathan is actually a series of minis now that's that's what it has become
1: and I am, that that is the most bendest thing he could do Yeah, that's what Bendis is known for over at Marvel. Um, Oh my god, I'm so excited! Uh,
0: And obviously, as Bendis and as Eve is back as well in the art, so uh, it's going to feel like a true continuation of that. Uh, So that's on sale on the twenty fourth. Sorry, twenty second of April. Uh, So, no, it's cool. Cover is kind of neat. It's got Green Arrow on there, Uh, and given that there's Mm -hmm. no Green Arrow book right now, it's nice to (laughs) get a little bit of Green Arrow occasionally. Yeah,
1: and like, I would never pick Ollie for the spy type. But mm. Bendis' Ollie fits in really well. So To be fair, on that
2: point, we would never have said that about uh, Dick Grayson until Grayson happened. And it's like, yeah.
1: No, that's, right. that's what I mean. In, in, in the hands, I would never think of him, uh, of Oliver Queen in the spy world. But, yeah, I mean, if someone's going to be close to James Bond, why not Ollie Queen? right? It's, it's true, yeah. So, hmm. um, but, yeah, like Connor, Connor tagged me with this when, when the solicits came out this week. And about my re which now I have to finish. Oh, okay, so now I will be going. Well, no, because there's two books. I, hmm. I finished the first book. Oh, I thought you'd uh, done both. No, so I need to. I needed to go buy book two physically because I could buy it digitally, but then it'd be missing from my shelf. So.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up is Strange Adventures issue two, and King did confirm that the second main character of this book is Mister Terrific. Uh, which was actually Weird. what people speculated a long time ago because of a, a a page that was in Heroes in Crisis. There was a page with him and Mister yeah. Terrific, and Yeah. Uh, turns out it was a little little hint. So uh, that is cool. So uh, that's issue two of twelve, and as a longer book, so it's five dollars per, per issue. Uh, so yeah. uh, keep that in mind. Uh,
2: I, I like that they're doing the alternate covers for like both of them still, um, mm. and like it's the same pose, but like just different backgrounds.
0: Yep. So that's Strange Adventures issue two. Uh, we got Batman 92 and 93. Um, looking forward to checking out more of Tainan's Run, of course. The unfortunate news here is that both issues have art by Gillum March. <laughs> so <laughs> I know.
2: That that hurt when I read that. I know. Also, what is weird is both these issues have the cardstock variants. Um, yeah. Usually, when... because D- DC have been in the cardstock variants for you know, maybe four or five months now, but it's typically only been one issue of the double shipping things has had it in a month i guess Uh, they're doing
0: well um yeah the the only downside to this is that when we get to the sales chart is that it breaks them up so it looks like they're all selling worse but other than that yeah
2: so we have to actually manually add them and figure out where it falls and
0: Uh,
1: and if if shop sells the covers uh in walnut covers the books in bags and boards already make sure you make stock if you don't want to pay the extra dollar because it looks just a very nice variant and then there's an extra dollar charge on
0: doesn't feel nice well, they're not this fighting against Matt today apparently like, for some reason I, I think
2: we got the gist of it Yeah. Um, <laughs> his, his shop bags and boards, his comics and he clearly does not notice when some of them are card stock until yeah. he gets to the till and has to
1: pay the extra dollar yeah. really yeah. because I just grab I just grab them and they all feel like comics yeah.
0: right? Yeah. Uh, that cover that's there for Batman, I quite like. Uh, the chest, one? The chess one. Uh, it's like penguins picking up a Deathstroke chess piece. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Who is that on uh, Batman's uh, left as we look at him?
0: Because
2: um, obviously you got Riddler on the right, uh, Deathstroke above him.
0: It looks bit. like someone ninja-y. <laughs> ninja
1: assassinated. Could, yeah. could be a new character. Could be. It's, it's not well, Cheshire. T-
0: well, Titan said he was going to introduce new villains, so I mean...
2: Yeah, Yeah. No, this is cool. Uh, and and then the second issue mentions, okay, Joker War is coming. That's the big event that we're leaning into over the summer for Batman. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, uh, Tynan's story in, in Joker's one shot is setting up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I do think it would have been nice to have a, a longer break from Joker, just given, like, you know, he's been yeah, in Justice just, League and so on. It's his piece True, you know, that's true, that yes. T- timing yeah. was not good for it, I suppose.
2: And we have to capitalise on the fact that there's a Joker movie just, and it's might sweep up some awards. Terrifying. That's true, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you going to say about that? It's still uh, better
2: than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Oh, no, it's... Oh, no. you take that How back. dare you? Oh, no, 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 no. Well,
2: I mean, for a start, it's like 45 minutes less, so it's less painful.
0: I, I, I'm going to start you listing know. movies that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is better than. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is better than Baby Driver. No, That's
1: come not. on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Even even Matt's not entirely on your side on no, that one. I like being a
1: driver, but like,
0: come on. Uh, what's the point of time Hollywood is better than anything Kevin Smith's ever made? Clearly you've not <laughs> seen Tusk. What
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Am I,
0: am, I, am I jabbing you too much with this as well?
1: A little, a, I feel like I'm getting shrapnel. <laughs> like, i just here to
0: watch.
1: I'm, I'm the guy at the car race that when it flips, the tire pops up and hits me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, next up we have Deceased Unkillables number three. This is the final because these are th- remember these are three double sized issues. Uh so that's the final issue. Tom Taylor, of course. Uh they've got a, a cover there that's uh like the Suicide Squad movie uh posters. It's, it's kinda of nice actually. It's a very it's a very nice cover, yeah. Uh but it's yeah, it's got a lot of villains. I like
2: Captain Cold there, just with bang underneath. Yeah
0: yep yep uh, and that gorgeous uh matina uh variant uh those death the, the dead shots uh you know these massive dead shot, yeah, yeah. those good
2: Just shot. i nearly said that and then went nah that's shit
1: no i did it
0: yes uh so a couple of those uh you know graphic novels that come out for the, the youth as, as it were uh, you got, for the youth uh you got primer uh, yeah, that's, that's one out. for kids. This one. Yeah, there you got You brought me the ocean. That's for the uh, the young adults. Uh, and then we got Wonder Woman, Tempest Tossed. Yep, also young adults. I Actually,
2: really like the yeah, the cover on that. Um, which is, I assume is representative of the arc, I think it's uh, oh. the same eyes. Yes. So
0: yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so that's that's out. Uh, so yep. now we got into the, the rest of the bulk of the issues. we got Action Comics 1002... Sorry, 1022. Uh, unfortunately, John Romita Jr. is still on art. That is a bad sign. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. We've I don't got, like uh,
1: it. And he's, They're going to massacre my boy.
0: Between Batman and Action Comics, we just have to put up with shitty art for a while, by <sighs> the looks of it.
1: Yeah. You've got a,
2: a Young Justice crossover in this one, do not you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. And this... And and Connor Kent's gonna play heavily into this one, and I'm gonna have to look at him with the caveman I, forehead. I mean, because is on, doing it. Look at him on that cover. No, I'm not gonna look. It makes me mad. <laughs> you gotta
0: buy it and have to look, Edge. Lo- oh my oh. god, his lips look like.
1: I'm going to look now.
0: I mean, oh son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> The, the lips look like they're from like a toy as opposed to real person's lips. It's as bizarre as well, that Look sounds. at
1: how great that Lucio Perillo cover is. The, Very, the variant. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm going to have to get that. Beautiful painted ah. cover. Superman carrying Lois. You know,
1: it, it, it's funny because I,
2: I, I shit on Superman in action in, yeah. in, in, just in the sense that I don't really like So I, I don't think they're actually bad quality books. They're not for me. Uh, but it has got Consistently, up until like two months ago, great artists on both the books, Mm -hmm. and then you just got stuck with Ramita Junior, and I just—I don't know what happened. I don't know what Bet Bendis
1: lost.
0: He lost the uh, DC Comics company game of uh, (laughs) darts or something. I don't know. And that Uh, was—he's a
1: compulsive gambler like Michael Jordan. He he, just—this was the bet that he came up the other end of.
2: Maybe he lost a game of Injustice, the the Injustice tournament that they all play in the
0: office. And uh, he got his ass whipped, and because of that, he has to has to put up with Romeo Jr. Uh, Next up, Amethyst number three. I'm still really yeah. looking forward to that. I'm actually not. Uh, ever since those preview pages last week, I'm actually just kind of assuming it's not for me. I'll try it, but I don't think I'm gonna like it. I didn't
1: look at the preview pages. Um, admittedly,
0: uh, I didn't really I'm look just... at. I just saw them. Like, I didn't even read them. I just. It looks.
1: It looks a little bit too cartoon networky for me, but I'm still gonna check out the first issue. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm
0: so we'll see we'll see uh aquaman uh, 59 uh, as kelly Sue. Yeah. i actually because because i was surprised this week when i read the book and for, and it was kelly higgins and i I, yeah. I went back and checked the solicits for the month and it was always meant to be kelly higgins as a guest writer yeah. i just forgot about it
2: you know what i am the same and i didn't i didn't realize till the end of the issue because i was reading it. i was like something's not right it's, here yeah These voices i did the feel same off. thing Connor. and then i got to the because the, the credits page at the end and it says yeah. higgins so i went
1: Oh, that explains is, it. See, yep. Yeah. And I chalked it up too because it's a flashback style story. As I was like, oh, well, Deconics is just trying to write an era, you know, <laughs> back And this happened. And then I got, I was like, oh, it's Higgins. Oh, okay. This checks out now. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Uh, so no, that's, that's cool. Wow. Uh, look Batgirl. Look at that o- Cesar oh. cover, though. Oh, no. Oh, Cesar cover? Oh, oh, hello. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cesar of Aquaman.
0: Yeah. The- uh, it's
1: incredible.
0: Ah, it's actually beautiful, yeah. Oh, oh, nice. I Should
2: be fair, both those covers are fantastic? Uh, oh. C- C- a little weird. Not,
0: not just that Cesu Trench. Can we just talk about Cedric Trench at the bottom mm-hmm. of that cover? Yeah, uh, those things are
2: terrifyingly fantastic. I'm
0: in it. I'm into it. Uh, uh Good Back Girl Forty Six, Del Cecil Castellucci. Um, I yeah, let's talk this variant cover. Uh, face, I like it. the face isn't quite working for me, but I like.
2: I think it's it's just like the ears are really round. Um, but I really like it still. Um. I like, I like everything but the face on that cover. I like everything but the ears, which is very specific, and her See, this ears. This is why not you're the, not
1: having not any the, luck on the, Tinder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very good, uh, not, very not good. Not the bat ears either, just her ears. And really uh,
0: like. we got Batman The Outsiders number 12, uh, you know, continues as it is. Uh, Batman Beyond 43, one of the two or three only I'll books still with the original writer from the start of Rebirth. Oh, Dan Jurgens yeah. is still in this book. Uh, Henry Williamson, I think at this point but are the only two.
2: <laughs> Jurgens just like hey, you know, they're like, eh, it's Batman Beyond. Do whatever you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and Jurgen's I, I respect that. That this dude's just a workman that he's like, yeah, I'll keep writing Terry McGuinness I don't care.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, Batman vs Ra's al Ghul number six, uh, Skip. six of six. This is the Neil Adams book. Uh, Batman Superman number nine is Ooh, that start
2: out? of a start of a new arc, the first arc past the event, I believe.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to see it do something different. It's not tied to all the uh, other stuff.
1: Yeah, and th- this is where I feel like it's going to uh,
0: be or know,
1: pass or fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make or break. But, you know, was it in Supergirl that we are getting Atomic Skull as a supporting character? It or was, was at the Super... start of Rebirth. That was Superwoman, right?
0: That was Superwoman. Or was
1: it Supergirl? Uh, it
2: might have been
1: Superwoman. Superwoman. Okay. So the fact that... So in this world, Atomic Skull has been keeping on keeping on until batman superman where they're gonna investigate his death which i think that's pretty cool
2: hmm. yeah because Thomas skull curve from
0: wrong was doing deo stuff yeah it was it yeah. was, it was uh, rehabilitated he was helping mm-hmm. uh yeah. the deo uh catwoman number 22 a new creative team in this and it is a permanent new creative team it's not a guest writer which nope. you know this was conflicting because i was like oh
2: new team that's exciting and then i read the solicitor and went Ugh, I kind of hate the sound of this.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to read it then, since you said that. Ever uh, ever seen those hot pink vans stationed around town? That's like, even the start of the sentence is weird for a solicitor. Ever seen those hot pink vans stationed around town advertising sexy maids who come clean your house? No, but continue. No. Uh, little did you know, those sexy maids are actually part of a secret underground uh, sting operation that only Catwoman and... Can claw her way through to find the artifact they've stolen. It's leather versus lingerie in this epic catches. Oh my! This sounds it, so pandering. It
1: sounds so
0: <laughs> yeah, This is, so um,
2: yeah. is going to be cheesecake to the max. Th-
0: this sounds yeah. like page seven is going to have like Selena and a pillow fight in her underwear. That this is what it sounds like. I I would not be
2: surprised if that is a,
0: you know completely true. M- maybe it'll be page nine. I mean, yeah. We'll
2: give him some credit, but um,
1: yeah. I will say though it's got a Lupicino cover that looks pretty dang good.
2: Uh, so. It is nice because Lupicino can draw. <laughs> yeah. Whatever she wants.
0: What? Such in-depth critique from Connor. Lipuccino can draw. That's what we got out of him yeah. today. That's
1: clearly a, a strong compliment.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, uh, can oh
1: draw. yeah. Okay. So the the artist that's coming on did a lot of work on bombshells. So mm-hmm. yeah. To be fair, the cheesecake... art in that
2: was all right. It was it was cheesecake, but it was kind of. Intentional in the style of Bombshells. It was, you know, the pin right. style. Uh, so it worked in um, that book.
1: What's, what's the word you're looking for?
2: Uh, classy cheesecake, I guess. Yeah. Or as, I don't think this sounds particularly classy.
1: No. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yes, classy oh, cheesecake, yeah, when, yes. When uh, I said
1: Hot Peak Vans, I immediately thought of shoes. And I was <laughs> like, wait, no. Let's not check out.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: everything you need to know about Matt. We
0: yeah. got Detective College 1022. Uh, so that's still uh you know Tomasi. Uh it's good,
1: but look at that variant.
0: Yeah, the Behermo variant is pretty uh, nice. Two face. Matt's, Matt's gonna re- want it because he loves two face and he loves the nail.
1: I do, but then I don't want the church of the two, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomasi.
0: There. Uh we have Flash seven five three and seven five four. Um We're
2: doing Flash Age, interlude, and then Flash
0: Continuum. Age continues, yes. Uh so you know. Um, I saw uh, the variant for the second one. There, seven five four was kicking around uh, Twitter. He's got this weird yeah, outfit Rafael on. Grandpa. Yeah, uh, he's got this weird, o- get- overly designed outfit. Um, to be
2: fair, it was the the idea was oh he's done a, a take on it as an actual like uh, a runner's outfit. Mm-hmm. And I think in that context, as a variant, it's fine. Um, it's never going to be the main costume. I don't think it's ever intended to be the main costume. It's just because you know the, the the whole point of the variant is hey, Flash stretching, doing you know, his warm up stretch before a run. Mm-hmm. And I think in the context of that, it's perfectly fine. It looks good as a runner's outfit. As a flash costume, no, not at all.
1: It's too busy still. Yeah. Sometimes He Carter, has a runner's outfit. So.
0: Sometimes car prattles on. Like he decides he, he to defend something. He sets the ony. Lu
1: Pacino draws too... good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know who doesn't?
1: <laughs> uh.
0: Are we done? Okay, <laughs> right, I'll move on. <laughs> Let's,
1: go, guys.
0: Let's go. Yeah, Flash <laughs> Annual number three. Uh, so that's obviously out in the week five. Uh, uh, the one annual that we will be covering because we obviously read the Flash.
1: Yeah, uh, David Marquez cover. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, We've yeah, got, yeah. Uh, t- Taylor's Suicide Squad team. Um,
2: mm-hmm. in yeah.
0: It. yeah, Captain Boomerang obviously being a core feature since he's obviously related to Flash. Uh, so Gen Log History 6, which is not a thing we look at, of course. Uh, Green Lantern Season 2, Issue 3 is... Uh, just soldier something nine. really exciting about this. It's bringing back Cowgirl. I know. What? Cowgirl? Yeah. From the start yeah. of Johnsy's run? Joanne. Yeah. I, I, I love, love that her. run, but it annoyed me so much that she just kind of disappeared after, like...
2: I, and, and this is oh. quintessential Morrison to go, hey, that she... character who you like that just vanished. Yeah. I'm doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she did become a star sapphire, did she not? Did
0: she? I don't remember that, but I mean, it's I, been a while.
1: I feel like she tried, they tried to recruit her at the beginning of all that. All right.
0: all right, I'm looking this up. Gotta mean, watch my Google search It was totally, that word.
2: You know, if, if they did, it was fairly <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you, Pete, for
0: getting <laughs> that. That's <laughs> just googling Cowboy. Girl. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, no, I, I'm excited to see Cowgirl back in, in, in Green
1: Lantern. Yeah. Um, also, can we get a new? Uh, can we get a new call sign for Hal Jordan? As someone that struggled with alcoholism, maybe Highball isn't the best call sign. Yeah,
2: to be fair, it's been again. That's another one where it's been so long since anyone's used
1: Highball. No, mm-hmm. I know. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, if
0: you'd asked me before I read the solicit again, what his what his call sign was as a pilot, I would not have been able to tell you.
1: Oh well, because you're like me and Connor are clearly like we live for that shit right yeah
2: just me yeah. No, no no i'm there although, t- tiny this this is why me and matt are,
0: are as into star wars as we are the tiny details with all the extended universe stuff uh, all the shit. Aye. uh harley quinn 72 of course is uh continuing with sam humphries uh harley quinn the birds of prey issue two with uh uh you know uh palmiotti and connor uh, so that's ongoing although it's worth mentioning that is a uh, four issue bi-monthly uh black label book mm-hmm. uh just to remind you of that yeah so and it's uh,
2: more in the vein of a joker killer smile that it's not incredibly long
0: mm. yeah. yes yes it's, it's, so the pages are oversized but yeah the page counts actually uh similar although i, th- I think it's actually no ads i think it's like uh, full, yeah i think they're no ads because yeah.
2: they're prestige um so it's a it still longer than an average book um but not as long as you know Harley.
3: But, you know, but it's
1: that big Weston. style like yeah. color smile is.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, so real quick with with uh cowgirl, yeah, the last time she saw was seen was the lead up to Blackest Night where she got possessed by a Star Sapphire, and um Carol took it from her.
0: So possessed by a so, Star Sapphire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So right. they weren't a core yet. It was it was all the lead up to oh that. It was that long ago. <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's how long ago it's been since she's been around. Um, Jeez. Oh.
0: Um, yeah,
1: god damn it! He's he's doing stuff that.
0: Uh. And I'll I'll give god John it. shit for that one because like he still had plenty of time in his run too. Actually, it was just yeah. weird because he just disappeared. Yeah, uh, yeah. but whatever. Uh, there is no excuse. Uh, Hawkman twenty three. Uh, so that's, that's um, rocking can on. Can we just? This is a. It seems to be
2: a like a flashback issue for the most part. It's going to be mm-hmm. a, a story from like the, whatever whatever year it was like. Oh like that, 17th yeah. Century. That um, bla-
0: black and white variant is a uh, quite nice. Yeah it is.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other one's a Janin cover as well. So it's two great mm-hmm. covers on that book.
0: Ah, oh, it does look and, quite nice. But that and black and white one really sticks out to me. That's by uh, Gerardo Zafino. So never heard of him, no, but cool. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. <laughs> can, we, can we just There's... talk about Orkman as a Plague Doctor?
1: Yeah, well, yes. I also want to. The whole Plague Doctor aesthetic. Uh, there was a well known in art group's uh, book that had a character <laughs> with the same aesthetics. Once, wasn't there? Yep, and I'm just. <laughs> I'm just laughing now. Because this uh, is doing it better. Yes. Well, not, not hard.
2: No, it's, and, not. Uh, it's a low bar. But yeah. I had forgotten about that. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: So, there you go. That's Hawkman. Uh, we got He-Man the Master of the Universe number six. Don't really need to say much about that. Uh, Joker, Harley, Criminal Society number four. So, obviously, it's on its bi-monthly schedule now. Uh, yeah, and
2: the, the only interesting thing to say about this is
0: uh, Jason Badua is continuing as the other yeah. artist. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. I'm going to take a moment to look at these covers, because these covers tend to be quite nice. Uh, that one with the uh, the marionette, with the Joker's face behind it, is pretty goofy. nifty. I like it yeah. a lot. Uh, I like the other one as well. Not as much, but I like it. It's not bad. The other
1: one is straight from a Fincher movie. <laughs> <laughs> <All>
0: right, <laughs> Which is very appropriate for this book. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, we got just 44 and 45, still double shipping. Look who's on art on 44.
1: I know. Oh,
0: Zermanico. He Oh Zermanico,
1: covered by Manipul. Eddie Barrows
0: um, on the next one as well. From, yeah, you know. yeah, Eddie Barrows isn't
1: very wrong. Yeah. Eddie, yeah.
0: Eddie
2: Barrows is pretty good, but he's yeah. going to feel
1: like a step down. after with, with my comic collection, I am always looking at books that I could drop and just pick up digitally, right? Yeah. I, I thought I could do that with Justice League once Snyder's done, but clearly not because they're giving me Zermanico.
0: Yeah, and, and also... I
1: need that in my collection.
0: Yeah, 45's got a variant by... Um... Uh, Dan, Dan Mora, Mora, who I yeah. quite like. And I, I do think oh. that looks really good, actually. I love that cover a lot. Uh,
2: for anyone else who's a fan of Dan Mora, killing it on Once and Future right now.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, no, I really like that cover. Uh, Justly Dark 22, uh, written by Ram V. Is, is that again, or is that... Yeah, I think he's the ongoing writer now. Yeah, well, there yep. you go. So, uh, cool.
1: Uh, 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 definitely getting Snyder, Swamp Thing vibes off that cover because of Paquette and oh, Shabby. Sure. Mm. And, and whatnot but yeah uh, also animal man's showing up there too so that should be interesting
2: i'm, I'm really hoping i like because I, I skipped the ramby annual um to no. time week and i thought ah, it's just the ramby annual i can skip it
1: yeah it's pretty good
2: i might have to go back and read it now that yeah. he's becoming the ongoing writer uh i'm i'm hoping that it maintains a high standard because obviously uh, justly die has been one of my favorite yeah. books so I, I'm, I'm hoping i don't
1: have to drop it he uh, judging if it's going to be based off, like off of that annual, it's going to lean heavily into the superhero, more than the dark. Um, okay. But it still goes pretty dark, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it definitely feels more of a superhero book. A little yeah. less
0: exciting, but hopefully it's still good. Yeah, I'm uh, there for it. So, Justice League Odyssey number 20, still not final issue, so... Yeah, and, and the interesting thing about
2: this is there's some speculation that this is tying into the, the 5G timeline stuff, because they're dealing yeah. with, uh, you know, uh, Lord of Time, and mm. you know, it says, a uh, risk unravelling the entire history of the DC universe, so this book m- may end up being somewhat important, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's classic <laughs> Abnett though, isn't it? Like, yeah. write something that seems inconsequential
0: and then becomes,
1: that is- oh, see, it, it, that was important. Dare I, go back,
0: dare I go back and catch up just to read some no. Jess?
1: Because <laughs> I, I feel the same about Starfire, and I, I can't. Uh, I'm not
0: doing it. I just, just I, don't know. Me. I, I wonder if once it got away from what the, the opening story was, if it got better. Because it might have done.
1: Pete, don't forget that they cliffhanger killed Jessica Cruz, but she wasn't actually dead because Green Lantern Ring copied her.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. But like... <laughs> she's already she's back by this point though maybe i could just jump in at the start of an arc or something i don't know anyway sure. look i probably wouldn't happen i'm just saying that there's those, those mailed musings of it uh mm-hmm. legion of superheroes number six uh bendis and Suk. uh you know uh,
1: Is
2: regular eyes for all of it or has he been off and on
0: he's a he's yeah. a co-artist on this issue this, this this week so i mean okay fair enough yeah so he's, he's been there uh uh, Variant's pretty nice on that one as well actually
1: yeah, triplicate girl uh, wildfire
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean,
2: even the, the regular cover is quite nice with, uh, mm. is that okay. new Dr. Fate there?
1: it is, so that's what this one's about is the legacy of, in the 30th century or 31st hey, century hey,
0: who's, uh, who's this uh, striped wolf looking fellow?
1: Uh, that
0: must be Monster Boy oh what, yeah, cause it's,
1: uh, cause I'll just read it Meet the latest crop of Legionnaires, Gold Lantern, Monster Boy, Dr. Fate. Each a new face in the DC Universe, each with dark secrets, and each with a reason to be part of the Legion's goal to bring the values of the Age of Heroes to the 31st century. And one of them has a surprising connection to John Kent, a.k.a. Superboy. All of this and the tensions between the United Planets and the Legion have gone public. The future of the DC Universe continues to unfold. So, yeah. Monster Boy? I don't know if that, but there's some... Of stuff that that John should know about in in this week's issue, so we'll get to that when we get to it. No, so no, no,
0: no. I'm excited about yeah. Monster Boy, Monster Boy's hype. Uh, yeah. And Gold Lantern makes me laugh because it reminds me of Power Rangers where they ran out of colors mm-hmm. and said, "We'll do a Gold Ranger." Yep.
2: <laughs> and and if in doubt, eh, Doctor Fate's always knocking around. Who's
0: throwing new one of those yeah. in? Yeah. <laughs>
2: the the Gold Ranger whose primary color is
1: black. Yeah. Don't forget that.
0: That's true. Uh, also, uh, just just worth mentioning, uh, as much as I'm excited about Monster Boy, I don't know if new characters is what Legion needs. Uh, <laughs> no. There's plenty of them. Uh, no. But uh, yeah, uh, Lois Lane number 10, obviously of 12 coming oh, out. Gorgeous Tula
2: Lotte cover.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that really nice. cover is really nice. I'm going to
1: have to get, I need that, I hope she comes back to a con on this side because I yeah. need this as a print. She I, um, I needs it.
2: Trula is is the 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 person who uh, organizes and runs uh, and and just founded my my local con, well, uh, so she's there every year.
1: Um, yeah, well, well, if you go, experience. Connor, and you see this, I'll i wire you some money. I'll 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 out for you. I couldn't
2: go last year because work wouldn't have yeah. the weekend off. So gotcha.
1: Um, hopefully this year there again. I I did. Uh, tell her she she draws one of my favorite Poison Ivies because that issue of uh, All Star yes. Batman, and she took that as a genuine compliment. Like.
0: Oh, she's really uh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've why why, why wouldn't months she months. take that as a compliment?
1: <laughs> no, because you hear that. I'm sure they hear that as a lot. But I don't think anyone had told her that. Right? Like, yeah, you, okay. know, you know what I mean? Like, it was such an oddly specific. And, um, you know, it was it was real cool. And it made me, like, the fact that she talked about that, you know. That, that's how you win me over, is just... A great con experience. Yeah, I I know? can't
0: wait till he meets Shrocka, and all he wants to talk about is a uh, issue with a Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh,
2: I I told him about that. He yeah. <laughs> uh, he 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 sounded genuinely like, oh hey, you know, like because I was like, hey, yo, yeah. that's that's the benchmarker which all is measured against. and he? he sounded yes. like he was. He told that yeah, pretty,
1: you know, genuinely. Yeah, I mean, there'd be that, and me, you know, going nuts about Lazarus and Checkmate and all this other stuff. So of course, yeah. it wouldn't just be, wouldn't yeah, be, but that would be the. Yeah,
2: yeah. Obviously, I spoke about other stuff as well, but I was like, well, was else?" Yes. Like, I'm I'm going to mention this.
0: Yes. Did you mention it was Matts and not uh, not yours? Yeah, yeah, no, I did
2: because uh, we were talking about the, this this podcast in general, and we were talking about you know like um all his books that you know create your own that you know yep. uh, he didn't have release dates for yet because they were working on getting the whole arc done, mm-hmm. so they didn't have all these delays. And um, you know, I, I mentioned uh, oh yeah, yeah on the, on the show that is the bar which all is measured against.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Number 104. Right, over 100 issues for Scooby Doo. I,
2: I like yeah. how you skipped past the, uh, the the Last God source book at the start. Uh, yet Scooby Doo get, gets mentioned.
0: Scooby Doo! <laughs> Scooby Doo is a vital part of my childhood, and your ship at Last God thing does not deserve to be mentioned. Uh, end of discussion. Uh, Mad Magazine 13 as well to do that. That's the thing. Uh, and then Screw you. Metal Man <laughs> number 7 uh, of 12. Uh, interesting new set of uh, characters on the cover of this one. Uh, yeah, the metal well, animals. Yeah. We got metal yeah. wolves and bears and gorillas and There's a bear
1: sorts. and a gorilla. And it's like they are <laughs> like, hey, do you have some animals? I'm like, all right.
2: It, yeah. It's like a, a, a gorilla, a cobra, a pit bull, yep. a wolf. Yeah. Matt's
0: there. Yeah, yeah. Matt's in there. Uh, Nightwing 71. Uh, that's Rick Grayson yeah. nightmare will come to an end at some point. Ah
2: maybe in issue 71
0: because read the nightwing annual issue three which is the next thing is like two weeks later read the description for that okay okay dick grayson has been many things in his life robin agent of spiral even batman but will he have the choice when the condors try to recruit him for their cause and will they take no for an answer a thrilling high octane adventure awaits the skies of gotham city so we're just going on the fact that they call him dick grayson that's it
2: yeah Pretty
0: much. Okay. I thought it'd be better. I that. mean that's <laughs> the
2: closest it's, that's the first time they've called him Dick Grayson in months. So
1: What what are the condors? Um People people reading Nightwing hit me up on that one.
0: See uh, if that's a thing, because I'm
1: not familiar. They're
0: birds, Matt. They're birds. <laughs>
1: yes, I know. I know what a condor is. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like both
2: the covers on seventy one. Um they're mm-hmm. they're nice covers.
1: Uh
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, bad. I like the Mike Perkins one in particular. Not bad. I mean, hell, Joe. Uh, you know I'll tell you this right now. If if this if seventy one comes out and it is literally the story of how he becomes Dick Grayson again, tell me on Twitter, people, and I'll read it. I'll read seventy one got- just on its own.
2: Yeah, yeah, we will.
0: Yeah, just because it's the, when he comes back, I'll do it.
2: We, we will, we will celebrate. We
0: will throw a goddamn party. <laughs> yeah, we'll have cake on 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 the show. We'll have cake. We'll <laughs> have. Uh, I mean, car drinks booze anyway, but uh, <laughs> I can have a celebratory whiskey. I'll have a nicer one. I'll break out uh, the nicer for it. Uh, so this one's actually interesting because this is supposed this was supposed to be uh, bi monthly, but of course, issue two of the question, the deaths of Sage sages, this week. So the fact that issue three's mm-hmm. only just been solicited for April is like, whoa, that's a long time away. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it it got delayed a month at yeah, some point, yeah. obviously. Um, so, not the end know. of the world.
0: No, no. I just I hope I remember.
2: <laughs> I think this is uh this is why Didio was saying just last week that hey, yeah. we're gonna make sure we've got all the issues mm. kind of ready to go before we start soliciting things. So, uh, more on something on that at the end of these solicits. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So so with the hoping to remember, I think now I got the formula of this, mm. and I think we're we're in good we're in good hands. Here. Like I mean, there's a le- big
0: delay. It's Lemure, so I mean. It's a kind of
1: series of one shots.
0: You know what I mean? Kind of. Kind the, the, the yeah. yeah. so, of. I think there's going yeah. to be a way to tie them together by the end, but yeah. There's... And that's what they you do. need to
2: hope you remember.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh, So I got Red 2 Delta 45. Um, oh, I guess actually, Scott Liddell's been on this since the start of Rebirth, so I guess he's the third. So it's He's been on this since the start of the new
2: goddamn True. That's <laughs> true,
0: that's true, but. Yeah. Um, but I he... mean,
2: say, say what you want about. Lobdell in this book, and you can say many, many terrible things, mm-hmm. and I often do. But that is actually a significant amount of time on one book.
1: It, it is, and that, that's the thing where I give him credit and he is consistent. I'm he's fairly consistent certain, bad. He's, done enough but, issues,
0: he's done enough issues at this point that he could have two 1,500 page omnibuses of, like, Scott Lobdell's Red Hood.
2: He probably could, yeah. That's how, that's it, how it's, long it's, he's been going. He has been on this nearly, nearly an entire decade.
0: If he makes it to 2021, it'll be a decade. If he makes it no. this-
1: no, because there was a he stopped writing it, and Tynan. Because I read those, I came back.
0: I Tynan, Tynan did them. it
1: for a little bit. There was a short yeah. gap.
0: Okay, there was a short gap, but okay, there
1: was a short gap, but still, point still stands. Yeah, he's been there for a very long time.
0: Uh, yeah. you got uh, Ruby number seven, uh, Shazam issue twelve. Jeff Johns is back because there was an issue without Johns. It turns out it was a guest writer, so yeah. Johns is back. This is
2: not the final issue, and it's not no. Yeah. i only mention that because 12 feels like a place where they could have decided to call it
0: um yeah maybe jazz has got more plans maybe they're happy to let him do it um so that's what it is Uh, i like the variant cover on this one uh he's a bit bulky looking admittedly but like i like the the colors yeah i think
2: his pecs are a bit huge but um it's a
1: nice enough cover yeah yeah. it's day. what do you want man
0: yeah don't get, don't get me wrong, though. I mean, it's not compared to some of the other ones we've brought up so far, but still. Uh, t- uh, Suicide Squad number five, Tom Taylor's book yep. continues. continues. Uh, neat stuff. Uh, that has a nice variant. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's, that's uh, Uncanny uh, Valley uh, levels of like, that, realistic... Uh, Jeremy Roberts.
2: That's closer to Uncanny Valley than, than any of the Matina stuff gets.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's Deadshot and... Uh... Someone. one of the mer guys yeah one of the mer guys <laughs> yeah. the one the one, the one that survived
2: yeah. yeah
0: yeah uh supergirl 41 is next uh, still by jodie hauser and i'm happy to say that because i was a little bit worried that she was only going to be here for the uh tie-in infected stuff it's nice to see that yep. this issue is post-infection but still has jodie hauser so i'm pleased yep. by that
1: uh and it's got a carmine d geominico uh cover yep. which looks you know I like in the way bit. that it's proportioned
0: out. I, I think yeah. I think his uh, art actually lends itself to the vivid colors that Supergirl tends to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really goes well with the bright colors. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a really anime-looking variant, which you know. It's a Derek
2: Chew, which often Derek Chew is seen as a, an art germ knockoff. So I appreciate that this leans in a
0: slightly different direction. Yeah,
1: because it, this it's is definitely art germ More
0: manga. Yes, um, but keep your animes away from me. Thank you very much. I think it's
2: a really nice cover, personally.
0: Keep your animes away from me. Uh, Superman 22, uh, next, Bendis with uh, Reese and Prado on art. Which has At been... least you
2: got some better art than on action.
0: That's very true. That's so very true.
2: that cover,
1: yeah, um, <laughs> I think it's a very Hitch cover. Um, oh, with the, in the fire? Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand what he's doing, but it, it looks it like, a, look a like a It doesn't look like a smile, it looks more like a grimace, doesn't it?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: It, 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 no, it looks to me like a smile. And like he's trying to keep it together to not scare the kid, as the her yeah. house is going up. Yeah, like right? keeps smiling, just keeps uh-huh. smiling. It's,
2: uh-huh.
1: it's very incredibles to me, but like I shouldn't be laughing because it's a tragedy. But I so
0: can't. This is help the it. thing.
2: I don't know if that's intentional or if it's just yeah. he didn't quite get the face it right. If it's yeah. intentional, that is fantastic.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. So, we'll see. But yeah. Uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number ten, next. Uh, yeah, so, again, yeah. okay, much like Lois, just to go in, exactly as we expect. It's uh, got two issues left um, after this.
1: We're, we're getting arm uh, fall off, boy, but not just that. It's going to be the fall off family. <laughs> I'm, I'm so in for this. Um,
2: <laughs> yep. it's it's sad to think that we're, we're kind of nearing the end of those books, right? I mean, I yeah. know obviously uh, we've got books left. Like, these are a few few issues ahead, but the fact that we're talking about oh, issue yeah. ten, it's, and you know, it's only twelve. This
0: this is going to be done mm. by June. Yeah, yeah. It started in July last year, so yeah. June's, June's yeah. been the last issue will be that.
1: That cover is fantastic because the table they're sitting around is the Monday
0: Murder Meeting. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh well,
2: man, I, I love what Like Death Strokes and like Shiva are at this as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got Teen Titans Forty One, uh, still chucking along. Uh, uh, I did
2: something on this is that you know there's something here. You know, uh, one of the Teen Titans won't be making it back, and there's something in uh, one of the other things to do with Damien, uh, that, um, oh. about his relationship with, uh, with Batman. It's, um, yeah, that's the annual. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. going a bit
0: rogue. Yeah, Teen Titans annual number two is next. You know, I love how every time I think there's, because there's, usually there's like two thirds of these that I think I can just sort of skim past quickly, and almost every single one, one of you will interrupt me and say, i want to talk about this one thing. Um, d- inflating the length of solicits by about double. I just want to point that out. Well, what, we're being thorough. Cause, if we're going to do this. We're going to do it proper. I'm, fi- no, I'm fine doing it proper. I, lo- I love getting more information. All I'm saying is don't whine at me beforehand that solicits are too long. I, I
2: never whine about solicits. I whine about sales figures.
0: That was when I always about whine about
1: everything. That's my <laughs> That's
0: job. <true>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is. So, yeah, T uh, Titans annual number two. Uh, Terrific's 27. Still not final issue. <laughs> nope. it's,
1: it still exists.
0: It still exists, yeah. It's good,
1: though. Uh, interesting. i mean, people like it. I yeah. might go back if
2: I have time. Yeah, Wait, I mean, there's, there's
0: Blue Beetle on the front of this? Blue Beetle and Man Bat are on the front of this, bad boy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, I'm intrigued. Is that a really nice cover, actually? Uh, you know, I... Is that Dan Mora again? I think that's the Dan Mora cover we're seeing. It looks like Dan Mora. Uh,
2: it does look like a Dan Mora,
0: yeah. yeah. Um. Right, yeah, I mean, I remember I dropped this, not because it was particularly bad, but because the arc that was on was just kind of like tedious month to month. Um, it may actually be one that's worth catching up on. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
2: personally i wasn't a fan of uh jingling yang's uh annual when he did terrific so i didn't uh-huh. bother um i do
0: really like this cover that you know uh, yeah.
2: that retro wave it's it's, wave honestly it's, it's, is that two atoms there that we've got
0: yeah See, seeing like they do stuff away from the because because the, the whole plot when we dropped it matt was uh that whole computer went amok and was had sure. in a virtual world like that that was really kind of dragging on um but all this stuff post that does look quite interesting. Do you know what so. do I will say is quite funny. It was just this week that um, that they announced,
2: uh, oh, all these people are joining the Fantastic Four, and you know, given that this is the the Fantastic Four yeah. knockoff book, and then look yeah. at like, all these new people off the team.
0: Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, and then we got Wonder Woman Dead Earth issue three. Um, that's three or four. So yeah, um, yeah that's by monthly. So I don't think that's off schedule. I think that's still. As yeah. expected. Yeah, that's still when it's supposed to be. That's coming out uh, on the week five, which is cool. Uh, and then we got Wonder Woman 755 and 756, of course. Uh, so that's trucking along. And then yeah. Justice League 5th... Sorry, Young Justice 15, sorry. Uh, Bendis uh, with John Timm's on the art. Uh, that's another Superboy cover for you there, Matt.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, a good one. Uh, it's also David F. Walker's coming on as a co-writer on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if uh, there's going to be some... Trading off he did responsibilities. Naomi, right? Yeah, he did Naomi, so yeah. I, he co-wrote No Naomi. So I'm wondering if like there's gonna be some Naomi stuff in this issue, maybe, and that's why you are
1: Well, it just seems uh, Young, Young Justice versus Star Labs. What happens when the universe reboots right under you? Connor's about to find out. So um Oh, oh are
2: they changing his past again?
1: Uh, I think so. Uh, okay. Like I am starting to think though, with, with Bendis and the 5G, like what if this is the seeds of, of 5G. It may be. Are happening no, under well, in
0: Star Labs. I could see it not being the seeds. I mean it might be. Like I'm not saying that's that's not happening. Mm-hmm. That could very well could be. But at the very least, I think any changes that are happening to his past right now in this book are probably in line with what they're prepping for 5G. Mm-hmm. In the same way that Wonder Woman's setting something up, we're getting something with right. jo- All these things yeah, happening. And, and all
2: these things. I don't think it's exclusive to Bendis. We're talking about this here. Yeah. we talk about you know the, the Wonder Woman next week. We got that, uh, what was it earlier? We talked about uh, Just League Odyssey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of things that are kind of heading in that direction.
0: I, I think right now for 5G, we're at that point where we didn't know at the time but before rebirth where Lois and clark's book started and yep. you know we were hearing about uh, titans hunt was about to start yep. like i think we're at that kind of stage yeah uh for, for a exciting years. stage because you're looking for the clues yeah
1: yeah and i'm and i'm looking at all this stuff and with the stuff of star labs and how how red cloud was created and the stuff that they've just been constantly messing up you know they they made earth disappear into the phantom zone so i'm starting to wonder if like right here where it talks about what happens when the universe reboots right from under you. Like, is that is that what's going to cause the 5G shift? You know? Because it, it's not just the metaverse. There's always something there.
2: Yeah, I would say um, probably not what causes it. I think it'll be a bigger deal. We'll know about it. Mm. it you know, it'll be like in a one-shot or in a, something, yeah. in, in an oh. event or something. But uh, I think right. this is a, a symptom of that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, far Sector number six uh, after that halfway through uh, that many we've, we've had two issues so far and quite enjoyed it uh, there we have Basketful of Heads number seven final issue uh, of our first uh, you know Hell House what, comics book
2: what a great last cover
0: yep Mhm. yep uh really really pretty all the covers for that have been fantastic though they have uh, yeah to be fair uh Burn number four uh, also has a really good cover actually if we're talking good covers
2: it is uh, and obviously that's the one we've enjoyed the least so far but i mean yeah. ho- hopefully we'll still we'll see if we're still with it by issue four maybe we won't be but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll issue one wasn't bad
1: Oh, should not have clicked on that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so the,
1: the Dollhouse Family
0: one. Uh, dollhouse Family number six is oh, next. Yeah. Uh, very, very over the top cover. I, we're, I yeah. think we're getting to the meat of who that woman in the cave is with this and issue. With the looks of it. Also,
2: one of the shortest solicits I've ever seen because this is the final yep. issue. Um, yes. But just nobody leaves the Dollhouse. All will be weighed. Only one can prevail. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, and then that, we
0: have. The Lolo Woods issue five after that. So, a couple of them are finished and a couple of them are close to finishing at this point. Uh, the one that's obviously furthest away is Plunge, only in issue three because that's not started yet. So, right.
2: uh, yeah. So excited for that one, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: and that obviously has Eminem on R and it has, that's the Joe Hill writing again. So, uh, Plunge is probably the most exciting one, just in the sense that it's, you know, given that. In the, terms the, of just the the established team. My favourite so yeah. far has been Basketball Ahead. So, the fact that it's the same writer as that obviously makes it the most exciting one uh, coming yeah. up. But. And uh, the
1: concept of it's very
0: Pete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, we get into some of the, the Sandman Universe stuff. And I'm going to mention these actually because there's a really interesting detail. Uh, there is, isn't there? With one of these. Uh, I so, thought I was
2: going to have to bring this up.
0: <laughs> no, no, I saw this because I saw it saw as a separate news item and I thought, oh, that is actually kind of interesting. So Books of Magic 19 is coming. Um, I'm going to skip the one we're going to talk about. I'll just mention okay. House of Whispers 20 is coming. John Constantine Hellblazer number 6. Uh, Lucifer 19. Uh, and that's that's it right so I but the, was, yeah. the one i skipped uh was the dreaming number 20 and the reason why this is interesting is because this is listed as the final issue why is that interesting it's interesting because the entire reason that uh g Willa wilson left wonder woman is because she was announced as the new writer on the dreaming and mm-hmm. now it's cancelled out of nowhere so obviously Maybe it's getting retitled or going back to number one or whatever after this. It's not a big deal. It's just a different title.
2: Yeah, I suspect so because she was solic- uh, well announced to be taking over at issue nineteen. Yes. We got the solicits for nineteen, and it was still Cy Spurrier with uh, Bill Quasivly, uh, no change. Twenty, which is this one here, is the same team that it always has been, and you know the, the solicits like the, the unbelievable finale of you know their Sandman universe epic is here, and so it feels like they actually just gave them two extra issues. And they're probably going to relaunch it at number one. I will be surprised if there's not a relaunch after the Mm -hmm. announcement that we had.
0: It'd be really weird if they had made that announcement. She left Wonder Woman and then, oh wait, the book's not happening. Uh, Yeah, um,
2: like delaying it by two months uh, to let them finish off this story with a bit more. Um, Honestly, probably a good thing. Maybe they announced it too early and you know, there's some things that went a bit wrong. But overall, a good move. I expect i will have
0: a different title. I'm expecting maybe the Dreaming and something or, you know... Yeah, maybe
2: a subtitle yeah. or something. Yeah, don't run. But I think I think the book's still going to happen. I think Wilson is still doing that book. Um, I'll be shocked if if that's not the case. I really will.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's basically the solicits outside. Of, of course, the collected uh, yeah, stuff.
2: Um, just before we get onto those, can I talk about something that's interesting that's missing? Sure. Um, and it is interesting because there was a tweet from Jason Furbuck earlier in the week, how we were mm-hmm. going to get some news about uh the three Jokers this week. And we thought, okay, solicitors are coming. Maybe it's it's finally going to happen. And it's notably absent, right? Yep. Uh, it's not in here. And uh, I'm wondering, was there a last-minute change? Because he, he's posted more art teasing that since and gone, hey, mm-hmm. you know, this, this thing's coming. I I do wonder if um, following Didio's announcement last week, um, they've changed the date. I think he actually said, uh, Fairbook on Twitter said, they, they had a date in mind, but things have changed. So I wonder if it was a really last-minute change based on Didio's comments last week about you know, Black Label stuff. They're waiting for uh, him we're to not finish. Soliciting until everything's done.
0: Yeah, they're waiting um, for him to finish the last issue. And, and, and he's probably... It's maybe close because he's been working on it for a long time.
2: Yeah, he's probably on the third issue and it will probably... If they had solicited to start in April, would be completely fine. But Didio has made this blanket statement of, no, we are being safe now um, mm. and not soliciting until we know, which I think we all agreed was not a bad choice uh so i think this here is probably a, a combination of that with it just yeah. kind of last minute change because of that statement and it'll probably come in june solicits now yeah um given that how long
0: it, it seems to take to work on them June solicits yeah i'm thinking it'll take him longer okay well if somebody's just started issues to you then yeah okay uh so, uh, collect editions wise, uh, a couple of interesting things, because they've, they've changed things recently, because there's a, Adventures of Superman by George Perez hardcover uh, coming out, uh, which is collecting stuff from various places. It actually has the first six issues of the New 52 series, because he did that. Uh, if you remember right. Oh, this is really random, isn't it? This yeah. is just whatever he happened to draw in the past three decades. Uh, more interesting for me is they've got a Batman Cape Crusader Volume 4 which is great because this is basically one book away from linking up the start of Post-Crisis Batman all the way to Nightfall. Like, that's how close we are to <laughs> filling that gap in. uh I think with it only being one volume, they'll bite the bullet and go for yeah. it. Detective Comics, which is a similar uh, series of books called uh, Dark Knight Detective, is a little bit behind. Volume 3 still to come out, and Volume 3 only takes us up to maybe like 60 issues before Nightfall, Detective Comics-wise, so there's probably going to be another three of those if they do them. Hopefully they do. But, yeah. uh, but uh, just happy to see that. Flash by Wade, Book 7 is nice to see as well, so that's almost done. It's got another, yeah. maybe one left.
2: Something I thought was interesting is uh, Doomsday Clock Part
0: 2 is solicited
2: here. Uh, the hardcovers this is. And if you buy it from a comic shop, because obviously these are the, the comic mm-hmm. store solicits, it comes mm-hmm. with a free slip case to fit in the the first volume as well, which, again, <sighs> will be exclusive to comic shops, not uh, Amazon or bookstores, which is, I think that's a really smart thing to do as an incentive to buy at your, your comic store. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I might yeah. Have to do this. It also makes you not feel like a, a chump for buying the first volume when
2: Yeah.
0: I mean I still yeah. I still argue that the the wise choice is to wait for the deluxe version that'll have all twelve and one bigger cover. ideally
2: the but... be absolute because yeah. you want Frank's art as, as gorgeous <laughs> as it
0: can look.
2: Yeah, um, but I also
1: this the second cover with with uh, the Saturn girl
0: and Is
2: it the woman Manhattan Deadpool. in the background. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is
1: nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's so, what it is. Uh, because they were longer issues, though, both volumes, even though they're only six issues each, are actually... You know, mm-hmm. they're a bit beefier. They're about 230 or 40 pages uh, yeah, each.
1: 232 pages. It's also that. Yeah, which yeah. is
2: a, a very reasonable hardcover
1: size. Uh,
0: more than reasonable. Yeah. Uh, um, because... Oh, well, this is one of the thing, Because uh, one of the things we didn't really talk about last week, or the week before, whatever it was, we are talking about Didio's comments about collected books, is that the way to get away from six-issue and small trades... Um, uh, which maybe leads you to think that maybe they will go to a yearly format where they've just got 12 issue books instead. But... Yeah,
2: I mean, they didn't say that, specifically say small trades. They just said they don't want six to be locked in as, okay, that's the story and done. So maybe that right. will mean we'll do you know, eight or nines, or maybe it means we might have which... more four or fives. Yeah. Just be a bit more flexible.
0: I don't think they'll go smaller. I, I feel like part of the problem with going smaller is that there's more volumes, and I think them talking about you know numbers going too high even if they're taking away the numbers away having more issues per book means there's less books and yeah, that's true yeah and there's that means what you're saying yeah and I, I think i think we're going to see chunkier books i think you know even batman like the last couple of volumes um city of bane's one big trade uh i think yeah
2: i mean i mean speaking of that here um martian manhunter um identities apparently it's subtitle the uh the orlando and uh yeah, and Rosmo book. Well, to twelve. Uh, that's getting a full 12 issue trade um so straight straight to paperback admittedly no no hardcover but uh still interesting
0: yeah you know so i feel like we'll see we'll maybe see more of that sort of experimentation uh it's interesting you know looking at what they might do with book circus that are already running um because i know one of the things that has pissed off people is that batman's trades are switching to hardcovers for the last two volumes. <laughs> Were they not hardcovers before? No, they all just went straight to trade. There's no hardcovers, unless you count the deluxes. These. I'm I'm surprised at that. Actually. I I genuinely didn't
2: know because I if I'm buying trades, I tend to go for deluxes. Um, no, nah. traditionally DC's model was. Uh, higher selling books went to hardcover first, and then to paperback No, that all later.
0: changed. That all changed with Rebirth. Everything went straight to trade. Uh, the, f- oh. the, the first thing that that's changed with is... Whatever came first, either Bendis' is Superman or Snyder's Justice League. Whatever one of those was first was the first time it did a hardcover first, but I everything...
2: Snyder's Justice League was first, but I could be wrong.
0: Everything before that was uh, trades, uh, and they were all matching sort of designs and everything else. Uh, they're completely throwing all that out of the window, uh, which... And I get that they want to do that but wait until the next you know, Tainan's run, start with Tainan's run yeah,
2: it's frustrating because I think (laughs) I do think the model of hardcover first, then the paperback is a better model because people who want the hardcovers can get that and then you tend to know if it comes straight to trade, you're not going to have to wait for the hardcovers because it's not coming, right? Uh, So you can just leap in with the paperbacks Um, because some people uh, prefer one or the other and then if you want the paperbacks, sure it sucks that you have to wait, but it will come. Uh, most of the almost all of the time.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think I should do away with standard size hardcovers. I don't see the point in them really. I feel like if you care enough to want the hardcover, you want the better binding, you want the deluxe oversized. I still art. think
2: the, the standard hardcovers are nicer than the standard trades by a significant margin and are worth the extra money for me.
0: They're nicer, but if the deluxe are an option, and for a lot of these sure, things, but the they end deluxe
2: doesn't get every book. So if it's not getting a deluxe, I'd rather have the standard hardcover.
0: But a lot of these books don't have hardcovers, though. Is it like it's not an option for all of them? No,
2: no, no. That's what I'm saying. The ones that are getting, you know, because that's what I mean. You tend to know if it goes straight to trade, great. You can buy trade. They they often don't get a deluxe anyway, um, because if they're going straight to trade, they're generally the lower seller ones. Uh, if they go to a hardcover first, then they might get a deluxe later, they might, but uh, but I still would rather buy the hardcover than the paperback on a personal level.
0: Now, I always hate it when I, was, when I was buying trades before I switched to reading singles. Uh, I always used to hate how because the hardcovers used to always go out of print really quickly, uh, and the trades that uh, the, you know, the, the soft covers would stay in print for a long time, but you'd reach this point where if you're reading through a series, you'd get to a point where all of a sudden, the next one or two volumes isn't out in softcover yet. But the hardcovers are there because the hardcovers come out first. So you had this yeah. choice to make of either switching formats, which is extremely annoying, or waiting an absurd long time to get the books. It's, it's usually an exact uh, a year between publishing. Yeah. Um, which is uh, too this, long. This is,
2: um, I, I personally, I don't think it is. This is something that I've been used to for most of my life because this is something that they've stolen from the, the book market, not the comic market at all, uh, where books the the better sellers come out in hardcover first and then paperbacks the most annoying scenario in this case is actually a new series comes out they'll do the first one in in paperback because they don't know how it's going to sell it's a new author and then it's a hit and then then the second one gets the hardcover and then you have to wait six months or a year for the for the paperback after that And you've already bought the first one because it was only available in paperback. that's frustrating
0: Nah, she came come out at the same time. <laughs> she do a paperback and hardcover on the same day, uh, give people the choice, and there's no annoying waiting. And I think the difference between comics and books though is that comics, like, you, you, you're you, reading through a run of a writer, you're, you're getting every trade as they come out, um, and you have that annoying choice of like, switching or not, or waiting for the sort of long time. Uh, books are a little bit different in that you get one book, and even if it's a series of books, you get one book every
2: I get what you're saying. I think for
0: me, once you've committed to the paperbacks, you're
2: already behind. You're, you're not going to catch up and read the, them in singles anyway, so you might as well just wait for the next paperback. <clears> the, the, <throat> the release schedule is still the same in the sense of paperback to paperback. No, I I
0: disagree with that this. Out. I never did that. I switched to the hardcovers and hated that I did that because I wanted to read them. I wanted to be more caught up, and I was livid about it. I hate I suppose.
2: It. I suppose the difference here is it depends on if you're buying them as they come out, or if you're catching up later. If you're buying the trades as they come out, it's the exact same increment between each one, paperback to paperback, uh, as mm. it would be the whole time. If you are if you binge through six paperback trades and you get caught up and then go, shit, the next one's only available in hardcover, I have to wait, then, yeah, you, you fall into that situation.
0: But I feel like that's more applicable for more people, though, right? Uh, it might be, yeah. I think it is. I feel like, you know, you... you, you... It's... Cause you read through it's, you read through a series and then you go okay I wait with a new series so I'll read I don't know Batman starting from this writer and then you catch up and you get caught up and you're like oh shit I wait to keep reading. I,
2: I would say the problem is you have the same thing with the hardcovers where you get caught up and then where well, you could jump to the single issues and you're you know a year ahead on those if you wanted to. Um, it, uh, it, it, there's an option there. There is more material there in a different format.
0: There is an if option. To jump to there is an and, option, and but it's, it's this, in the end. But the singles are so different uh, versus because I feel like. But for a long time yeah, I switched to singles because I was presented this opportunity to do so because there was this clean slate happening. But yeah. like there was never a consideration for me at the time. And it may have happened eventually if I would kept reading and I'd got the itch to like be caught up in singles. But uh, it was always just you know it, I'm. I'm I'm a trade reader. I read, I read the collections. That's always what I read for, for however yeah. long it was. Um, I never considered switching to singles, but it did annoy me when I was restricted by uh, formats and format changes and all sorts. And
2: like I say, it's kind of the same thing though. Like when you get to the end of the hardcovers, you know, you'd be one volume ahead, say, of the 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 paperbacks, but you then you still have to wait, the, you know, the, the same amount of time for the next hardcover.
0: You it's similar, but it's not the same because if you're <laughs> Because no, because it isn't, because by reading the collections, you've accepted that you don't keep up with the single issues, but with DC's schedule, because it takes a few months for the hardcover to come out, and it another year for the paperback, like, it's so like, well, I guess I'm waiting a whole extra year to read that story. Um, yeah. And it sucks, and it's one of the reasons why I would never go back to just waiting, you know, reading everything in trade, because... I oh,
2: can't. no, I, I couldn't do it either, personally, but um, uh, yeah, I get it. I can't do it. I can't do it, uh, Matt. No, no, no. We have bought the tits off, Matt. Haven't we?
1: Yeah, no. I'm checking hockey news. Aleve, Alexander Vetchkin got uh, back-to-back hat tricks this week. He just got another one. So, I get it.
2: I'll be honest. I was only so chatty then because the snooker's on the interval.
1: <laughs> so I just trying to get through, man.
0: <laughs> Bloody hell! Uh, looks,
1: looks good. Yes. Matt like Reed.
0: Yeah, there was a bunch of Wonder Woman various useless trades and collections coming out because the movie's out not too long after. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's
2: the, the Max Lord one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a Steve Trevor one, which is a collection of random issues that are important to Steve Trevor. Great uh,
2: cover, though. I love that cover on the Trevor one. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that is quite nice, actually. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, although uh, the most interesting one, though, is that actually it's another one of those thick trade series where they're collecting, like, a chunk of time. It uh, uh, f- looks like it's from the early 90s, uh, starting with... Um, uh, William Mesner Loeb's run. So it's a uh, book one of that and it's a good 400 pages. So hopefully it that's one continues. Uh, Wonder Woman, The Last True Hero, book one.
2: I must have scrolled past it somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah, but uh, so that's a good 400 pages. It contains uh, what we got here. 63, 64, and then 66 to 75 and then annual number three plus a special number one. So, uh, so yeah, it's not a big run that they're just going to start collecting and hopefully oh, I actually finish. So, hey-ho, good to know. Especially since Batman and Superman have been heavily collected at that time. Or at least Batman is. Yeah. Superman's yeah. a bit more spotty. And it has
2: a, a great classic Brian Bolland cover.
0: Yes. Uh, so, neat. But
2: there you go, that's Solicits. We made it. Sorry, Matt.
0: Solicits are done uh, for one more month. Uh, obviously, next month we'll be back with Maze. Uh, and that should be where we start really getting teases of uh, events for the summer and stuff like that. Now, admittedly, they're going to be so big that they'll probably reveal it as news on their own weeks before the solicits even happen, but we should be getting to the real juicy stuff for the year uh, very, very soon, so. Alright then, 90 minutes out of the show. Good time to start talking about this week's comic books. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about The Flash issue 86. Joshua Williamson writing with Rafa Sandoval on the art, and uh, Flash and Captain Cold fight a bit, and... I mean, we can do this review in two sentences. Uh, Sentence one, it's shit.
2: Sentence two. Thank God the arc's over. Um,
0: I don't disagree. (laughs) Such a
1: bastardization of Captain Cold, and if it was seated better, yeah, fine. But I just feel everything felt so rushed. Mm -hmm. You're the villain, really messed things up. Um, And I don't like Cold being at odds with with the Rogues, right? Like,
2: yeah, it's weird. And then yeah. Barry trying to kill him at the end. Like, what?
0: Okay, I mean, my biggest problem with this book is this thing at the end where Barry gets the bloodlust. Uh, it just kind of comes yep. out of nowhere. Well, are we bloodlusting? Bloodlust, yes. Uh, <laughs> get... Well, here's
1: here's the thing too. Which Didn't he have to channel a negative flash? Shouldn't we do that arc for a little bit with Williamson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not bring that back? Like...
0: No no he's I super don't... he's now supercharged with the speed force and that's because why he's getting can't violent. Because
2: we can send him to Arkham for that.
1: Yeah, I'm almost out on this. On, I on can say that, it every time.
2: Why I mean... are we send him to Arkham and not you know, Iron Iron Heights with the yeah. cell? did The dampen- say Arkham? Yeah. Yeah, it says next Arkham Asylum yeah. it's um, I mean he he doesn't say it it's it's the, the next time. Okay,
0: right. You know? yeah, I never read yeah. that. Uh, the next time thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I I I assumed he it, as soon as he got there was like done. Yeah, I assumed he he meant Iron Heights, uh, which it, maybe he didn't mean that in the moment. Maybe it's you know maybe, maybe it's like Iron Heights is all destroyed, so everyone's getting sent off to Arkham or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh But uh, like. Uh, the weird thing is, is I thought that I read easy enough. Like, it was a quick enough kind of, mm-hmm. you know, boom, boom, boom. Got through the story, fine. Um, I didn't, I didn't really,
1: like what I read, though. Yeah, I didn't really but care yeah. about
0: anything that was going on. Uh, Cole mm-hmm. with the giant freeze, sort of like, you know, like they ice around well, his arms, it's... and then, of course, he's, like, yeah. topless, and he's like, ah, oh, today I beat you, Flash, finally I kill you, Flash. Um, I don't necessarily mind the idea of uh, Cold being against the rogues, though. I actually think there's a lot of potential in a story where... They, for whatever reason, uh, split away from them. Like, there's potential in that story. I, I think I, th-
1: no, that that's fine. But the way that it happens here, I just I yeah, I think I it's like gotta right be more. Than cold no, no, just I agree. But
0: next. that's not what was said. What was said is you don't, you don't like. I don't know who said it. One of you said it. Uh, uh, no,
1: I, I said that because I, I don't like how it's used here. I don't like yeah. how all of a sudden now. Oh no! Well, he, he's gone too far. We're I, right. I think
2: what bothers me more is this would have made far more sense if it was when Cold was going straight, yep. and you know joining the Justice League with Lex and the rest of the Rogues are like, no, nah, we're not having this. We're carrying on robbing shit. Yep. That would that would have made way more sense there. Whereas here, it's he's going too far, taking over, killing people. I don't buy it. Yeah,
1: yeah it's it's that it's there almost just to put a wedge for. Well, we need him against the rogues. Well, what are we doing? Well, we turn him into King Cold. Also, so is Commander Cold legit dead? Cause
2: yeah. probably not.
1: I'm I'm feeling like this is an Alfred thing now. Like, we're going to get to an issue. <laughs> and we're going to have to I mourn mean, Demor- Commander Cold. Where- the
2: way King Cold said here is that, oh yeah, well, the, the way I killed Commander Cold means probably not. But who knows?
0: Yeah. I actually, yeah, I just... I don't even hate the idea of it, like, because I agree that it makes more sense that he's going too good and that's why they all sort of, like, fall away from him, but I actually don't even hate the idea of, like, Cold goes too far, because that could be how you sell that he's went too far, that even the rogues are like, wait a minute. The problem here is that it's so rushed, um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily feel like he's done anything, I mean, I don't want to say he's not done anything that bad. He has kind of encaptured the entire city, but... we didn't see much of that.
1: Which I, which I like that again. If he had turned this into a purge kind of place where everyone kind of does what he wants what, or what they want, you know. But no, he made himself king, and he stole Central City. Which there's just that's great for the Rogues, right? There's like,
0: no there's no weight to it because like uh-uh. if there was a lot of bad things he had to do to achieve this, if we saw him doing that and saw what it yeah. took to get here, then the and then yeah. eventually we see the other characters back away. You know, even Heat Wave's like, you know what? No, uh, Len. <laughs> but but you're, you're my best
1: guy, yeah. but I can't. And even his sister. And I get what those beats are supposed to be, they're just not executed well at all.
0: Yeah. I, and it, I don't it have a prob- to
1: a lot of eye rolling.
0: I don't have a problem conceptually with the beats themselves. No. It's just uh the lack of the actual weight in the story itself, uh which has kind of been our problem really uh, from a lot of the and- flash recently.
1: And I feel with a lot of they did to fix the flash after a lot of the things that happened in New 52 where you gave the rogue superpowers. I feel like this all, I know you guys hate the designs, but like, this is the first time with Weather Wizard where he's talking like he's actually in contact with nature,
3: Mm. you
1: know, like, I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't feel right at all. And the, it's not like it's been seated The it's, other problem right been now. Regressed.
0: The other problem with yeah. the designs in this right now. Is that it? It keeps taking me like an extra pile just to remember who's who because at one point, because oh, no. at one I, at one point it like cut over to like Mirror Master. And I'm like, who's this asshole? And I'm like, oh, it's Mirror Master.
1: He's covered. He's, he's covered like a disco ball.
0: Yeah, but that it doesn't look like, like Mirror Master. Mirror Master. I'm used to the, what, yeah. the green and yellow orange, or the orange, sorry, green, orange, orange and green. Yeah, the orange yeah. and green kind of thing. Like I'm yeah. like, it doesn't look at Mirror Master. Yeah. It is kind of annoying. No. Oh dear. Uh, uh, um, yeah. It's it's been a rough time. Um it's limping towards the finish and hopefully that's confused so for any more. Yeah, of this
1: book. with Oh well, no, with then you hear the stuff of paradox coming and I just I don't care. It normally would have gotten me through, you know.
3: Yeah, but,
1: like if this was a year ago
2: and we were talking about that uh, flash age, I think it was called, yeah. is the name of the arc coming up. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting. I'm down for that. <laughs> coming off of this and the last couple of arcs, I just I just don't give a shit anymore.
0: Yeah. Last two arcs have been rough. There's uh, no doubt about that. Because obviously it wasn't great before then, but I think year one onwards has been the real sort of yep. low point. Low point. Oh yeah. Because while there was maybe some issues before that, I don't think it was like I was still generally kind of enjoying it. It out, wasn't an it. endemic
2: problem of the entire book. It was okay. There was things here or there that I didn't like, whereas Cause... but overall I still enjoyed it. Whereas these last two arcs, there is very little I've enjoyed.
1: You you could easily try to pin this on you're the villain, but then you remember year one. Yeah, <laughs> you're no. Like,
0: oh no. Yeah.
1: These, these are problems that were already here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really did not like year one. Oh, so bad. And I, I thought, yeah, great. Yeah, well, you can do, do a version of the origin. <laughs> you know, do do, a, do I also, take I also on feel it.
1: like it is editorial though a little bit with you know year one establishing turtle as uh, as a villain because of the the still force. That's gonna be in play. See, I don't know. I think like you could
2: have just done a turtle no. story and it'd be fine.
1: No, I know. But then Williamson's going, Oh no, I can do a year one out of this. Right? And then here too, he's like, Well, I have to tie it in a year of the villain, you know what I'll do? King Cold. That's cool. And it's like, mm, Is it hey, a... bud, Maybe you need to run the spy people. Like, where where's your friends that you're you're throwing these <laughs> off of? You know? Like
2: Yeah. You can tell John stopped giving it a, a glance over.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah 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 it's, but, it's been rough it's been rough i I, th- I also
1: th- want to know what his plans for for bart were because remember there that story came out that he said that he had pitched to, to have bart
3: mm. show
1: back up and then he because he wanted to he said that he wrote all this because he eventually wants to write bart so he got to bring him back and it's like well the only time we've seen bart is in young justice which i understand you know Continuity uh, wise, maybe,
2: maybe it's in the Flash Age stuff. I don't know.
1: Maybe, but why did we go through all of this, like, the 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 forces stuff, and then Year One, and then this, and to get to Flash Age? I don't see where Barry's any, you know what I mean? The I, trials and tribulations. Yeah. I, and I do not have
2: answers out. to any of those questions because, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, there are no good answers to any of those yeah. questions. Why did we do any of this stuff? Feels like filler. <laughs> It it does, and I think that's a a problem. When I mean, okay. year one was is that six or twelve
0: issues? Seven? Six six seven issue. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then this has been another six or seven. Yep. So this is, you know it's only been six months in terms of this publishing, but it's a year's worth of regular issues. When you look at it that way, yep. and man, I just it feels like it's been wasted time.
1: I I dropped Venditti for less. Oh, way less. I, I I dropped Venditti for. For him bringing so after we already had a really cool reverse flash moment with with Wallace's dad mm. and and whatnot, he decided to bring Thawne back as as Professor Zoom. It just wasn't tracking for me. I'm wondering if I go back now, if I read, if I get a little bit more enjoyment out of that, despite rage quitting it. I mean, the Brett Booth art didn't help. No, <laughs> you know, you know. At least oh, the my, art hears my, my, that.
2: Mike. Uh, yeah, um, I, I will say, as someone who's also come around and day, I don't think I would enjoy that flash stuff anymore i just don't think it was that good i think the d is capable of a lot better
0: i think what's yeah i think what's weird about williamson is that i th- I feel like obviously not when we were enjoying it more but i feel like right now it's almost the polar opposite of the typical thing i have with orlando where orlando conceptually i don't typically have that much of a problem with the stories that he's telling it's just how he writes them that i don't like i feel like williamson Actually, his stellar writing still good. Like, I still think the dialogue flows. I still think it like has a good pacing to it. It's just the con- concepts of the story that I don't like. Yeah. Um, so they're very opposites right now, it's, which is weird funny. for me.
2: The, the way you talk about Orlando, there—that's how I generally feel about Bendis. Is that I don't hate the the ideas. I just don't like reading it. Right. Um, whereas I agree, Williamson is is the complete opposite end of that spectrum, where the the reading goes in quick enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not terrible in that sense it, you know the it's not it's not uh, it's not an incredibly long read it, it's fine in that regard it's just conceptually things that we just dislike
0: yeah uh and that that extends to just characters and their characterizations and everything in between so uh, yeah yeah art is fine again rafa sandoval um is dependable it's, um got a chunky Barry yeah, a bit chunky, yeah. but I I think the art's fine. I don't have really many problems with that. <laughs> oh, my problems from this all stem from the designs of things, but that's not Sandoval's fault. No, <laughs> um, I
1: did he did he do the designs? I think so. I don't know. He got King Cold looking like a jacked. Yeah, dude with yeah the shirt I, don't, off. I
2: don't know who did the design, so maybe they're Sandoval's fault. But I'm not gonna in you know definitively say it's he, he's responsible. Mm. No. Um, I, I I dislike his Barry, or I think no. More specifically, I dislike his flash. Uh, his mm-hmm. flash looks chunky, and that's a problem on a flash book.
1: That's, that's um, supposed to be, at least, at least that Raphael Grandpa uh, cover that I'm not a big fan of, that looks sleek. Sandoval's yeah. flash doesn't look sleek.
2: And and again, I don't think I'd mind Sandoval's flash if it was just a variant cover. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, sure, it's a variant, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I just, I like the rest of the book. I just don't like his flash, which is a problem. Problem. Yeah. yeah. I had a book called.
1: Flash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Worth mentioning, Irish pops back up in this issue because she's been missing for a little bit. Uh, uh, the kids get her to help with the science or whatever is happening. Sure. Uh, it's, a whatever. Yeah. it's a
1: speed force, bro.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what are you giving him at? Uh
1: there's a four. Connor.
2: I, I happen to agree with a four. Uh,
0: I'll say 4.5. There you go. Well, I'll give it the, 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 the point, point 0.5 for. Uh, for something. Uh, so <laughs> 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 we'll move on to Aquaman 56, Kel Higgins writing with Aaron Lopresti on art. This is a guest, you know, fill-in team. Um, it does loosely tie in to what's going on. Uh, it's a flashback issue that goes back to the start of Rebirth. It's right after the proposal of the Rebirth yeah. one-shot. Um, and basically thematically it ties in because this is uh, when the subject of possibly having kids one day first comes up uh, yeah. in the relationship. And, obviously, that's relevant to now because she's about to, you know, the, the, the one final page at the end of this issue is teasing yeah. that soon she's giving birth, but like that's going to be happening soon.
1: Aqua baby. 2020. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but it's actually, so it's, it's a couple of two things, really, in the main story. The main story is them discussing kids and whether or not it's mm-hmm. responsible for them to bring them into the world, given how crazy their lives are, and do they have the time and yada, yada, yada. And another the other half is that there's a trench attack on an oil, oil rig, which they mm-hmm. have to go in and rescue all the workers from. Um, that part of it I actually really enjoyed, just because yeah. I, I like the trench. I think like they're cool villains, and oh, uh, it's good, good they action. They've
1: been overused, you know. The, so when they show up, it yeah. still feels like it has meaning. Um, and here they use properly like monsters, where the the oil the oil rig digged a little bit too close and got you know close to where they are, and and you know took basically if they're like a hive, it it took the new queen. Uh, of the trench, mm-hmm. um, the scientists and whatnot just thinking they found a new species and whatnot. So the trench are trying to get their their queen back, and so it plays out where this you know uh, Arthur and Nara show up and basically aid the trench. And I like how Arthur reaches out to the, the new queen and um, you know diplomatically tries to
0: solve this. Yeah, they have to go and save save the new queen and uh, yeah. uh, raids off at the end with the the others. Yeah. Um no, I mean, if I have a complaint about the issue, because I think the issue is solid uh, mm-hmm. for what it's doing. I, I think it's that even though I really like the action side of it, I don't actually think it really ties into the actual like point of the issue as, that much, even though it's the bit I like the most.
2: <laughs> I think, honestly, given that we've just seen Sejic's cover in the solicits featuring the yep. Trench, mm-hmm. it's more, hey, the Trench are coming back soon. True, yeah, true.
1: well, and I, and I like what it means, too, that the, the, the Hive are willing to cause another war to get the, essentially their baby queen back, right? And what does that mean for Arthur and, and Mara talking about kids and about their busy life? And at the end of the day, if they do have kids, they're going to do whatever they can to, you know, to, to protect that child. So I, I did lie. I thought it did fit in. It was a little bit messy with how it fit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I didn't realize this was Kyle Higgins until the last page, and then it all clicked.
2: Yeah, I... Because- I I don't really like his voices for a lot of these. Yeah. Weirdly, especially his Batman. Yeah. Like that was horrible. His Batman line would... about, you know, oh you we'll let you off roll call tomorrow. We'll understand. Yeah. yeah. And I also brought pie.
1: Like
2: Yeah. I I, uh, I did not like his Batman all. It at was
1: I, I got a little bit of the Batman socially awkward with with Kyle Higgins. And that maybe that's not what I was supposed to get from it. I don't know. It's it's like
2: after it's like, you know, after he I uh, brought pie, i he goes, or oh, does it
0: explode? He goes, We'll see.
1: Yeah, that was, that was bad. Yeah. yeah, Went too um, far.
0: I got socially awkward as well. It probably went a little bit too far, though, with a couple of the uh yeah. lines. Yeah.
1: So, um, but I, I do give Higgins credit for for <laughs> digging back into the proposal era and the stuff that was going on in Justice League with those big, gigantic aliens absorbing people and mm-hmm. how the Justice League dealt with it. Like, as much as I didn't want to be reminded by it, I was like, oh, well. That was a thing. Just,
3: yeah, yeah, that was I, a
1: thing. It just remember. reminded me. Yeah, so credit to him. Uh, I'll always be a fan of Higgins at DC. Um, um, so I'll, I'll read most speaking, things
2: he does. Generally speaking, I, I quite enjoy Higgins. I think this is one of my least favorite Higgins things. Even though I like the the, the, the plot and the actions well enough, mm-hmm. uh, I think the voices are just not quite there. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's got the the Aqua family down yet. And and like I said, weirdly, his Batman. Like I, I'd have thought he'd have had a better handle on that by now.
1: Yeah, um, but no, I, I thought the art, LaPresi's arts fine it's bubbly Uh, it's it's really Uh, good
2: this uh it's uh, loprest has a great talent at evoking the past and even though this Uh is only a couple of years ago um it feels like hey yeah yeah it's got that great sense of feeling to it Mm -hmm. i um he draws mirror with a a very 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 tiny waist at points like ridiculously Mm. so that um nearly final splash page where the two of them are looking out of the sunset oh boy um Yeah, she was like a stick.
1: Give, give then, that girl a hip. give her her waist. All right? Yeah. yeah like, she she's got hips.
2: She's just got yeah. no waist.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh it's really noticeable on that page in particular. Um But I, I like his art overall, uh, for the mm-hmm. most part.
0: Yeah. Uh no, I, I think it's a fine fill in issue. You know, I, I have mm-hmm. uh I remember there was a fill in in the book, uh during um, Abnett's run, uh, and it was right during all the good stuff towards the end of his run, uh, and there was that one fill in with the with was it was it uh, wrath was it wrath was it yeah, it? and we had a yeah, Kelly was...
2: Jones on it. Yeah. yeah
0: there was a, there was a fill in and it was like the most god awful like just wrath dead k- killing time uh, useless and wasn't enjoyable to read. As a fill-in goes, this was pretty solid because it's it still tied into the themes of what's going on in the main, the main story um, and gave me a nice little sort of standalone monster adventure and I think for that, you know, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, uh, obviously, it's not as good as the, the regular run uh, and I'm looking forward to getting uh, Deconic back.
2: Um, I was glad when I realised this was Higgins and that um, it meant that Deconic hadn't lost all the
0: voices all of a sudden.
2: Because yeah. I was because I didn't you know I didn't look at the cover when I was reading it. I just kind of started reading. And uh you know, I got to the end and saw Higgins and went, Oh thank god it was someone else. That yeah. explains so much. And you yeah. know, like I say, it's not terrible, it's perfectly readable and the action's solid. Yeah. Um, like
1: I said, it's a nice fill in. I had to go back and look at that page that you're talking about and it's it's the single page where they're yeah. looking at the sunset. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the second class like, page. It looks like a Barbie doll.
2: <laughs> Yeah, Wait. I think it's much more jarring because she hasn't been that bad throughout the rest of the issue. No, and no. then
1: Mary's almost thick. You look at her throughout the issue, and you're like, "Dang, girl, she's yeah. been doing squats." And and you know she stood there next to Arthur
2: in that, who mm-hmm. is very very normal, right. and it really shows on that page. Yeah. And it's
0: it's a shame.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, what are you giving it, Matt? Uh, I'm
1: going to give this one a seven. Solid. Yeah, Connor.
0: Uh, I'm going with a six
2: just for some of the voices feeling a bit off. Otherwise, it probably would have been a seven. Yeah, I'm going to go with a seven as well.
0: I'm I'm okay with that. So, uh, there we go. Uh, that'll take us on to Legion of Superheroes issue three. Brian Michael Bendis writing with Ryan Sook and Travis Moore on the art. So, um. I'd say this is the issue where it finally starts to feel like there's kind of a a plot, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that, like, because obviously it starts off with Damien uh, coming with John, and mm. it deals with kind of the you know he can't really breathe properly when he first arrives, and the sort yeah, of yeah the
1: sickness, the time travel sickness basically. Yeah. Is
0: like, uh So um... they, set, they set that stuff up, and that's all fine. Uh, but then we get the two camps of legionnaires who have went out to various places. Uh, mm-hmm. One to um. Oh, God. Maybe the planet. So, Rimbor? Rembor, thank you. Uh, yep. Went to Rimbor. Uh, and one of the new Cosmic Boys, uh, actually the son of... Uh, no, Ultra Boy. Ultra Boy, sorry. Jonah. Look, there's yeah. too many Legion characters, all right?
1: Here's, here's my question to you, Pete. Yes. As this is basically your first Legion book, I mean, yes, you've read an issue of, of Legion of Three Worlds, right? Yes. Um, this book's almost too busy at times because mm-hmm. there's so many characters. And I feel like Bendis is, is juggling them fairly well. But for someone like me, who's having a hard time, and I, I know who all these characters are, right? Mm-hmm. But still putting them together and trying to pick apart their interpersonal stuff right now, it's a lot. So I can't imagine as a newer reader trying to do that. So did you have any issue? I mean, I think it kind of answers it when you can't tell Cosmic Boy and, and Ultra Boy apart there's just so
0: many well i can tell them apart i just all no, the, there's so many names that i just in, i don't remember in your them all brain, yet
1: yeah you're crossing them all over like if yeah. i showed you pictures you'd be able to name them but trying to recall their actions
0: um yeah because cosmic boy was with ultra boy they're in the he, same scene he was, together yeah there
1: was this the one weird thing here is i felt something was off when they start talking about relationships and he's there with shadow Lass, and uh-huh. and Cosmic Boy and Shadow Lass are apparently a, an item, and it was just—it felt like it came from from out
0: of left field. Well, they have to disclose that to HR. Apparently, that's that's what. Yeah, them. And, and I,
1: <laughs> I get the point of that that scene, and it, it's real funny. It just was so awkwardly paced, and the dialogue was was weird, and I didn't get the feeling like it didn't land, you know. Um, and and some of the dialogue out of out of the the Warlord of Rimbor you know, Ultra Ultra Boy's dad. That was super, super awkward and weird. I don't know. It just feels like, I feel for the first time at DC, Bennis is a little over his head.
0: I uh, I did laugh, though, when uh, Cosmic Boy tried to step up to... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, step up to him. Yeah, and he the just smacked word. him across the, the room. Yeah. That did make well, me laugh. Uh, and I, I like
1: I... Mon-Hill taking him down because he is, you know, Daxonite.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. Well, I, I liked, um, I, I think this gets better as it goes, because mm-hmm. I, I think the scene starts off, as a lot of stuff going on top of relationships, it doesn't really work. Yep. Um, I think it does a neat enough job of focusing on a couple of key characters that I can kind of yep. get a handle on. And then when we supposed to planet, planet Gotham, you know, I was mm-hmm. mainly sticking to, you know, Lightning Lad and, and Saturn <laughs> Girl. is kind of my, the two that I kind of understand.
1: Those, those are your constants. Those yeah. are your anchors.
0: Yeah. yeah and you know i'll get to know the others but those were the ones and they're here to see the commissioner of planet gotham and they're here to see uh Mordrew, who you know and it's quite clear that something fishy is going on here with this next part yep. of the scene uh but it's actually certain girl inside his head trying to get to, to trick him into talking yeah. about why so why he wants to trade right. and aquaman's trade and what the purpose is for it
1: and and so also that um when they go to rimbor the other team. Uh, Ultra Boy's dad is super mad because that's he believes that's his trident. Yes. And that he's going to use it. And we get a little bit of the political stuff going on there where that that planet's in a civil war against the other half. And he gets upset that his son wants to represent the full planet, not just where he's from. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And so is he working with Mordrew? Is he working against Mordru? Because they're fighting over that trident. Because... Um, Saturn Girl when she goes to to Mordrew, he's uh she gives that uh, was it the Hormuz? She she appears as the leader of that,
0: of that mm-hmm. group
1: that they, they stopped from the last issue. And he he kind of figures out what's going on and then hits her with a counterattack. Um which knocks Saturn girl out a little off of yeah. her
0: off of her game. But uh, it's around here though that uh they get called back because uh, obviously they've got uh, you know, Cosmic Boys, or sorry, Ultra Boys' dad is uh, raising chaos yep. uh, back at base. But it's around here where they realize that Damien Wayne's around and yep. they all start freaking out. And Saturn Girl immediately wipes his mind, yep. <laughs> basically.
1: Like he was never there. Um, which I love the introduction to that where it's John trying to explain to him and Damien not being able to keep up for once just because of all the weird stuff that John's telling him. Mm-hmm. Um... And, and then they get there and, yeah, he, he can't be here. What are you doing? You're messing with the time stream. You were supposed to go to orientation. So I love that through line that, that John hasn't gone to orientation. And if he had, he would know why you can't do this. Um, so then they they the, the founders, you know, Cosmic Voice, Adam Girl, and Lightning Lad, all take Damien back to put him back
0: as if he had never left. Yeah, but more importantly, yeah. though, there's teases here that Damien later in life is going to be something bad, and that's why you yeah. know, he, he can't know anything about them in the future because it'll mess up that, that side of it. I'm assuming orientation that we're going to get to see will explain right. some of this because I, I know that's a sort of something that we can just assume that it's something basic. I think this is definitely teasing out that there's more to this and who yeah. Damien's going to be. And, uh, well... You Know why they so, want Superboy to be involved at all and you know right. what their intention with this is. So, well,
1: it's also too that you know, you have Brainiac who's who's completely like he's fine with Damien being there because he, he can basically study him and he kind of argues against him not being there. He's like, Well, why not? We don't know what's gonna happen. And then when Damien goes back, one of the other legionnaires is like, Oh no, wait, I mean, you wanted to keep baby Hitler just to throw that in there
0: you're like yeah. what
1: the hell does damien do that that leads to this
0: you know yeah that's a pretty extreme thing to compare him to so i mean yeah like yeah so they're really messing with that and then it just has a tease at the end where mm-hmm. uh you know they're at the cell uh with uh, ultra boy's dad and uh they're, they're talking about the whole the whole damien stuff it's like no hey we've got bigger problems to deal with right now we've got this to you know do with So yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I I will say the 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 no I arrest you, all the legionnaires around there has John the warlord hasn't been down. That is a great page like that. This and like encapsulates the legion to me like what it
0: is in my brain is that page right there. Um, There's there's some good pages in this. Uh, It's because there's two artists. It's not completely consistent. No. But uh, um, there are some really nice pages in there, especially yeah. the, the pages uh, towards the end where uh, Saturn Girl's, you know, trying to explain to John that he, Damien can't stay here. I thought those faces and the expressions were were especially yeah. quite good.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the, the expressions are there because it's got, you know, just so you know, the goofiness that is John is really nailed. Like, of course, he doesn't understand why this is not okay, you know? He just wanted to show his friend. He wanted some familiarity from home and he kind of even hints like, yeah, I'm not going, you know, fine. I don't want to be here then if I can't have a friend. And they're like, well, if you just go to orientation, just you'll be fine. It's almost like a freshman blues when you go off to college, you know, like he's having a hard time adjusting because there's so much to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so the person that, that stole the Trident, the, the tease for the next issue is, is Computo, who's a, a, a big time Legion villain, like an old school. Uh, he's up there with the Fatal
0: Five. Um, Good so to that's know.
1: pretty interesting. Yeah, John's is hitting that. But yeah, so what the joke was is I had to go back through because this was a lot to take in. Um, but they thought that when Robin showed up, it was Chameleon Boy playing a joke. And then he goes, you know, what kind of joke is that? Look at me, I'm baby Hitler. I would never do that. And even um, Colossal Boy is confused by that comment. And he goes, that's a deeply unfair of assessment of Damian Wayne. Uh And Colossal Boy's like, we don't know what part of the timeline he was from. So, like, yeah, there's clearly something bigger going on. It's not just clear-cut, like, Damien becomes ruler of the Earth and plunges it into darkness. Like, there's clearly a complex story there. So, yeah. um, But a lot to take in so but i really enjoyed what i read it's like, a really
0: it's, it's a really weird last page i thought though because it's basically just yeah. announced to the uh, the villain saying hey well this will be the end of the legion of superheroes but yeah it's, it's such a downbeat moment it feels like it doesn't feel like the last page of a book it feels like it's, if it wasn't for this fact that it says next time this at the bottom yeah. i'd have said oh this is the ending okay
1: yeah
0: uh, but other than that yeah it's probably my favorite of the three issues so far um mm-hmm. It's still a bit of a tangled web uh, in terms of all the characters. Yep. Um, hopefully that continues to smooth out as we go. Um, but because of that, I still think this is definitely at the bottom of my Bendis books in terms of...
1: Yeah, it still is. Although it's starting to hit the stuff that I like in, in Legion where I'm getting to know these characters because it opens up with the introduction to Star. Yeah. That said, however... yeah. said,
0: though, this does have much better art than uh, Action Comics currently, so I'll say that much. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but no, it's hitting those things. I'm getting to see more of the characters, like you. Just see the interpersonal stuff here with, uh, like, Colossal Boy saying that he hasn't picked that name quite yet, you know, and, and him ragging on on Shadow Lass and Cosmic Boy for their relationship. Like, don't forget these guys are still teenagers, and with what we read in the solicits about like the the war between the United Planets and and uh, the Legion feel like that's going to start to pay off like you said this one's the first is kind of heavy on on plot and not just like the the atmosphere of the the future so i don't know i really enjoyed this issue
0: and we'll see what the mystery of this trident is uh but uh what are you giving it matt
1: uh this is neat i really like this book
0: uh 7.5 for me um (laughs) But I do think it's improving. Um, I don't know if my ratings are matched. That admittedly, I may have given something yeah. an eight before, but uh, I feel like it is getting there. But there's still so many goddamn characters.
2: As as someone who was just kind of half yeah. listening to bits of this, what that review boiled down to for me was Matt saying something about Baby Hitler, <laughs> and 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 Pete saying there are some good pages. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this book?
0: Oh, that was that was I was talking about. They are specifically not the okay. Yeah, I,
2: I I I did say that though. I wasn't entirely listening to the whole thing. I yeah. just you know, in and out. And th- those are the bits that caught my attention.
1: Oh no, yeah, Camille Camille boy called uh, Damian Wayne Baby Hitler, and then Brainiac Five is like, well, that's that's not a fair assessment. So, yeah, okay. there, there's strange things afoot in the 31st century. I don't know yeah. if I want to know any more than that. <laughs> well,
0: that'll take us on to Jimmy Olsen number seven, Matt Fraction writing with Steve Lieber on our Take it away.
1: Oh boy,
2: this is another dense issue, isn't it?
1: Oh, not not so much. In that it's it's a lot to take in, but I didn't. It didn't take me as long to read. Um, mm, that's fair. But but there there is a lot going on. However, it gets broken up with the little Olsons, which is done Sunday comics style, yeah, like Peanuts like yeah. or or Family Circus, and we get to see the the relationship between the Olson siblings, uh, and also jimmy's interview at at the daily planet so there's a lot of foundational stuff here in who jimmy olsen is um
2: yeah it's kind of crazy how much this book actually fits in to mm -hmm. 20 odd pages uh
1: it it does and so at the beginning we have jimmy talking to a psychiatrist or a therapist about how he feels like he's actually five jimmies in one and like it's very hard for him and then it lists all the different versions of Jimmy that that we know you know yeah
2: you've got the the journalist one yeah uh you've got the the changing restless jimmy who mm-hmm. appears as a lizard in his brain yeah um you've got the the prankster which naturally looks like uh like a kid yep uh the investigator which looks like the the poiled noir detective who's really mm-hmm. run down and then there's you know him uh trying to keep it all together and you know, looks it's just regular
1: jim uh, yeah,
2: um, slightly neater hair than regular Jimmy, um, yeah. but uh, more or less regular,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, um, interesting.
1: but yeah, and and <laughs> basically knocks the, the therapist. I'm sure there'll be some more of that once we get there's a, nothing in this book is exactly what it seems because you know, to skip over the little Jimmy parts, so because we can go back to that. Yeah. Him and his sister are, are going to are we don't know, but she's driving an old school electric car and they got Dexter in there with them. Because, of course,
2: uh, I love that Dexter is just kind of here in this book now.
1: Yeah, why not? It's just, yeah.
2: he's Jimmy's cat now, yeah. And, and he's playing with like, like bits of camera roll at him and like, hey, you know, yeah. come and be a
1: kitty. And like, mm-hmm. this is Dexter, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, um, and and uh. Not Jim Corgan, not that Jim Corgan. We should say you that investigating. That joke
2: has been reminding me of um, something in Doctor Who, uh, where yeah? the, there was a character called uh, Harriet Jones, and, and she was like an MP, and then she was Prime Minister, and she, she'd always introduce us, Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, and then the other person would go, "We know who you are."
1: Yeah,
2: and it kind of reminds me of that joke for whatever reason. It's, it, I can it, hear it's the a little
1: bit. Well, they go, "Oh, like Jim Corgan, not that Jim Corgan." That's always yeah, uh, but he's from Metropolis PD. So he's investigating the, you know, not assassination of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. And as he's talking to the, to, to the
2: um, motel owner.
1: Yeah. Who has said, I just told him, don't go near the curtains. If he had no, just the, listened near the coitins, the coitins. Right. Um But the, the, the doctor's there too with them because he run, runs in to warn Jimmy. He's and like, as oh, no, having a, I having it's too late. Well, maybe I'm too yeah. early. <laughs> Um, he can't even tell anymore. This this flying saucer ship crash lands and um Jixel comes out, who's the girl that Jimmy married all that long ago, who his presence and the fact that he never got it annulled is ruining this other wedding yep. that she's involved in. But you come to find out that this jewel thief um is the professor's daughter <laughs> and yeah. that... They escaped the the wherever they're from I forget the
2: infraverse, there's... the oververse, ultra space underspace, the quantumverse, the microstream the mic- Philadelphia
1: Philadelphia <laughs> which I love yeah, yeah. Um, but came looking for Jimmy and then she um really doesn't want to explain to Dad why she's looking for Jimmy
2: She's just like oh, um, uh, no reason it yeah. just sounds um
1: helpful. <laughs> so Ed- editor's note, she's lying. She's like, right? And as they try to stop him, they they she gets up into the spaceship and then takes off. And uh <laughs> Corgan like, hey, wonders. Hey,
2: this is space stuff. This is at your jurisdiction. We'll deal with this.
1: Yeah, and he goes, Wait, what do all these people want to find Jimmy Olsen? And kill him. Yeah, and kill him. You really asking? I'm finally starting to understand why. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, but it goes back to the little Olsen. So what we have there is all three of the kids in, in, you know, Sunday comic style talking about what they want to be when they grow up. And have, have we the seen sister... uh, much of the third one in present day? No. Just at the beginning because he got mad at Jimmy for destroying the statue that he was trying to preserve. Yeah. We haven't
2: seen a lot of Other... it,
1: have we? No, I can't even remember his name. It does start with a J because they're all they're oh, all it's, Js. It's, it's Jimmy, Jamie, and... Unknown J. Yeah. So... Um... But so basically, the sister from the start wanted to be a theater writer, but like she'll start, she has this really fun soliloquy about. Like she wants to be
2: an actor, but not really. She only wants to be an actor yeah. so that she can be a writer and do all her own right. stuff. Right.
1: Which then reminded me of Marriage Story and Adam Driver's character story, right? Oh, like, man. right? Oh. That, that's his thing there. Way so, to bring my mood down, Matt. Sorry, sorry. Um, and then the older brother's like, well, that's boring. He basically just wants to take over the city, which I feel that's ominous because he wants to make it better. Yeah. Um. And then they ask Jimmy what he wants to be. And all the stuff that he starts listing, he wants to be a cowboy monster. He wants to have a hundred dogs that are ninjas. Yeah, he wants think. to eat pies on the moon. He wants to fight Christmas monsters. And then just a whole list of stuff that people have checked. And a lot of these are from Jimmy Olsen comics.
2: I bet like, they are. I, I, Jim, yeah. I didn't even feel like I needed to check. I went, these are... 90% yeah. of these have all happened, because of course they have, because Especially, Jimmy Olsen is a weird bastard in comics.
1: Yeah. A, a beetle that... He wants to be a beetle, but in Julius Caesar times, that's one that exactly <laughs> happened. Um, of, of course it did. Yep. Um, and five things that are really three things. I thought that one was a, a weird one. But basically, his he's sad, and, and the sister's taking his hand. So you can just tell that the sister's been the one that's kind of always been there for him and no matter what no matter what kind of insanity he gets involved in, she's there Um, and so it goes to them playing hide and seek when they're kids, same style and um, Jimmy gets lost and ends up the whole family has to come look for him. Yeah, So um, he won my
2: game, that's for sure.
1: Yes, he did and then we get to his his interview, which (laughs) Um Perry's kind of like, well, why do I need to hire you? Like
2: yeah. I don't and I ended up loving this because I, I was shocked because yep. at first it's like, hey, I'm Olson, I'm the rich kid, just hire me, yeah. right? Yep. And then it swerves it as to now nah, he's
1: not like that at all. Mm-mm. And he's and... I'm very good at getting into places that I shouldn't be, but because I'm Jimmy Olsen, people don't question me. It's the ultimate cover.
3: Yeah. And
1: and, and Perry's kind of like, oh, I get it. You're rich. You, you've got family
2: connections. Yeah. I'm not hiring you just because of that. I'm not, right. you know, I'm not that sort of person. Uh-huh. And, and you kind of feel like going through this that Jimmy's there just right. because he's Jimmy Olsen, right? Right. And then it's like, no, no, he brought this scoop. You know, He got the, uh-huh. the, this picture of the, the mayor with some criminal guy who in a court right. trial swore under oath that he never knew, he'd never met before.
1: Right. And you get a sense of Jimmy's morality too because the reason that he ended up in that room to get that picture was because they had fired one of the staff at this country club that he's been going to. Yeah. So then when he started to look for, for where the guy was, he runs into the guy's wife, and the guy's wife also works there, who then, you know, goes, oh, well, he's in the meeting. So because Jimmy Olsen, nobody questions why he's there or why he's taking pictures. And he's like, well, she's like, wait, so you brought a scoop for your your interview? Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, but I, I figured you, start- you.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to just assume you'd give me a job because of my last name. Because there's a lot of places in town that want to give me a job because of my last name. But I wanted to know I'd pull my weight.
1: Right, and that he wants to make a difference. Like, as goofy as Jimmy Olsen is, at the end of the day, despite who he is and where he comes from, he has this sense of, I want to make the world a better place. And you understand why he's Superman's best friend right absolutely like,
2: and, and and then and so you know it's, it's perry they're going oh, i don't yeah. know if we've got the, the budget to, for another salary or you know for a whole you know, new person and staff and uh, jimmy's yeah. like eh, i don't need a salary like you said i'm rich joe who, what do i care
1: just hire me and a let salary me do would be weird yeah um and lois even goes to Bathroom for him here where he talks about how he you know he's got a great hustle he talks to people he's got a good eye like he's a really good photojournalist. journalist that he, you know and he's Maybe. not even trying imagine if he tried that's the <laughs> that's the undercurrent that i feel that she has there and then yeah. so he's like you don't have to pay me so perry and Lois look at each other like, why in the hell not <laughs> yeah welcome to the daily planet and then we get a meeting so i don't know when this is supposed to be taking place if this is around the same time or if this is right it, now
2: it feels a little earlier because yeah um lex you know they're, they're calling lex alexander like they don't like he's not the entire right. big shot
1: that he is already right and he's he shows up to a meeting with jimmy's dad and he brings him a bunch of expensive cigars and whatnot. And uh, he's basically trying to make a deal with him. Um,
2: he's like, Yeah, I know our families have been at war for you yeah. know, hundreds of years, but isn't this easier?
1: Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, he's like, um, Where's that at here? Tells him to have a seat. Um, he goes, No, I don't think I'll be doing that. And basically, Lex tries to get the higher ground, but Jimmy's dad doesn't, you know, yeah, doesn't clinch.
2: Basically, Lex, like, you know, I own all of this, and right. and he's like, yeah, you you own the buildings, sure, yeah, but I own the land underneath them, and that's what matters more,
1: right? And so he gets real mad, and and, and, and it's just know, Jimmy in the corner taking a picture yep. as well, and then it, and he runs out as they yell Jimmy, but um, yeah. but we find out that where Janie and Jimmy were going is Opal City, and we finally get the you know. Again, Fraction breaking the fourth wall with the, oh, yeah, we forgot to put a title page in. So here it is during the last part of the book. Yeah. It's got to be breaking some rules. But he ends up in Opal City, and it's this big, opulent, you know, pardon the pun, um, yeah, city. But he's like, why why would I want to be here? Um, and he looks around, and everybody's dressed like him.
2: Yeah, they've they got, got, got the sweater vests on, sweat of bow
1: ties. And he's like, no, 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 no. And they end up leaving and the sister's kind of upset. So I wonder what this is about.
2: Like Yeah, it's just kind of weird because it's cause you know, she get they get there and she's like, Welcome to Opal City, hope you survive the experience. He's like,
1: yep.
2: Why would you say that? That's weird. Yeah. She's like, it's just a thing people say, which I mean it is, right. but
1: right. It's weird. And he's like, No, 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 not in this book. <laughs> no. So and from what I know about Opal City, that's where Starman is, that's where the yep. atom operates out of. So I'm just trying to figure out why... Why Opal? Why Opal? Why are they all dressed like Jimmy? Like, what is going on? So there's still enough threads here that... I'm finally starting to put together the Olsen-Luther stuff here, where a lot of that comes from. Of course, it has to do with the land dealings, and Lex being this, you know... Even though he's from a family that's well-known, that's been in Metropolis since it was new, Overstad. The ultimates
2: still own the actual land
1: and that's what matters. Yeah, Lex hates that. But they're treating Lex like he's this new money guy that's coming in. Because yeah. Lex is even like, I, I don't understand why I have to come to this tomb of of all you old people that think you have a, a say on what I can and can't do. So it's very almost like new tech kind of kinda what I wanted out of the, the Batman versus Superman Lex and not the, the, the crazy... I, I, I could see
2: Eisenberg playing this Lex.
1: Yeah, right? Like, he's yeah. got the swagger because he's, he's young and he has money, but this guy that's been doing it longer than Lex has been alive, he can kind of get the, mm. the vibe. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. Like This, this book is
2: it, much deeper than I ever gave it credit for at the start yep. because there's so much oh, going on. And it, it feels it, it, like, hey, it's just the jokey fun thing. And it is always jokey and fun and delightful.
1: But, yeah, but it's also throwing in these, you know... I don't want to say politics. It's really not politics, but it's, it's the dynamics of powerful families and what that means to the average people. And you can see that Jimmy doesn't like that. He doesn't like that his family is this upper crust treating people like they don't matter.
2: Yeah, you know? that's why he's going out to work for the planet for free because right. he doesn't know, what,
1: you know what, what else could be better. Because right. he, he can expose all of this. He's from that world. And it's, it's why I had such an issue with Iron Fist, the, the Netflix show, is yeah. instead of focusing on the dude that becomes best friends with Luke Cage, who's from this rich family that could have done anything he wanted, he's siding on the side, he's fighting on the side of the people that are not like him. And basically what, what Fraction's doing with 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 Jimmy, which is then I remember Matt Fraction had a hand in my favorite Iron Man or Iron Fist story.
2: Yeah, yeah. All it right. takes the idea that, that he's kind of giving up all of that rich fanciness yep. to be the common man so to speak mm-hmm. uh, as much as he right. can being jimmy right Russell.
1: right so yeah really really good factions doing things uh libra's art's good i feel it's the cleanest i feel like and i feel because it's nostalgic like yeah. it's not as cartoony i mean it it, it is it's, in the cartoon parts I, right I, I,
2: yeah i wonder if it is actually any more cartoony or less cartoony i think it's more just that because the uh the Lil' Alton stuff is yeah. so over the top classic cartoon right. that the rest of it feels less cartoony in comparison. I
1: just, yeah, but I, I just feel like the, the like the Lex scene, it's not as cartoony, right? It's uh, almost like if, if if we're looking through Jimmy's lens, everything's cartoony. But when we take the step out of there, we see the real world of it, and this is the first time I feel like we're getting that. You know no, what I mean? You're
2: right, um, looking at it now uh, it's a lot cleaner lines in the Lex yeah. stuff, and it's not as over-exaggerated.
1: Right, so uh, and I'm feeling, so that's the break in it, that we're we're seeing things this is the realness, or the the reality of it because uh, it doesn't have Jimmy's like, oh well this is funny, you know, because he wants to be a a cowboy monster right? Uh, it gives us good insight on on Jimmy Olsen, but, but yeah man, this there's a book that I didn't book at the beginning and, and now I look forward to it every month. It's a yeah. real fun
2: book. I, I was kind of looking forward to it just done. Ah, eh, it's Fraction. I like Fraction well enough. Mm-hmm. And then now it's low-key becoming like a, a, a favorite in that every yeah. issue is so dependable. And mm-hmm. like I say, it, it's it's dense in a good way that it has a lot going on, but it's it's still fast to read, but there's so much going yeah. on in it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also very funny as well. And that... Um, yeah. It's, it's unlike any other DC book right That's,
1: now. Well, it definitely. Just with sort of the way it's laid out and whatnot. And then just Fraction's level of, of comedy that he's bringing to it. Mm. Like, it, it weirdly makes me. It, even though these books have nothing in common except for Fraction, uh, but like Sex Criminals, a lot of the jokes that were in there have the same underlying, like they hit you later, you know? Like they're kind of subtle. And yeah, here exactly. they're more slapsticky stuff. But like the, the sister. Saying how she wants to go actress first, but I only an actress, so then I can start my own repertory theater. You know, like who thinks of that? <laughs> Why does it need to be in a comic book? But yeah, there especially,
2: it is. Yeah, this young kid who's maybe yeah. like six
1: or seven, right? So, but yeah, I guess you could say this is almost like a. a I don't want to say Wes Anderson because I'm not a big fan of his filmmaking, but there's that Wes Andersony kind of like, quirky offbeat feel quirky heightened sense of reality vibe to this book that that yeah and that that drives me nuts um, i'll say spike jones spike jones does that too and i enjoy his movies more i can see that so, yeah but cool what, what you giving it connor
2: uh, it's uh 8.5 it's a great issue and uh, it's nice yeah, to give some a, a, a higher
1: rate yeah nine nine out of me it's i, I really enjoyed this one
2: it's good
0: excellent there you go that was 17 almost 18 minutes in fact
2: Yeah. Of... well I mean let's be honest it's the best book we've had so
1: far so far easily
0: uh, uh, yeah uh, oh I, I I get more of a break if I didn't even realise next book is Freedom Fighters issue 12 uh, oh, which, oh, it's just, which, just me yeah, yeah. which is uh, Robert Venditti and Eddie Barrows how was it is this the, the final yeah. issue final issue yeah, yeah. this is the final issue yeah uh,
1: everything's wrapped up a little too cleanly for my for my likings' a book that I've, I've, I fell off from got caught up on, really enjoy. Um, I just the fittings the, the, the endings a little too fitting and it kind of lacks the stakes that they, they build up to um, and that uh, you know Hitler or the third has launched the nukes so they have to figure out a way to, to stop that and, and save you know, save save the earth but before they can launch they realize that they have to have human palm he's never gone this big before of an explosion that if they can take out the bunker that they're in where the signal's coming from to launch the nukes and the nukes won't be launched um so while the freedom fighters are, are dealing with that and they're like well no we all finally came together we're, we're gonna beat the Razzies finally uh uncle sam is is fighting cyborg Overman, and it's not even close like this is a, a brock lesnar squash match Uncle Sam, who's, who's become empowered by the, the power of belief in, in America um, to, to fight the Nazi scourge, d- defeats Cyborg Overman like there's no problem. Like squishes his skull Terminator style like the beginning, you know, uh, the tank treads rolling over the skulls. Uh, and, and you see the other patriotic figures. So you have Britannia over, over you know, what was England. Um and you have, I think it's, I got to pull the book up now. Um, you have the French one over France as well. And that's where Uncle Sam realized that, that freedom's back. And they're massive. So you see as Uncle Sam takes out, you know, uh, Hitler, that that he's he's gotten huge. And so, yeah, so, so Britannia fights over London, Marianne over Paris, and then the Golem of Prague, who is breaking up concentration camps. And they're all huge, and it's... You know, basically, freedom is back, and um, it's because of the freedom fighters. And, and just when you think Human Bomb has actually, you know, sacrificed himself, and we're gonna have a, you know, heroic end, it, no, he he walks out. And that that sort of was kind of a, I don't know. I feel like there, not that there should be a cost, but all of the all of the freedom fighters survived this, and you know. I don't know. I just, I don't, not that it didn't stick the landing because it did, but it all built up that he, there's no way human bomb out of this and that he, he's ready to give the noble sacrifice. And no, nah, he, he walks up and joins with them at the end. And, you know, Hitler the third gets away. And so, of course, he goes down to Argentina. And, and they're all kind of worried about that. But, you know, they're going to get the United States back going. Uh, and it's eight months later in Argentina. Um, you find out that Hitler the Third took his dad's head and is keep it in a jar. Um, and he talks to him and how they're going to rise up again. And uh, as he goes to lay his head down, um, Black Condor, who's still a Plastic Man, who throughout the series we've been told that that the Plastic Man serum like wears you out quicker, so he only has limited time. But here he is, eight months later. Coming after Hitler the third in, in Argentina, and and that's where it ends. You know, they've restored America and um, Uncle Sam's back and freedom's back. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's almost a bittersweet thing because I feel like Venditti almost has an awesome ending here, and it just kind of you're like, oh no, it, it all ties up real nicely. So um, art, Eddie Bear's art, it's solid. Like it has been throughout, you know the the fight scenes with Uncle Sam and Cyborg Overman are, are really good, uh, double page spreads and whatnot, and there's emotion there. That's why when everything ends happily, you're kind of like, oh, well, okay. So, uh, so if I'm grading it, i let me go to seven point five because it's still it's still really good, and I recommend this series to everybody. But um, I don't know, it's, it just feels a little bit off to me.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back and reading that at some point, uh, mm. just in one fell swoop. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, I don't know when I'm fitting that in, admittedly, but at some point. Yeah. Uh, no, it's,
1: it's worth a read. And Venditti, it makes me. He is. Uh, when we were going through Solicits, I saw that his World War 2 book that he did, was mm. based off of two events, is coming out in trade in May. So I'm very. After reading this and his Hawkman and. Being reinvigorated, I definitely want to check that out
0: now. Yeah, I feel like if I get to this it'll probably be after it's in a sale in comicsology when I mean, the trades yeah. and the you know, the five dollars, everything line wide sale. Uh that's maybe when it'll happen. Um but hey, there you go, so that's Freedom Affairs. Uh that'll take us on take me on at least to the Batman's grave issue for Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. This'll be a quick uh conversation because oh. uh it's a very quick issue. Uh another one very, yeah, th- this book like, i will have a few pages of a lot of text but then ultimately, like, over two-thirds of the book, in fact, this is probably the biggest ratio so far in favour of just there's action happening and the action is pretty much silent uh, This so, this really sounds like, Ellis like, goes, hey, we'll do the detective stuff and then hitch, just draw whatever the hell you want for the rest of the issue Kind, <laughs> kind of, is, is, is him going to see uh, this guy who was responsible for the murder of the, 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 the guy who was taking the drugs last issue? Um... And, you know, Batman comes in and he's got, like, a few people to fight and, he you know, there's there's these guys around with him who are there, who are on something, and, like, I'd say, like, three quarters of this issue is just Batman fighting these guys, and luckily it looks great, and it flows really well. Uh, And, uh, definitely a lot of big panels, there's not a lot of small panels It's all, like, these big, you know, like, a page will have three or four big horizontal panels and that's it, but it'll it'll flow quite well. Uh, Everything has a lot of room to breathe. Uh, but it, it leads to some sort of uh, you know cult or society that Batman wants to investigate. So the the last page is looking back in the back, hey, and Alfred makes a, a little dig uh, about hey these these vigilant this vigilante like cult or whatever we're looking after we're, we're going after here. Like maybe you could uh, you know get rid of the bad apples and train the rest, and you could uh, maybe you know devote your time to some other things. And then he makes a few uh, snarky suggestions like he says why don't you find a wife on a Jersey Show TV show or something like that. Um, and i feel like the reason why Ellis is writing this book is purely because he wants alfred to be as catty as humanly possible he's like he's writing the most like snappy alfred dialogue uh, i've read in some time the book is enjoyable um it's not a must read by any means um i feel like i, I come I've, you know i've been kind of like narrowing what i say about this every time now because it's just it's very consistent what it is it's a solid batman book that's a romp that doesn't really have much more than that at least not as of yet um, but it looks good. It reads well enough, and uh, if you want another bat book, which and you might not, because there's a lot of bat books, but if you do, I have enough. Uh, is, it exists. Is this the book finally making Pete come around on Hitch, like me and Matt did on Hawkman? It's definitely the best I've seen of them. Um, it's not like my favourite, but it's definitely okay. the best work I've seen from Hitch. I. You know, it's one of these things where if, you know, the, the weeks this comes out gets busier for me, it would be the book that I would eventually drop, but at least so far, there's been no reason to, so, uh... Yeah, I've been on pretty quiet weeks so far. Yeah, I'll keep reading that. I'm happy to read it. Uh, not a whole lot to report, though. Uh, there is one there's one particularly great panel, actually, that's, uh, when he's like, first enters the room, he has, like, some smoke pellets come in, because they're kind of half expecting him, because they, they know that he was at the, uh, the mansion last issue, because he got attacked there as well. Um... And there's like one just sort of all silhouette of Batman coming in with his cape out. Uh, you know, sort of classic Batman looking panel, which is really nice. But uh, uh, know, yeah, pretty straightforward Bat-book. Um, so there you go. Uh, I'd give this a solid seven. There you go. Uh, so that'll take us on to arguably the main event of the week, I think, because uh, there's a Jeff Lemire book <laughs> out. And it is black label, it is The Question at the Deaths of Vic Sage, Issue 2. Mm-hmm uh so Jeff let me writing with dennis Cowan on the art this is so we ended the last issue with like it was like question was being put back in time either whether he's physically traveling back or if he's just getting into the memories of a previous you know incarnation tripping balls yeah <laughs> that's uh, what he's doing and <laughs> this yeah. story and this story here doesn't really like, address how he connects to this. I mean, we assume that he's kind of reliving this. uh... At the end, it feels like he... It kind of implies that it was a dream for him. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because the ending's not in present day, or present day as to what the first issue was. It's still in the past. It's a different time period. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. It goes...
1: We're we're going through what it... What it means to be the question, I feel, in different time periods. Yeah, Because now...
0: Because, obviously, yeah. this story, for the most part, this issue is set, you know, before the turn of the century. It's you know, eighteen something. Old West. Yeah,
1: it's uh eighteen
2: eighty six. Tells you on the very first yeah. panel. Yeah, and
0: then yeah, so... and at the ending when he wakes up, it's not back to the eighties or whatever it was when no. we, we left uh no. in the first issue. It's, it's like nineteen forty something. Yeah. Uh, no. so we're doing so. The, so this is the old west story. The next issue, assuming it continues from where this Probably one moves off, is the noir yeah.
2: detective story. Is the noir yeah.
0: one? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so interesting stuff there. Um, so th- does anyone have? So, I one of the weirdest things about this issue is that the name that he's using, because obviously it's revealed at the end or towards the end, that his mm-hmm. his first name is Charles, but the name that he's using right. throughout this this issue is Victor Zaz, and mm-hmm. I couldn't help but feel that that is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some spelling perhaps aside. Very similar to another character in the DC universe. No, I'm with
2: you. Especially early on where it teases him with the axe. And I was like, okay, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, so so I, I looked this up because of the name. So the name's Hungarian in origin,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? And, and we have a friend who has a Hungarian last name that yeah. we've had a I, well, I've had to ask how to say it, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so... I, I looked up pronunciation of this and that the S and the Z make an S-A sound, right? So it's not Zaz, it's Saz, which I know sounds the same, but no, if no, we're differentiating... but that's, goes, that's
0: different. But there's an intent... I yeah. mean, this is clearly intentional to make us think of it, though, because otherwise you wouldn't put Victor in front of it. The fact that Victor's right. put in front of it makes me think... Well, this is clearly that he wants me to think about Zaz. He wants me to think about the Batman villain. Yeah.
2: He definitely wants that on your mind i think that's why i say I think it plays with that because it gives it gives him the axe and you know and then you know you, you hear you know the name and you're like oh oh is something gonna happen um All and, right, then, and well, then of so... course there is a, a horrific looking murder and you, you know it, it crosses your mind right because of those mm-hmm. that, that name
0: Yeah, so uh, the story here is about uh, he's in a small town and he encounters this, this black man who's been refused service at the local hardware store. And he kind of buys the axe for him and gives it to him outside. But because of this, uh, you know, uh, the black man and his family, his, his wife, get attacked in the middle of the night, uh, claiming that they, they, they the, the priest and someone else, says, "Oh, we saw you, uh, you know, leave this this man, the, 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 the store owner from earlier is dead, and he's got an axe in his back, yeah. uh, and all these witnesses lying, saying they saw him do it." Uh, so our boy Zaz comes out and uh, helps, has a bit of a heroic moment, um, and they yeah. sort of leave the town. And it's quite a dark story because both the man and his wife do end up being killed uh, when the priest and these men kind of raid out after them and take some shots. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then ultimately. Early on, it feels like she got fridged. Um, But then,
2: you know, when he goes as well, it it becomes. So they both got fridged. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think.
2: Well, I mean, in the context of the female character who had two lines before this, who got shot in the face, and it was like, okay, that was, you know, kind of felt. Awkward in that sense, but then he goes as well, so it kind of evens out.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's the price <laughs> of him doing good, yeah. you
0: know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so, sacrifice. so what happens here is that this other woman shows up, saves his ass from everyone else, uh, and she is looking for the chosen one, or whatever she phrases it. Uh, for the Charlie, there's someone called Charlie who you know, she took, mini, yeah, she took this uh, shaman job from the previous dude, and he was like, Oh, I was gonna be a Charlie, and eventually he admits that his first name is actually Charles. And yeah. that's kind of what leads to this. And it, it gets a bit trippy at a couple of points where he's kind of, like, yeah. stumbling about uh, and then ultimately, as we see, he wakes up in the 40s and he's like, oh, that was a weird dream. And it kind of it bookends with the book because the start of the book yeah. sort of has, has him waking up saying, oh, that was a weird dream. And we don't, you know, we don't necessarily know what he was dreaming about the first time, but... Uh, yeah, the, the question is, was the first time
2: the, the present day one that we saw before or was there another one before this in the timeline?
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, probably more like the latter, I'd say. And the idea that he's living through all these different stories, and that's why each one's feeling like a memory of the, pre- you know, like each one's like, a, like, oh, that felt like a dream, the one that I just had. Yeah. And he's moving through Maybe. time, experiencing them all. Uh, that'd be my guess based on what they've shown us so far. But
2: uh, I, I kind of like the idea of the the circular nature of the mm-hmm. kind of quote unquote present day one being the oh that was a weird dream to this guy in in the old west.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah, time's a flat circle, right? Like, yeah. And that that's here. and uh, well, So I said earlier what it means to be the question, and I feel like in that first issue, we saw what it meant for him in that time period of, of him being the news anchor, but also going in and busting heads when he needs to, uh, and the division of black and white, uh, like, for moral sake, right? And then here we have him doing kind of the same thing, but what he's up against here with the townsfolk and, and the pastor, because we find out that the pastor is actually the, the great evil yeah. that he's meant to, to take down and that the main the, the great evil takes many different forms. And so here, you know, Lemire never just writes a, a simple superhero story, right? There's always layers. Um, and here I feel on this issue is, is while we always get like the black and white with a question and how he, you know, he inspired Rorschach with here. It's, it's, he's on the opposite side where no, there's, there's a clear black and white here. It doesn't matter what this, this priest or pastor is right. Who's supposed to represent good and in morals here, when he's the one that's whipping them all up is like, yeah, that this might be the law, but the law can be corrupted. Right. Mm -hmm. And that he's not going to stand by and let, just because it's the law, you know, he's not going to
0: let them enforce an unjust law. Yeah, well, to, uh, you were kind of hitting this something there before that when you mm-hmm. said uh, how he's kind of doing the same thing in this time period. And he mm-hmm. actually is. If you yeah. actually think about what yeah. he's doing, he's essentially, when he stops the high, he's trying to explain to everyone what's really going yeah. on. He's trying to right. spread the truth, which is essentially what he's trying right. to do as a news anchor in the 80s. Right. So there's definitely some similar vibes and yeah. how in each. You can already
2: see how that plays into the noir detective.
0: Yeah, how each period uh-huh. he's going to do something different, but he's essentially trying to accomplish the same things in each time right. period. Uh, it also but mentions. I also
1: feel like as the further he goes, the more complex it gets, and that's why I feel like in in the modern day, there's going to be more of the shades of gray, because of of in the first issue, if you remember the lady that's also that he knows i can't remember exactly her story but she's the sister of the of the guy that gets busted Mm. yeah and she tells him it's not exactly what he thinks it is right but he goes off on his own way because he's his own crusade
0: yeah
1: right so i feel like in each one the earlier that we go it's a little bit more simple you know here's like no the townspeople are racist they're running this guy up he didn't do anything wrong and you know Charlie ends up paying the price, ultimately, for doing good. And I feel like in the 40s one that we're going to go, it's going to get a little bit more complex, but still there's there's black and white, good and evil. That and makes sense. The great evil over yeah. it. And then now in, in the modern day, it's a lot more complex, and the great evil is not going to be exactly who we think it is. And I just I feel like I've read enough of Lemire to know that's where it's going, but I'm also excited to see if, if that's where...
2: Lemire well, is a master of telling the same core idea of a story repeatedly and yeah. always still knocking it out of the park and making me want to yeah. read the next take on it yeah so it's, yeah.
0: it's worth mentioning as well that uh the version in the in the old west here like he mentions that he was part of like the you know the the squads that would go, yeah that would go and kill yeah. uh you know the, the native americans so he has a lot of guilt he has a lot of like sort of stuff to redeem himself for which is why he's, he's you know perhaps he is su- such a yeah. Yeah, uh, a hero uh, in the context of the story because he he's trying to fight for redemption. He's uh, he yeah, regrets he, his past he's actions.
1: Haunted, he's haunted by what he did, and you know he can't take that back, but he can make it better now. He doesn't have to let it keep happening. And there's that there's that cycle again here. He's not gonna let it keep happening. He's gonna t- change it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I never thought I wanted to see an old west question before because questions not a character that I'm like super stoked on. Um, but he fits in the old west and like if we got the old west justice league kind of story they do that to justice writers like g- give me the question interacting with with hawkman right yeah, like, yeah of so. that era and, I, you know,
2: um, I think Cowan's art out really suits as well i think it's um even though his style is not changing here i think his style suits both the the noir 40 stuff that we're going to get and also this old west like that uh, that double page spread of him on the horse uh, you know kind of going through with the the, the the guns i think is is fantastic for this art style and yeah, I can't wait to see this in the you know the hardboard in the last. Yeah, his his, yeah. Art,
0: his art here is really good. There's a lot of you know the arrows through the faces and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the yeah. the colouring from the gun blast being really warm and orange versus the cold sort of nighttime behind it, really nice stuff. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Such a scratchy style, isn't it? My only complaint yeah. with the art is that. Uh, and actually it's worth mentioning when he's walking through the desert and he's kind of hallucinating he does kind of see a city like a modern city in the, in the mm-hmm. distance at one point so I think that's kind of the idea of like the transition to the new you know, time period kind of almost yeah. like and he's it's psyche. seeping in yeah, yeah. And yeah. There's the, uh, the question mark in blood Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, I will say though some of the art during this section even though some of it looks great there's the odd panel where I get that it's doing kind of like a like a you know, it's it's, it's it's like kind of almost trippy look where it's meant to be a bit mm-hmm. more weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I like it when it goes more, because I think his style by its nature has already got this kind of rough, scratchy feeling to it, which is fine. But when he intentionally makes it more weird than it, than it naturally is... Um, Are there um, any panels in particular you could point out that you didn't really enjoy in this regard? Uh, let me. I'm just looking through this section now. Yeah, because um, yeah. there's a lot of, like, you know, the
2: ideas of the, the, the question mark smoke going on at this point as well. Yep.
0: Yeah, um, it was basically when he first. It's, it's it's probably just before he hallucinates. Actually, there's just there's a couple of times where like the, actually no, hold on, I'll tell you where. Uh, there's a nine panel grid. Uh, when he's talking to the woman, uh, and it's the way it's just the legs and the body mm-hmm. shape and just the way everything is there. It's just more. It's more in the bodies rather than the faces. Uh. It just it feels a little bit less defined than a lot of the rest of the book. When you know when we get to the, the the big moments later on, when he's got the question mask on again, but he's still got the cowboy hat on. That stuff looks great. Uh, it's just when he's drawing full body forms uh, at a wider shot when they're in smaller panels that I think okay. it looks it looks a little bit weird. But then you have pages where he's like dual wielding pistols on a horse and the question mask, and it looks fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, minor quibbles. It only affects maybe a few pages.
2: Uh... Yeah, it's 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 few and far between. I, I understand where you're coming from. I think generally speaking, the art really suits the the style that it's going for and the 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 uh, the atmosphere of the the time period.
0: Yeah. Also, it's worth mentioning because I assume this great evil is going to be traveling through time with him as well. He's going to like, encounter him multiple times. Oh, I would assume so. Yeah, because yeah. it has that bit with the note where He's the man with no face, and then the villain is the man with a thousand faces. It's kind of a nice contrast between them. Yeah, uh, where the villain's constantly changing his face, and the question and just doesn't always, have one.
2: Who is it's the villain? It's, it's 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 the idea. The villain is everyone, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'll be end with him looking out at the city. Um, and you know, I come back for book three uh, of four. Right? There's four of these. Yes. Yes. Four. yes. Uh, so really neat. Really neat. Um, yeah. I mean, I've never read a question book before. You know, on its own. So I'm um, digging this. Yeah, um,
1: up to this point, my question was R- Renee Montoya mm, in 52. I think that so, applies to all of us actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, but but the question I'm definitely this book Lemire's question I am definitely in on because the way that he's telling the story.
0: Uh, you know, one of the options for us on uh, previously, which is our new sister podcast, which is every other week uh, on the same feed, uh, where me and Connor are reviewing classic DC Comics runs. Check it out. Uh, but you know, one of the things we might do at some point is that the uh, the post crisis question series, as uh, as I think, you know, the, the big Vic Sage one that you know anything kind of takes from from later. So I maybe want to do at some point on there uh, when a slot opens up, but. Uh, Obviously, we just started, so the slots of yeah, fill it, for a while. It'll be a while. Um, yeah.
2: Obviously, you'll get your vote uh,
0: coming soon. I imagine if he hasn't done it already, uh, in the next day or two. Basically, I've, I've been trying to do all the votes for the month uh, in the last couple of days, and I just keep them too busy. So it'll be it'll be as soon as I can find time to actually make all the images and put it all up. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's the question. The death of Vic Sage, issue two, Matt. What are you giving it? I'm only this an eight point five. Connor, what are you giving it? Yeah, 0. 0.5 I'll also give it the 8.5 yeah. I, I think all three of us considered the 9 and I thought about it and went, man, not mm-hmm. quite that amazing but great, really great <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, cool so that takes us on to the other black label book we've got this week uh, one of the hill house uh, numbers It's the lolo woods issue two uh, carmen maria Mikado with danny strips on art so this is the one where the town uh, is on fire underneath so it's always warm uh, yep. and the weird health things are happening especially with the women who always seem to pass out and then Back wake out. up yeah um, they just
2: lose time
0: yeah, um, which and we immediately assumed that that sounded quite sinister, like something really bad might have happened to them, and that's kind of what the ending of this book implies. Because the ending of this book, um, one of our main characters, L, uh, says that you know after that incident in the movie theater, which is this is what the issue is, it's them investigating that kind of, yeah, um, like she woke when she when she got home and realized something. She realized that her underwear was inside out, as if someone had taken them off and put them back on, yep. which has a very dark, you know, assumptions that the, go with that. The is, clear. yeah. So you know, and she's kind of terrified by that. Um, and it's this them kind of investigating. I mean, the, the movie theater usher guy Josh says something really weird. Yeah,
2: he says um, thirsty in heaven.
1: Yeah,
2: right. this is one of those things where wh- when was this book set? This isn't like a present day one, is it?
1: So they talk about that the in the sixties and seventies. The um, what was it? The the heaven place? The, yeah. the resort. Yeah. Was like, that's the place to go and whatnot. And, uh, but this could be early
2: nineties. I think I remember this being nineties because there was yeah. a reference to uh-huh. Cobain's death in the last issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it was nineties. Um, right. I'm, I'm sure it was nineties. So... This
2: was weird because thirsty in the modern context, in this sense, right. um, usually it, it's kind of associated with, you know, kind of asking for it, you know, be, you're being right. a bit slutty sort of thing. Right. Whereas I, I yeah. feel like that's a relatively modern term for the word, like it's in the last couple of years. It, it is. is the first time I've really kind of come across so, that.
1: The context of the book I read it in, though, is like they got slammered. And he's like, wait, what? And that's why she's like, wait, what'd you say? And then he, he covers it back up. So it's almost like they were drinking too much. Like this is I, their fault. I, so, yeah, like I'm, this is definitely a, a parable for sexual assault at this point. Right? Oh yeah, there's no, yeah.
0: There's no question. Yeah, I mean, so hell... that's what I'm thinking. And it's worth that... mention, it's worth mentioning that we don't even address the cliffhanger from last issue. Like that doesn't no. even come up. The weird and hole that's in the stomach. all
1: she talks about is how her hand feels weird since she was with that girl.
0: Yeah. Um, and we see the sort of the, the burning flying thing over our head again, yep. uh, at one point in uh-huh. there as well. Um, we also got um, a flashback to how they met me for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. Ellen... and oh. weird shit was going on for them for long before this, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which has always been in the town because the way that they deal with the skinned man who attacks them is they're like, Well, we're just not going to talk about this, mm-hmm. so it's almost like this is the norm because they even say. Uh, the the friend Octavia says that she was out there doing homework and Elle was just riding her bike, but they both knew they shouldn't have been in the forest alone
0: yeah, as kids. Yeah. Uh, o- so Octavia, who's uh, narrating this by the way as well, yeah. uh, was mentioning
1: and and stuff, and that so like and then this the skin man comes out attacks them, but uh, L's dad gave her a knife and says because you never know when you're going to need one, and and she stabs the thing and then it takes back off and. Falls into this pit, and they're like, "Okay, well, we're never going to talk about this again." And then they become best friends, um,
2: naturally. That's that's how it works. Yeah, with, right. With
1: kids, right? And right. I mean, that's how me and my best friend met. I, I, I saw
2: a thing uh, on, on Twitter the other day. It was like, uh-huh. you know, uh, as a kid, stand in line next to someone. You, you're you're basically married for fifteen years. Uh, you know, as an adult, your your best friend. You know, you, you'll try and meet up once every five years.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they start trying to unravel what had happened to them because they, they can't figure it out. There's a lot of sinister undertones like Peter's saying. Um, and then they go up to the party and you kind of get a, like a vibe of, of how the other kids think about them through their interactions at the party. Um, and yeah, but no, I just I, – I read that when he said that you were thirsty. It's almost like he's basically saying whatever happened to you was your fault you know and that's yes. a that's that that's a a, a a i don't want to say a storyline but that's that's always an excuse that when you hear about sexual assault well you shouldn't have been drinking so much well no you shouldn't be sexually assaulting people
2: period yeah. it doesn't matter that's, how much
1: they drink that's kind of what i was getting you know? at, in
2: in the in the sense that i've heard people use it in the last few yeah. years it's it's not necessarily to do with drink in any regard right um but I, and that might be where the origin of it comes from but more right. it's hey you know you know they're, they're, they're looking for it um Right. And it's not always negative. Uh, I should I should no. say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've
0: never I've never heard it in this context. I when when I hear someone's thirsty, I don't hear it as a negative thing. I just hear it as someone is horny, and that's both yeah. for men and women. Like yeah, I mean, you know, no, well,
2: I've heard it in negative context. Don't get me wrong, but, but I it's yeah. not exclusively yeah.
0: negative. Yeah, because right. I've definitely no, ha- throw, I've heard someone say it about themselves throw. like, oh, I'm thirsty. Like you know, like it's not. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you you'll see it if someone's acting provocative. They'll, they'll call him, like, a, a, you know, oh, she's just being thirsty, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was the thing for and, me. I was
2: like, that's a, a relatively recent kind of use for that term, right? Yeah, I but see,
1: but I, but I feel like it both works with, with that narrative of if this is a sexual assault parable and this is the horror of that on the psyches of these girls in the small town. It kind of feels like it's, you
2: know, oh no, they're intentionally blocking it out sort of because of the horror of
0: yeah. it. I mean, hold, exactly. uh, it, let me let me ponder something here. That ending from last yeah. issue. What if what we saw on that page was just a visual representation of her passing on an STD that she got from being assaulted when she was passed out?
1: I mean, it, it could, could be. be. Yeah. You know. I don't. It, but 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 this is definitely is giving me now you know a, it follows vibes right like yeah, there's that. this thing there. Yeah,
0: that's... I mean, there's definitely something supernatural or something conspiracy-like going on about how the fact that yeah. everyone does seem to pass out. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. necessarily, I mean, maybe they'll, they'll swerve yeah. me, but it doesn't seem like there's just this weird, like, almost, like, right of passage on the other side of the fence where all these guys yeah. are, have learned how to stealthily drug people oh. and they're constantly doing it. No,
2: I think there is something more
1: going
0: yeah, like on. No, there's out.
1: something supernatural but that that is the, I feel that's the intent of, yeah. of Mikado, of the writer. I mean, don't get me wrong. Is that there's this like, I'm, and if I'm, you look in, in the 90s and what that culture was too, like, you know, there there is a lot. I mean, I'm su- I don't go out, but I'm sure there's a lot of that still going on. Oh, sure. We have to watch your drinks I and mean, whatnot. But like...
0: Don't get me wrong. Can- what I'm saying here is not like... Uh- like it, the actual assault part of it could be very real in the yeah. sense that it's just the, some yeah. of, some of the men taking advantage of the thing that's happening, rather yeah. than. I mean, but at the same time, though, it could go full fledged and say, "No, the thing that's happening to them is also supernatural. It's not necessarily yeah. just regular well, guys."
1: But but you look at the guys how they're staring at them at the party like they're sizing them up. Mm. They have sinister looks at their face. Mm. You know they're watching them get get you know altered, because um, here drugs are introduced. You know. Uh, with the two girls and whatnot. And, you know, it's like they are waiting to take advantage. And this whole, the shutter to think, you know, stupor in the town of all the women, that could also just be a stand-in for for in these small towns where everybody knows everybody
0: yeah and you, you know y- you have the metaphor here and i'm going to bring up the hit television show of the vampire slayer oh this bloody is but i mean the whole the whole the, the, the ground's too hot the town's on fire thing like that could literally mm-hmm. be the you know the the feeling of wanting to escape your hometown right now because yeah. right? the talk yeah. here about going well, off to college and how l can't because she doesn't have the grades really and even if she did get accepted didn't have the money i'd have the money yeah but it's and, this idea. Well, and that's
1: always an excuse. She doesn't want to leave, right? Because she doesn't think she deserves to leave.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. If you get into you know? why she's saying that, but like, yeah. Octavia is determined to go and she she's ready to go. And it's this idea that it's, you know, it's like, you know, she almost wants to leave because, as like, in a real world context, like, you're determined to leave as quickly as you can because you want nothing to do with it. So this idea of it's on fire, it's like, you know, yeah. it's this, this literal representation yeah. of, no, I need to get well, away from here because it's everything that touches is is doomed. And we get an example of that uh, in a sequence yeah. where Elle goes to the, the nursing home and she goes around with her dog. And we hear this story from one of the old ladies who lost her husband and her son uh, and various to the, to the town to the town yeah uh, both and some i mean it's because the husband was working in the in the mines or whatever mm-hmm. and then the son was just it was just a you know a hole that opened up in the ground and took him because of right. what's going on under the ground so really you know d- dark grim stuff but it's this idea of the of the hometown being this place it's like a bit of a cesspool that she just wants to get away from and run away to somewhere mm-hmm. else whereas l on the other hand uh, even if she's making excuses, feels that she can and that she's like tied to this place. Um right. So, you know, it's notable that she's the one who wants to investigate it because she is it, it, she sees that she's stuck here. So she so wants she to. She might inf- well try and make it better. She yeah, she might to exactly. make it better. Whereas Octavia so is like, well, there's no point. I'm just going to leave anyway. Let me just run away really? and not have to think about yeah. it. So it's these two opposing thought processes so that are at play here.
2: Yeah. And it's obviously you know in the in the first issue we were. Yeah, there wasn't uh, anything explicitly, okay, yo, this, is, this is a sexual thing that is all about. There was, there was things that, okay, maybe it is. And obviously this yeah. issue makes it much clearer. Um, yeah. Oh, Matt, your mic's going. Um, yeah. But you know, the moment where if you really had any doubt of any of the subtext, the moment it starts talking about the mushrooms just being dicks, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, is maybe a complaint that it's a little bit too overt. Um, but it was kind of a, a, a unique way oh. of, of tying it in.
1: But also the fact that there are all of these actual organisms, and there's the un- the organisms actually underneath, and the the, the worst it's just parts the, of the it,
2: the reproductive part that's ground that you can stick see, stick up mm, exactly,
1: and yeah. you know, um, and, and it so, makes so, you question this
2: this thing. Is there something under the town that is, yeah, and, and it's trying to? I mean, this kind of makes it feel a little bit more like Dollhouse Family, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But is it is it trying to impregnate these these women? Right. Uh, with using the men as in the town as its reproductive right. organ, so to speak.
1: Yeah, they're the mushrooms, and the, yeah. organ, the, the <laughs> underlying evil is the no, is the greater yeah. fungus. The, the
2: the men are all the mushrooms, right. and the thing itself is still and, under the ground.
1: So, and that, that's the thing. As, as as a man, I know how gross we can be. So I always tell my wife that if, if I was the opposite, right? There's no way I'd go near dudes. Dudes are gross. I don't know how you do it. good good on you like I smell bad like you know I don't I get I'm I'm gross so hey get out of here dogs um bothering the cat um but yeah Uh, so so I definitely get I definitely get where if those the guys are they're terrible and whatnot because let's let's be real the majority of guys are terrible you know like in their own
2: ways (laughs) well yeah I mean there, there, there's a scale of terrible there,
0: here. Yes, there's, exactly. There's like, certainly you know,
1: have Pete on one side, me hey, hey, on the other, hey, hey, Connor's in the middle. Just...
0: Yeah, I was going to make a serious point, and you completely ruined it by going down the stupid joke path.
1: Uh, Go ahead, make 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 your point. I made my joke.
0: No, that's fine. It's fine. But like, um, the, the yes. So I, I don't think it's a problem that it's so very I, I think it's making it very clear here that what it's about. Um, I think it's introduced it in such a because honestly, the first issue kind of implied as soon as we we read the part where it said they pass out and wake up somewhere, and that's yeah. almost a rite of passage in this town. I immediately worried that it was something sexual involved with that. Yeah. The, that was the worry. Um, so I think issue two making it this clear says to me, no, it's going to be this overt for the rest of the book now, and that's what this is what this is. Um, yeah,
2: I think as in issue one. It was like you say, it was a possibility. You you thought about it, but there was right. nothing actually yes. pointing towards it beyond Either. just the. The maybe implication of it's right. a possibility, whereas well, this, you
0: know, I'd, I'd say no, maybe, this, is
2: what the story is.
0: I'd say maybe the last page of issue one kind of at least brought sexual themes back into yeah. it, sure. that yeah. tied it back in. Well,
1: yeah, and and the fact too that they're both lesbians, uh, on on that too is that they're they're not the typical, especially in their town, right? Like, mm. yeah, well, that's, that's uh, kinda,
0: that ties into how they've been looked at at the party. You, I, I I got yeah. the sense of homophobia as like the people yeah. are looking over their shoulder at them and kind of you know, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, and maybe there's something to that, the idea that they're going to be the ones to investigate and expose this because they don't just accept it for what it is because,
1: exactly,
0: uh, you know, like, you know, I, I, there's something added to the whole idea of like that, that monologue and the narration about the mushrooms just being dicks coming from a lesbian because right. uh, there's that added layer of like, hey, she especially doesn't like dicks. You know, that's that's, that's some interesting. So, so maybe even the idea of their sexuality at play here is also going to be a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wouldn't be surprising. As we, as we go through it. So, no, interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh,
1: some, some creepy art here. Like when the ground swallows the kid, the kid's there and then gone. Like there's that. The the human or the, the rabbits with human eyes. The flipping skinned man. Like the art, the art is like, you guys are talking about that with Dennis Cowan. Mm-hmm. It's super scratchy. Kind of, kind of here as as well. I think it's it's less scratchy, more heavy but, ink shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's the same kind of vibe where it's just a little bit off so it sets the tone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um to where where it needs to be. Uh but yeah, no, it's this is a this is a real good book. It's it's more definitely more fun to talk about than it is to read. As weird <laughs> as that is you know, I think it's a good book,
2: but I think it will I, make a
1: fantastic trade. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, if someone
1: decides to adapt this I'd love to watch this play out visually. Uh, yeah, I can
2: see this is a great movie.
0: Yeah, six issues is perfect for a movie, so
1: Mhm.
0: yeah, that's that's fair uh, Alright, what are you giving it, Matt? I'm going to give this an 8.5 Connor?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with a straight 8
0: oh. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 as well uh, I will say I like this more than issue 1 and I think um as it's going on, I think the arguably the conversation out of uh, the Hill House books. Even though I still think Basket of uh, Basketful of Heads is my favorite, uh, I think this has more to talk about in terms of depth.
2: Yeah, I agree because I think um, for me, Dollhouse Family is probably my favorite, with the Basketful Heads a close second. And I enjoyed both of those to read more than this book, but I think this has a yeah. lot more uh, deeper themes
1: going on in it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No. it's cool. almost like basket of heads and then dollhouse is 2b and this is or 2a this is 2b like
0: you know but yeah uh so there you go uh, that'll take us on to the final book of the, the book of the week uh, this is a, a patreon book every month at patreon.com slash mailfast tv uh one of the higher tiers is to make me or connor read a book uh connor's here is undiscovered country issue three uh scott snyder writing with charles so also writing and then an artist whose name i couldn't spell uh so, Carl, can tell you who that is in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Just he still didn't write it down,
2: did you? He didn't. No.
0: No. 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 Yeah. He
2: don't, forgot. I'm putting in the doc.
0: For what? Right, well. No, I said, I said I couldn't do that right now, so that's why it's not there.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, the implication there was right now. Like you're gonna copy and paste it later before it got to this.
0: No, yeah. no, no, I meant before I put the text out for the show when I was publishing oh, it.
2: Uh, oh, okay. Right. Well, there was never. I'm do this. There, I'm use the
0: bathroom. Yeah, so. there was never any chance of me doing it by the time we got to this point in the show. That was never on the table. Fair enough. All right, you talk for ten minutes about this book. I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> yeah,
2: I probably not long. It's such a, a pretty quick issue. Um, what's interesting here is uh, the last two issues we've had flashbacks to. You know, the, we had the brother and sister. They're part of the the expedition into America. Um, we had their flashbacks as to you know, how they were recruited. Uh, we get a completely different character this time, another one of the, the you know, the, the party here, so to speak, but not one of that family. Yeah, so It's the first time we left that family, so it feels like a, a noble departure point. Uh, this is a guy called Ace Kenyatta, and he's kind of an American historian in the sense that he's trying to catalogue the history of America since it sealed itself off. And he's trying to use what data and fragments he's got to build a picture. And he's got closer than you'd expect um, the US or, or not the US, the, the government of uh, whichever one captured him, uh, you know, because obviously there's the, the two main sides uh, that we have. Um, they, they've got him and show us some of his research because they, they, they kind of pick him up and put him in a you know, a, a mental cell because he's, he's a lunatic at this point is what they think. And it turns out he's a lot closer to the reality. He's, he's figured out this spiral and there's the different zones and there's new social structures, new creatures, new land masses. Um, you know, they're completely independent of, you know, ecologic in these zones, which is kind of what we've been seeing, though, that how weird it is. And um, he's got this plan that he wanted to try out. He had an old American dollar um, uh, with, you know, there was made it had silver on it. It was entirely made of silver. It had like a silver coating, but it was actual silver. And the point that he wanted to do was he wanted to attach it to this bird and let the bird fly through America and come back to him. Because his theory is that there is some time shenanigans going on, that going inside of America, time is moving at a different pace to outside of America. So he's saying, you know, it's been 30 years for us, but it might have been 50 or 70 for them. And he's got, uh, you know, a way to test it. He's got some chemical he can drop on the coin when it comes out. And it'll, you know, it'll it'll date it, essentially. It'll change a different color depending on how long it's been gone, uh, how old it is. And he can figure that out then, you know, as, as to the difference um but you know when he gets picked up by the government they're like no no no, we're not sending the bird you want to do this you can go in yourself we need we need to send in uh, a, a you know uh, an expert with this group anyway so you're going in with them um and that's most of the flashbacks so we're getting to the present day they're, they've in, uh, infiltrated destiny man's uh camp they're kind of working their way through there's a marketplace and such um we get the bit with the, the brother having betrayed them in the, um, because we find, you know, they, they get to his, uh, his submarine where he tried to break in before. Or, in fact, he did successfully break in, um, even though it, it felt like he it failed for the previous two issues. He did get in. And, he's, you know, he says, just, you know, I've been here before. Uh, you know, Dad sent me a message and told me how to get in. He told me that this weak spot in the defenses, that's why I had to take a submarine. And it worked. And Dad's alive. Even though you think he's dead, he, he is alive um and uh you know and and then he's like you know she's like what, you know, what are you saying you know what, what's going on and uh and 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 destiny man and you know he, he comes up and he's like yeah i told you i've been here before and you know, it's, it's the real being a traitor and I, i'm wondering if maybe destiny man is uh is, is the father in some way uh would not be a surprise reveal or is working for him in some capacity um but we get this bit where you know uh, ace is carrying the coin he loses it at one point in the and he go, and he, he has to run by. he's run through the marketplace, and one of the vendors has picked it up and is, is trying to sell it, and insists on trading back for it. So he trades his watch because it's like a you know a digital Timex or watch, and he, he trades it for it, and and he tests it. He goes, "How long have we been in here?" And it changes to you know various colors, and it, and it ends on like a, a red color, and it's been you know he goes it hasn't been fifty years in here. It's been so much longer than he could have imagined. Um, he you know he goes you know, and. All, all through the issue, he's been saying, oh, I'm the key to us being able to leave. I understand what's going on in here. You need to keep me alive because I can get us out even without the pilot. I know what, what's going on here. And then he sees this coin change to this extent. And he goes, you know, we can't ever leave. And um, it's kind of imp- in, uh, intriguing and compelling because we don't know exactly how long this has been. We know it's at least older than 70 years That 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 to the 30 that has passed outside. Um but the fact that he's this terrified implies maybe longer. And, and they've only been here maybe a few days at this point at most. But the fact that he's terrified already, um, yeah, I dread to think how long has passed in the outside world to them. Uh, which explains a lot about you know, the messages having path, uh, transmitted and such. Um, yeah, no, really intriguing stuff. Art's, uh, again, great throughout. Uh, this world's delightful. The colors are fantastic. Um, this is another great issue Uh, it was really nice to see a break from the family it it kind of told me that okay we're not just sticking with these two uh, for the book, we're kind of exploring all of the group and uh, it it leaves me interested to see who else we follow and and what else we learn Um, and some I'm I'm really intrigued with the mystery of this world now uh, with with the time dilation and these different zones Uh, yeah I'm really into it, this is a, a solid eight
0: okay there you go uh, final book of the week which takes out to the part of the show we pick our favourites of the week we do our best panel slash moment favourite art favourite cover and top five books so Matt yep, what is your favourite panel slash moment of the week
1: oh man um from Jimmy is it from Legion um hmm I don't really think this one through for once I don't know. Once. <laughs> yeah, for once. You know what? I'm gonna go off of uh, Jimmy. It's it's him telling Perry. You 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 know this is my my interview. I brought you the scoop, cause cause I want to work. Uh, that was a pretty good moment. That was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna go with question on the horse. Ju- dual wielding, going out to get the bad guy. Nope, uh, that's pretty cool. Art was gorgeous. Uh, yep. Connor, what's yours
2: yeah, I was doing the same. The, the The question on the horse. So yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, all right. Uh,
1: first cover, Matt. Um, I'm gonna go with the the Jimmy Olsen uh, variant. That one I like a lot because it's got all of his different you know personas that he's he's been through, but it also got like a missing puzzle piece, which is exactly what this this book is. It's a puzzle that you're trying to put together. Yeah,
0: uh, Connor.
2: Uh I'm just looking at them now, so give me a second. Oh, I'll just I, I
1: forgot
0: to glance at these. I well, I, mm-hmm. Woods is good, but I think I'm gonna go with the regular question cover actually. Uh I think the regular yeah. one looks really nice. That one's pretty cool. That angle and the alleyway or whatever it is. Uh yeah, that is nice. Um
2: I'm gonna go with the uh the flash variant, uh the Dustin Wynn one.
0: Uh I think it's really nice. It's kinda of simple, hmm. but uh, it's working for me. Okay. Uh, so, best art of the week, we got Connor. Uh,
2: Jimmy Olsen. Uh, g- questions. Uh, putting up a good fight. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. But I think Jimmy Olsen
0: is—it's uh, it's a little bit more versatile uh, in, in its book, and it's, it's just got a lot going for it. Yeah, I'm gonna be born here and just say the question, which is sweeping for me so far. I'm—I'm um,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna clean sweep the other way for me. is, is Jimmy Olsen.
0: I like—I <laughs>
1: like—I like the different styles that Labor was playing with in this one with. Whether it was the crazy Jimmy stuff or the uh, the Lil Olsons or then that that really clean page with Lex and, and the dad, so yeah, yeah great stuff on it. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: You can tell us not a lot of books to pick from this week, can't you? Can't you? Uh, oh. So I'll uh, <laughs> take us out the top five books of the week. Matt, how's it. What are you what are you doing? No,
1: number one shocker, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, number two is I gotta I gotta look at them. Um, Number two is The Question, number three is Lolo Woods, number four is Legion of Superheroes, and number five is Freedom Fighters.
2: Connor. Uh, my top three follows Matt in Jimmy Olsen question, Lolo Woods, and then by default Aquaman then Flash, although, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the beacon of positivity is always...
2: Hey, I, I really liked three of my five books. Four, uh, if you count
0: my Patreon. Yeah, yeah, very good. Wait, can uh, I count the Patreon book in this? No, time? no, you can't. No. Oh damn it! Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> my <laughs> number one is Question. May this a Sage. Uh Shocked. My number two is Little Woods. Number three's uh, Legion of Superheroes. Number four is Aquaman. Number five is Batman's Grave. Leaving only The Flash is the only thing that I read that didn't make my top five. I'm shocked. Shocked at that. Uh, so, there you go. That is, uh... That is, uh... That is a fix of the week. Uh, so, this is the part of the show where I'll tell you what is coming next week from DC Comics. This includes all the stuff we are not reading as well. Uh, out of the, at least the mainline stuff, obviously. There's always these little weird things they release as well that I'll skip. But uh, So, what, what is coming next week? I will tell you. You're getting Basketful of Heads number four batgirl 43 batman 87 batman beyond number 40 batman curse of the white knight number six a lot of bat stuff here so far uh, keep it going too. <laughs> oh yeah batman num- batman superman number six there you go uh so that's that uh t- t- birds of prey uh, giant is that the uh as a one no, I could push. Oh, uh, no, that's, I could push. No, those that's uh, one of the Walmart. Yeah, that's one ones. of those Walmart things. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind that. Uh, so Detective Comics 1019, Far Sector number three, do 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 Metal Men number four, Red Hood Outlaw number forty-two, Shazam number ten, Superman nineteen, Wonder Twins issue eleven, and of course the meaty issue of uh, Wonder Woman 750. And I know I phrased that so, as if it was the ending, but it was also Year of the Villain, Hillary Risen number two. Basically, <laughs> so,
2: Pete saw the list of all the Wonder Woman variants yeah. and forgot to, and just assumed that was it.
0: Yeah, I hoped yeah. it was it. I hoped it was it, okay? Yeah,
1: so looking at these covers as we have them all laid out in front of them,
0: uh-huh. Pete,
1: which one, which one are you liking the most?
0: Oh, let me switch the cover. I always put in list mode to read them. Yeah. Uh, let yeah. me switch to gallery.
2: At a glance, because I'm not clicking on all of mm-hmm. them, at a glance yeah. I'm going with the 90s. Uh, let me see. The, the, the the, the, what looks like a, to be a Bolland cover in the small... Yeah, it looks like a Bolland. You
0: know, yeah. Um, um, yeah, the 90s one does look very good, actually. I have to agree with that. I'm, However... I'm really digging the 50s. 50s... 50s? Ah, uh, uh, a bit more, old school from, bit, bit more old school than I typically like. I That's a Frisian
1: cover. Uh,
2: oh, no, yeah. Now I look at it close up. That is quite nice. Yep. I think I'd still take the uh, the, the Bolland one personally. Yeah, I, but, I mean that's a nice cover still.
1: I do I do like what, is this the two thousands? Is this is the Adam Hughes? That one's pretty that this reminds me of, of one Room when I first got into comics. So I think Hughes was doing the covers there. Um, <laughs> so, so
2: who's doing the twenty tens? Jim Lee.
0: Jim Lee yeah. yeah. I mean I, it's I,
1: do like, it's cover. I do like the Campbell sixty that you get the you know, the women's lib wonder woman where she stopped being Wonder woman she was diana prince um, yeah it's interesting in, uh, in i don't suit. think it's
2: as compelling as a cover but it's it's not nice. it's
1: no it's not but it's also like all right well i'm glad they're they're honoring that um but it's yeah. got that cool 60s vibe to it though too
0: yeah i have to, yeah. I, I have to be boring and also pick the 90s uh mm-hmm. but that's what it is and uh, that said though i also like the main cover from Joel jones just yeah, while we're on the subject, oh, that is nice as well. Honestly, the the one that I would say disappoints me in terms
2: of who it is to what I'm seeing is the '70s because that's uh Pell, and uh, I don't yeah. know that I feel like Koi Pell can do better.
0: Yeah, I, I clicked on that thinking it looked good from the thumbnail, but when I saw it full size, I wasn't as impressed.
1: Yeah, she she had weird uh, angles going mm-hmm. on there, like that's. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. But yeah, anyways, was... um, yeah. No, what... the
1: the Joel Jones one's good too. But... Yeah. So we'd have that conversation really quick yeah we'll
0: so that is uh that's what's coming next week uh, so there won't be a special extra episode me and Matt have decided that we're just going to do it as part of the main show and just have a lengthy episode we we'll it through yeah, yeah. Uh, Connor's missing next week which is why it's just me and Matt maybe <laughs> but- M-
2: likely uh, it's not 100% like- there's a chance okay. i'll just be here but i'm probably missing it
0: all right so it's a big hefty week so despite the fact that there's only two of us uh there's enough books that even You'll without plenty to talk about yeah even without solicits and sales figures although if we get the full list of sales figures for december maybe we could redo that bat that batch but <laughs> That's fun, <Matt>. uh, no <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to scare you, Matt. That's all. It's fine, fine. We've done them for the month. You're off the hook for.
1: It's not long enough. My wife's like, "Why are you still recording?" And I was
0: like, <laughs> "Reasons." Wait, Quite wait. Why blanky. are we? Hold on, why are we still recording? Don't blame me. Blame the forty minutes of nonsense before we started. Blame that, which was mostly you two. No, because we
1: we spent way too much time on sales figures, man. There's four different ones. Uh, <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Three. there was three. I had, I had fun talking to you guys about uh. Uh, the stuff beforehand so yes like the origin of the English language
0: exactly <laughs> bloody hell alright <laughs> right, let's wrap this up oh, that, yeah, they, they that has been episode 190 of Comics from the Multiverse uh, you can of course let us know what you thought of the episode and all the books we talked about in the comments below like subscribe all the usual stuff get us on the twitters at DC Comics Podcast and you can support us of course in a number of different ways, you can rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, give us 5 stars, more people will find us that way, you can share us on the social medias, and you can do it financially over at Patreon.com slash MailFuzzTV, where you can do that for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses for your troubles. At the $5 tier you get early access to the, the show uh, by a day, you get it on Saturday night instead of you know Sunday at uh, the usual time. Uh, that goes for previously in the Multiverse as well, so go check that out. I also take this to me thank our Patreon Producers, which means there are $20 or above on Patreon.com slash TV. Uh, so thank you to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Sandy Palacios and Tyler Hess. So yeah, thank you to those guys. But uh, that is uh, that is us. Uh, I'll just, uh, you know, recommend. Uh, we did end Television to the Multiverse this week. The last ever episode was uh, was this week, uh, the, the ending of Crisis Infinite Earths. Uh, So, and the reason why we're stopping that is because, A, we don't want to watch most of those shows anymore, uh, but also, uh, B, it gives us time to do previously the multiverse, and coming soon, a return of Elsewhere in the Multiverse, uh, probably by the end of February is my estimate on that, just based on... End of
2: February, Christ.
0: I said by the end of February. Yeah,
2: well, last week it was by the start of February.
0: I'm being realistic, I'm giving them realistic estimates, okay? Fine. Two are like a married couple. It's him. He's, uh, if he hadn't it, uh, had interjected, it'd be fine. I'd just continue with my outro. It's him. It's always him. Alright. Uh, so that, is, that has been Cause of the verse episode one night. Thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC comments, guys. And also keep in sending your questions to uh, mftvquestions at gmail.com. We do have a couple in there uh, for a later date. Uh, we'll probably whip them out on week five. Uh, well, this month, ah, that is a week five this month. Yeah, we'll probably do a couple of questions in week five. Uh, so, um, you can keep sending them in to if you want. But anyway, that is it, So thank you once again for watching the list. It appreciate it, Keep reading DC comics, and remember that sometimes that's not the outro for this show. In fact, yeah, in no fact, is not. in fact, I never have Leave to do it. that outro again. That, that that was that was a Freudian slip because I don't, I don't get to see that one anymore. <laughs> but remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.
1: And don't forget Lupicito draws good.